Painkiller Already, episode 415. 417. I'm going to start. Ah! <laughs> 419. I'm just going to go with it. I don't know where I got all those messed up things from. Uh, Only three hours, 59 minutes, and 48 seconds. <laughs> all right. It's been a hot minute since we've had no guest, but it's nice, it's nice when it's just the boys. Kyle? Yeah, it's holidays. Uh, yeah, a couple sponsors tonight, Get Quip and Smart Mouth. We'll talk about all that oral health later on in the show. But yeah, let's get right into it. Of course, no guest. It's Christmas. And I... I I feel like Chiz made a real oversight here by not reaching out to our Jew friend Harley, because because <laughs> oh he's just over, seeing right? a movie and getting Chinese food somewhere. He was exactly. totally open. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that would have been fine for him. Or maybe if we could if we could track down old Bash. I don't. I think Quan's is over by now. Um, <laughs> I wonder what know. Bash is up to. He's a he's Rape so Squad cool. killer. People forget. Oh, <laughs> I thought he isn't he like a Twitch man now? Probably. I don't know. Kyle, are you upset because I, I said that word oh. in the branding? I just We're don't like when you use kids. the hard R. It's We're the real up. sweet kids, all right? <laughs> <laughs> the real sweet kids. I'm, I, I'm so thankful all the time where I'm like, man, I'm glad I swept into the PKA game after the Rape Squad Killers thing. I'm immune <laughs> to it. I don't even think of it as like murdering or... Uh, it's definitely not good branding. Mapist. To yeah. associate yourself with the word rape <laughs> voluntarily. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, so I, true. I, 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 I'm not a big fan of it, the, but but the real sweet kids. I'm, I'm one of them. Uh, I'm the leader of the real sweet kids. And wait there a minute. It is. Wait a goddamn minute! I'm not sure I want to be the leader of the real sweet kids either. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's wow. Christmas time. We're on Discord. We are, we are. I uh, and I, I think I've got. That's your guys' Christmas gift. We heard you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've been. Uh, I guess working on it for a couple of weeks. It's been off and on. Chisley's Ch been working on it for months. I don't know how. I don't know what he was up to, but he's been at it, waiting for something. Uh, there's some troubleshooting to be done. Um, I, I think that. Um, uh, some, uh, I don't know the details. I don't think uh, something about the way this video uh, messaging thing has to be set up so that it, it works the way it needs to work for us to record a show uh, is a little bit different than if you were just going to video chat with your friends. So, but in any case, uh, Chiz put in some hours and we got it rolling, got it working, and we'll see if people like this. See if the audio, I, I suspect the audio quality will be better and perhaps the video as well. So, uh, let us know what you think. Um, all you real sweet kids out there. Our, you know what? I like that a lot more. Yeah, the real sweet me too. kids. Me too. I mean, I've got, I've got the, like, I've got a butcher's knife in there with the RSK on it. Someone asked me, "What's that mean?" It means real sweet kids. Mm -hmm. And you never tell them that it actually stands for sexy. <laughs> that just, I, yeah. real sexy. You guys that are all loving this real sweet kids thing. You didn't make it a meme that you were pedophiles at one oh. point. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, none of that. Yeah. yeah, did you guys have a good holiday? Anything anything special? I know we kind of covered that on PKN, but not everybody watches that. You, you, you know, I don't care what you, I don't care if you eat dinner with your family. You do anything fun? Go see a movie. I mean, anyone get no. a cool gift? Uh No, like gifts are starting to get not lame, but totally predictable at this part of life. It's not like, "Oh man, a new transformer or something." Because if I would receive that, I'd be like, "Why?" Why would you do? Why would you give this to me? <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's like clothes, socks, underwear. Like I used to think every adult on earth, like you remember just sitting as a kid around the tree and you like see your aunt or uncle open something. They're like, oh, socks. Thank you. I, I'll wear these. I always thought like, man, how do all these adults not know the other adults are lying about how much they like their gifts? And now 
I'm on the other side of the coin where I just see it all as like, oh, cool. This is like free money I don't have to spend on socks or on a sweater or something. So nothing exciting. It was all pretty predictable house-related shit. Yeah, I, I am similar in the not very – like, okay, the present that I was very excited about. I have mentioned wanting a heat gun. If you guys are unfamiliar with the heat gun, it's kind of like a, a blow dryer on steroids. Mm-hmm. And it could be used to remove paint. But in my case, it's I do electrical work. It seems like once a month. And I take a, a direct flame to this heat shrink tubing to get it in place. Mm. And I don't know. I've mentioned wanting a heat gun for ages, but I've just never pulled the trigger on it. You know, there's a, always make it work kind of. And uh, yeah, Jackie got me an awesome one by DeWalt. It was over $100. And it's a weird thing to be That's excited about. But I saw it and I was just like, oh my God, like... How did you know? <laughs> Have you used it yet? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> heat guns are fun. Kitty has a heat gun she does packaging with. And uh, once upon a time when I was like 18 and I worked in that video store, sometimes like when DVDs got old, we would package them up and then have like this uh, sidewalk sale where we sold DVDs out there for like like cut rate prices because, you know, we used rentals. And mm-hmm. we'd have to heat gun wrap like hundreds mm-hmm. and hundreds of them. So I got a little heat gun experience. And uh, you can also make a lovely creme brulee, Woody, if you... We decided yeah. to get into cooking. Yeah. I, I had a heat gun. I used it to, uh, before like single composite hockey sticks became a really popular thing, you'd have a composite stick with a replaceable blade. And mm. I used a heat gun to melt the glue and swap the tips as they broke. What do you think uh, the best uh, weapon amongst the sports equipment is? Do you, how would the hockey stick fare uh, if, if, we're, if we're going zombie hunting? I wonder I well, what, are, what are the, what's the comparisons though? So like football, you don't have anything physical. I guess a helmet. No, but the pads would be people. very helpful. Yeah, Those I want to. If you pad up enough, I'm not familiar with current football pads that much, but oh I feel my. like the linemen have things for their arms and forms and like almost clothes. Your thighs, your knees, your butt, your the 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 back of your quads. You've really? got padding. Yeah, all the way. Around. I mean, when I played football as a kid, you know, okay. that's what my football pants. When I put them on, it was like holy shit, I can take a beating in these. And I I'd did. still want hockey pants like those kind of pants over the football ones because like, you know, the football ones where it's not actually a hundred percent pad around you. It's like, there are sections of pads oh, they're in different, different areas and they only go to your knees. Yeah. And like a zombie could bite through that. Totally. And so that seems like a little bit of false security. Yeah. You know, that's always one thing that, I, that pisses me off. Like watching zombie movies. It, I think you watch any movie that you think that I, I've done a lot of zombie thinking for mm-hmm. whatever reason. I have that personality, probably not a good thing. But so, but but so it, I think it's like if a chef watches uh, a cooking movie and they see something that's just not right, they, they they get upset. So like they never armor themselves. Like like no. I'll tell you the first thing I would do. I'd want chainmail. And people are like, um, it's not medieval times, Kyle. Google chainmail suit. They're incredibly easy to get for like five hundred dollars. You get a full medieval times. Down to your uh, down to your wrist. I here. predict that during the apocalypse, one mail service is not as good as you're predicting, and yeah. two chainmail <laughs> becomes very popular. It comes back in vogue. Only I've ever thought of this. Apparently, this also, is a strong now, point. <laughs> now, if you if you live near the beach, maybe lately, like, like, I don't know if if that would even be the place to be. One of those shark bite suits. That with it's got that crazy modern super strong ring mail. That's. There's no way a, per- a person, let alone a zombie with a rotten mouth, is ever going to bite through that. I have That's seen true. zombies, like, I've seen zombie lore where they can go underwater and travel. But I haven't seen them swim across the top of the water. No. So it seems like <laughs> going sailing La Vagabond style has a lot going on for it. Totally, totally. Living at sea would be the way to get away from the or finding an island. 
mm-hmm. that you could clear out, uh, I think would help. But I feel yeah, like on the sports things, yeah, yeah, the hockey stick would break too easily. Like you get too so into too. it and you just I'm snap it. Baseball I think bat. That fast, fastening a hockey skate to a baseball bat, making like some kind of makeshift axe, a war would axe, be a good thing. Because I feel like the baseball bat's going to be strong enough that it's not going to shatter. There must be some really sport that has an in. axe in it. Is there competitive there's lumberjacking? A, I've seen there's that. A, there's, there's a, cro- there's like there's a croquet mallet. Now. Yeah. A croquet mallet? Oh, yeah. no, I, I broke one of those me. when I was like seven. Yeah, that wouldn't be uh, good. Yeah, oh, if shit. you stand on it like an asshole, they break. Hypothetically. Well, I don't do that. Um, <laughs> if you use I, it to hit trees as hard as you can, they'll break. <laughs> <laughs> and then your grandpa comes outside and says, I got these in 1971. What's the worst? What would the zombie apocalypse happens? You, you look into your closet where you keep your sports stuff. What's the worst thing that you could my, find? My trusty there? curling ball. Because <laughs> <laughs> first of all, I just, it's, it slides half an inch on the concrete towards them. And it, it, it's just not very effective. I think golf club might suck. I, I feel like... I know a oh, lot of people no, grab... No. Okay, well, correct me where I'm wrong. Let me lay it out, though. A lot of people grab these golf clubs in home defense situations. But to me, that shaft breaks on the first hit. Yeah, if you hit him with a shaft, it's GG. But if you take a nine iron and turn that thing so that you're hitting him with the... Like, like you know how a, a club shape yeah. is like this. You hit him with this end of it. You know, you hit him with the backside of it. That would really do some damage. And it, you know, it would depend I worry, got... man. I can hardly split an entire log without hitting the damn handle once. You oh. know, like... Dude, if you take even one moderate hit from a nine iron, like, you're not... You're not going to be functional. You're out. You're done. On the skull, maybe, but I think I feel like if you hit my deltoid or something, you might break your nine oh. iron. Well, I mean, I'm only talking about going for the skull because these are zombies. Like you wouldn't go for the delt anyway. No, you wouldn't go for it. But any 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 strategy that involves me not missing with a golf club is a poor one. The I'll tell you the I, the one that came to me is the worst tennis racket. Hmm. Yeah, at the very best, you could just use it to like prod people and keep them at a distance. Uh, maybe you like cut the strings out and you can like hook it around his head and control him. Make a like bit. a garrote. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That would that would suck. I have no sports equipment in my house. The only thing I have are uh, the uh, um, what do you call those fucking things that you swing around back there? The uh, sex kettlebells. Swing. Kettlebells. Yeah. I got my kettlebells. I could probably get the five pounder, especially. I could. <laughs> go to work with that thing. I feel like you smash something in the head with a kettlebell. It's it's game over. If you like attached a rope to that and then used it like a flail, you can do yeah, some serious like that, damage. Like that Japanese chicken kill bill. Remember uh when, when exactly when, like that. When she's like crossing it around and swinging it everywhere. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I have a bunch you of You know knives. another useless one are nunchucks. I've Ooh. never even seen an expert with nunchucks. <laughs> go go on YouTube and look up expert with nunchucks and tell me if that was a dangerous person. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a fool. I know one. I know. I think I, I was going to mention right? <laughs> Nate Diaz. Nate. It turns out that one of the most deadly men on the planet loves getting stoned and playing with nunchucks <laughs> his entire life. When Nate Diaz, it's Nick. Oh, is it Nick? Yeah, I thought they both did it though. In any case, when Nate Diaz gets out his nunchucks. He's Bruce Lee with those bitches. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. And I, I, I'm guessing he might be better not stoned. I'm not sure. Here's a fun fact. The like world dart champions. You know the guys who throw the dartboards or whatever? <laughs> they practice while drinking 
so much, so consistently that when they compete on the world stage in the world championships, they do it slightly buzzed because that's where all their practice is. Uh, it's and um, I saw someone. It's a fun sport to play. Then <laughs> I don't remember which Olympic event it was, but they got they got um, disqualified for having a beer because it, I guess it calms your nerves and uh, and helps with the jitters. I want to say, and, and this kind of makes it sound worse. They were doing that thing where it's the Winter Games, and you like ski a little, Biathlon? like cross country, and, and shoot. then you shoot a gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably totally wrong about that, but there's definitely a guy who like drank a beer and that was considered performance enhancing for what he was doing and they and they you know gave him that you should be able to drink as much beer as you want during any sporting event like that's putting you at that's not a performance enhancing drug that's a performance dampening drug that's just that's just a bonus for the viewer yeah <laughs> hey like, would you how much more fun watch... would it be if the super bowl like before every quarter they had to do two shots that would be awesome that would be hilarious yeah <laughs> tom brady like vomiting Trying to make one of his clutch last-minute Patriots plays. I don't know anything about football, but I know enough about it that I hope the Patriots aren't good anymore soon. My God, how is this uh, fun for all you football fans? Are, are they not good in already? Maybe I I'm wrong. I think they're fading. They're not the top team this oh. regular season, but they're going to the playoffs, and it's the Patriots, so anything could happen. I know the Chiefs can, are good. Everybody's can we segue performance-enhancing drug talk into UFC two-third thumping talk with John Jones? Very exciting card. Um, um, I, I, I knew that you'd want to talk about this, and I just, I, I'll go ahead and preemptively disagree with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think you're taking the right stance on this. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, let me basically. lay it out. I took some notes. Uh, some okay. of these are from the Department of Woody's Butt, so this is not uh, completely accurate, I guess. But here it is. Here's my case against John Jones. Um, he has oh, two no. brothers in the NFL. At least one was caught doing steroids. Guilty by association. Thank you. All right. Exhibit uh, A. John Jones was caught doing coke. Just take that and file it away. It'll become relevant. Then he was caught taking an estrogen inhibitor. He says he never took it, but it was in a supplement that he took. So what he's claiming is that that is silliness. Uh, After he was caught, he said that he had taken a list of supplements. Now, if you guys don't know how USADA works, they ask you like, hey, Kyle, what supplements do you take? You can take take your creatine. You can take your whey protein or whatever. Just let us know what they are. And then if you ever get into trouble, we'll test those supplements and see if, you know, unbeno- you'll get a smaller penalty if you didn't, you know, if something that is in there that they didn't say was in there. So John's got busted for an estrogen inhibitor and they're like, all right, what supplements do you take? And he gives them a list like 18 items long, tripled the size of the list he gave them before. And he's like, you know what? I've been taking all this other stuff too. And they're like, man, it kind of seems like you just went to GNC, grabbed every suspect thing on the shelf and said that you were taking that in hopes that they'll test dirty. And John Jones is like, well, I don't really have an answer to that. That might be exactly what I've done. So eventually it comes down and he says he took dick pills for his inability to get a proper erection, which by the way, is a side effect of cycling off of steroids and taking these dick pills. And that is, is how he explained away his estrogen inhibitor. For people who know... a side effect of having an enormous elephant trunk of a cock. <laughs> he, uh, uh, he, if you have too much testosterone in your system, your body converts it to estrogen, which is why sometimes guys on steroids get uh, these uh, bitch tits, they call them. But he had the estrogen blockers. But he, so. it, but he had estrogen blockers, so he didn't have that symptom. Anyway, so that's one thing. Now... A couple months or a fight later, he gets caught with, I'm going to pronounce it, Turnaball? Does anyone Turinaball. know? Turinaball. Okay, it's Turinaball in his system. Good stuff. 
And he's tested to have between 20 and 80 picograms, which is a very small amount. Um, this is the, not terenobol itself, but like a metabolite that your body produces when it, it processes the terenobol. And the theory is that he never did terenobol, of course. The man is innocent and clean. It's that he snorted the coke I mentioned earlier, but that coke was cut with creatine. And somehow, in creatine, they mixed in some steroids. Because you know it's common practice to cut cheap things with, ster- with like creatine no, with no, expensive no. things like steroids. No, the deal was, the, um, the, the idea is that they mixed the, the, in, they mixed the creatine in the same machine that uh, terenobol had been mixed previously, and they didn't clean it out good. So there was some trace terenobol in the creatine that was used to cut the cocaine. Okay. This uh, is this is Occam's razor. This is the most likely scenario for a for for a guy that's that been caught on steroids already. Yeah, yeah. But they bought it. And by the way, his A and B samples both tested uh, positive for this metabolite that you get when you do Tyranobol. So that's, now, yeah, it is like they're cutting something more valuable, something less valuable. If that's what was actually happening, a bit. No, like, I was like, just trying to buy baking soda and I got a bunch of cocaine. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> no, because I was, again, I was trying to not... leave the store with two dollars of baking soda, and here I am with half a kilo of prime <laughs> Colombian. Coke. No, because again, they're not cutting uh, creatine with cocaine. They're cutting. They're cu- excuse they me, they're are not cutting that. creatine with uh, steroids. They're cutting cocaine with creatine. They they've got x amount of cocaine. Oh, I believe you. It's just fine to deliberately of misrepresent. So his A and B samples tested uh, <laughs> guilty. I don't know how you test guilty with twenty to eighty picograms of this metabolite that you get from Tyranobol. Well, now it's two years later. He's been clean as a Daisy, something clean. And uh, he's caught with 50 picograms of Tyranobol in his system. And the theory is that it's a pulsing effect from the Tyranobol that he accidentally took because it was mixed in with the creatine that was mixed in with his Coke from years ago. It's Well, that, that's what all the scientists are saying, right? What does a pulsing effect mean? Uh, they're saying that these uh, metabolites that you get from taking Tyranobol accidentally because you're a cokehead will just pop up in your system now and then. Not that he's microgrossing Tyranobol so, co- so he can pass drug tests. That's, that's not it at all. It's just oh. that now, off and on, sometimes he'll pe- test positive for Tyranobol. That's well. I mean, that's, so the that's fight, what you saw to people. So the fight saying. got banned in Vegas. The, the athletic commission is like, you know... We can't be sure about this nonsense. You can't fight here. Where the athletic commission is not approving them. So they said, all right, everybody pack up your shit. We're going to California, which is exactly what they're doing. And all the other fighters, they're literally staying in rooms in Vegas. I think they're putting them on a bus or a chartered plane, flying them over on like the day of the fight. And they're going to fight in California. Yeah, it's a quick fight. I I, I believe that the the, the last time he was caught was, was probably the cocaine. And uh, I think that, I mean, it seems like everybody is agreeing. Uh, the only people who disagree that this time it's this pulsing effect thing are like people who, who hate John Jones. So like the USADA is saying it and, uh, you know, the, obviously the UFC is agreeing and people like Chael Sonnen and, like, and Joe Rogan are all, you know, Team Jones on this. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about the science of this thing. But the guy's describing like what a, a picogram in, is, and he's like, it's like if you took a grain of salt and cut it into, God, was it 50 million pieces? Something like that. And then one of those is a picogram, and, and it, it, he, he was like, he had that much. 
I don't know why like, they didn't just say a millionth because they cut it into 50 and they're like, that's a picogram. Oh, by the way, he was caught with 50 of them. So now, like, uh, why did you... Maybe that's just their standard. Uh, why, like, why, did we, why did we go to least common denominator in the first place? You are not going to make it far in my third grade. That's for sure. I, I, I don't know. In any case, um, the UFC seems A-OK with him fighting because they believe the pulsing effect. Um, USADA, He's fighting so, Gustafson? Yeah, Gustafson. Uh, USADA, you know, the, the, the people who would normally be like, oh, you did something wrong, are saying... He's testing positive because of something we've already punished him for, so he's A-OK, and this is certainly not an amount that would ever make him better at fighting another man. Same amount um, as last time they punished him. Yeah, and, and, I, and I didn't think that he deserved anything last time. Um, in any case, I wouldn't give a shit if he was full of, like, bull testosterone when he came in there and he literally was sprouting horns because he is the <laughs> greatest fighter of all time, with or without the steroids, I think. He's never lost a fight, which I, I think is something that that isn't yeah i didn't see you like praising khabib like this like you were talking about khabib Khabib doesn't have the 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 same list of of people that he's beaten up and it's a completely different fighting style he beat a, a whole lot of people that i'm not was impressed by that we've never heard of he's not as electrifying to watch he's not as cool of a story john jones is like it, khabib is is this like solemn religious guy who just wants to like He's like a jobber almost. He's he's like you know this is my job. This is what I do. Very calm. Well, I don't think and, that's what jobber means. Yeah, I know it's not. But but I'm I'm, I'm remaking it. Okay. And, but meanwhile, Jones is like the bad the baddest bad boy that there's ever been. Like like Chael Sonnen calls him the calls himself the bad guy. John Jones is the bad. John guy. Jones just, lies. Right? John Jones is like yeah! I'm the guy who's gonna tell you tell on other marijuana smokers. I'm the guy who loves God. You'll never see any trouble with me. John Jones goes to this. You know, with all due respect, I feel like it, he is. That such, makes him more of a bad guy. Oh, he's, he's, not only is he a bad guy, he's deceitful. Like, yes. like he, he, he's, he 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 fucks pregnant women up with his car and flees the scene so he can dump his drugs. He 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 lies. He cheats. And he's a hypocrite while he does it. He's got you like this guy a lot. <laughs> he's the heel. He's the heel. Like, 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 you know, you've watched wrestling. You can't have two genuinely nice guys walk out and be like, hello, my name is Ric Flair. I will be uh, representing the Red Corner tonight. Uh, and, and that is my opponent. For all uh, you Red Nick Corner fans, I'm your guy. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, matter, no matter what happens tonight, brother, remember, we're in each other's corner. Exactly. <laughs> and that's Hulk Hogan. He's representing the Toys for Tots this evening. Mm -hmm. He's, hey, it's nice to see you again, Mr. 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 Terry. Terry, right? Let's just go by Terry. No need to Hulk things out tonight. No, <laughs> I want to fucking fight. We're going to fight. No, this is a goddamn Viking versus this, this, this Gustafson versus like this American bad boy. And I'm all about it. And I don't think John Jones is the, 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 the guy who's never been beaten. Not, not even close. He had, that, he had one fight that they called like a no contest because he used the wrong kind of elbow, which we could talk about for 20 minutes, but we're not. Everybody knows about the 12 to 6 elbow. Thank and if God. they don't, just Google 12 to 6 elbow and Joe Rogan will tell you that story 18 times in a row. It's, it's going to be a good fight. It's going to be a great fight. Jones already beat the fucker once. And I like I hope, Gustafson. I Gustafson wins. I can't condone Joe Rogan repeating his stories for one. And uh, for two, I, I just feel like it's, so he has a record and he has a, a track record, I guess I'll say, of electrifying performances against people who you could consider the best, you know, and, and some of them were past their prime, but some of them weren't, right? You know, like when he beat Machada, Dude. Machada was the man. Uh, when, when There's a couple guys I'm, I'm 
drawing a blank. Uh, when he fought Gustafson last time, and, and don't even talk about when he when he made D Daniel Cormier cry. Who like if if you take the way the fact that that if you take John Jones out of existence, everybody's talking about calling Daniel Cormier the goat. Everybody's saying he's the greatest of all time, but you can't really because John Jones made him cry. Can you be the goat if you're on steroids and you cheat all the time? No, like, this guy's um, made a yeah, career yeah, out yeah, of eye poking I, and performance enhancing drugs. I don't like the eye poking. Uh, that's one thing I don't care for one bit. But but the performance enhancing thing, I've I've just learned. I, I just feel like I feel like the top guys, most of them are probably on something. Uh, or yeah, like 12, 13 months from now, there's going to be a whole new crop of people in the greatest of all time no, discussion no. See, this for is MMA. Little, this is, no, there's, there, there like really are Just a few aren't. years ago, it was George St. Pierre. And he's right? still there. He like, like, like that's, it, it's been the same group of guys for a long time now. I, I, think, I, think, I think if you're looking at the greatest of all time, pound for pound, you're looking at guys like John Jones, George St. Pierre. Demetrius Johnson might need to be thrown in there, mostly because he's so little. And he he's he's got an incredible record and and and, and all that stuff. Um and um, uh, Anderson Silva uh, and and of course Fedor is is this there, weird. There are a handful like, of people like me who have removed Silva and Jones when they tested positive for drugs. So you just yeah. have to decide if you're one of those guys. I don't know what they do in baseball. Do they look at Barry Bonds and say, Oh yeah, Bonds and McGuire had asterisks on their records, didn't they? Yeah, uh, they added I, those. I don't know if they ever actually added the. I always asterisks. thought the asterisk was a. Uh, like metaphor, like, you know, like a, that's like lock her up. That's like, <laughs> like, like everybody was like, yeah, everybody was chanting it, but but it never actually happened. Oh, at some point, I thought they literally did. <laughs> I, I I don't I I can neither confirm nor deny. I'm I'm not positive about that, but I I feel like that's. So if you're watching, me, you have to. Are you one of those guys? Are you one of those guys that thinks that like Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire and maybe Sosa? I think he's on roids too, right? Yeah, Sosa are, was too. Are the best ever, or are you like, oh no, they're not the like. The difference to me is that I don't like it when they compare Barry Bonds to Babe Ruth and Hank Aaron, mm -hmm. guys who existed before that science was a thing. But with the UFC, the, it's been around since like 1991 or 1993, something like that. Like it's been around 25 or 26 years. So pro yeah, probably 93, I think. And, uh, and the steroids have been a thing throughout its existence. And I think guys have been doing them throughout its existence. And so many guys have come in juiced to the gills but none of them looked like John Jones. And as far as Anderson Silva, I feel like he really should get a pass because he only got test he only tested positive for steroids when he started getting old and losing his edge. He was just trying to maintain what he was as a younger man as he lost his testosterone levels, I'm sure, as he became less of he came, he got old, you know? And he kicked a guy so hard, Taylor, that his leg turned into spaghetti. And oh, like, I've seen that clip. Yeah, Ooh, he that's needed a bad one. some fucking pills. All right, look. Yeah, I don't think you can fault that man for taking anything it took to make his spaghetti leg work again. I, I, I really don't. It, it's not like he got popped when he was young and when he was pulling the fucking matrix on people. Like just, but they, they, guys would come at him, and it was literally like that scene in Spider Man when Peter Parker finally <laughs> gets his abilities and the bully tries to fuck it, fucking punch him, and Spider Man and he throws this this fucking haymaker. And Toby Maria goes, huh, look at that, it's a punch. He, he moves his head out of the way, and the, and the fist goes by. I'm going to try to emulate it. Yeah, <laughs> he watches it go by in slow motion. Yeah. That, that's Anderson Silva. So, so I feel like he really deserves a pass yeah, I, for his performance-enhancing drugs. Yeah, I, I, I know this is stupid, but I give Anderson Silva maybe a pass because he always passed the eye test. 
He never looked like John Jones or even George St. Pierre, who's correct. You know, never been found guilty of anything. Yeah, he just he, he looked like he he did all that with a body that's achievable by many dads. You know, it, I, I've seen that body at every gym. Mm-hmm. You don't have to look around hard for. It. I've I've seen much better bodies at the gym. There's yeah, that, like like. When I was working out uh, a couple weeks ago, there was a white dude that was over there ro- uh, rocking the kettlebells. Much better physique than Anderson the Spider Silva. Much better. And like, and I'm not a performance enhancing drug expert, but they said the one he took is especially useful for bone growth. Like like it might be something oh. you take because of the broken bone. So that's God a thing, damn. dude. Yeah, I, I, I knew I'm about just... that. So I broke my leg is a little a year and a half ago ish, year and a quarter yeah. ago. And I'm talking to my doc, like, hey, you know, how about we prescribe some TRT up in here? And they're like, uh, no. And I'm like, wouldn't it like help? And they're like, dude, there's all kinds of like other complications that come with that. Like, you don't want us prescribing you steroids. I really do. <laughs> so we we did PRP, which is a thing. Um, you probably never heard of it, but um, they remove platelets from your blood and mm-hmm. then they inject it back in that spot. And oftentimes you get like... Ex- I don't want to say excessive healing, but like extra good healing. <laughs> so yeah, excessive uh, healing. I feel too good. <laughs> yeah, I've got two legs. I got an yeah. extra leg. Um, the the um the UFC approved it for guys with joint issues and stuff. To, to they just yeah. take your own platelets and put it back in. And well, I I I stand by my John Jones defense. For and, and I'll say this: like he probably has cheated, but it hasn't been proven to me yet. Um, <laughs> what and, and, will but, it take? How many steroid uh, it, tests does he have to fail it, before it'll the take Kyle... him just one more? It'll take him. <laughs> It'll take him failing one um, with a significant amount of something that uh, that makes some sort of sense to me. Um, I, you know, we I, we've talked about this before, so I'm just not going to go into it. That, that that's what it'll take. So, uh, all right, Kyle likes the steroid users. Are you going to be rooting for Cyborg? Oh, I despise Cyborg. I see, so here's the thing about Cyborg. Now she has a I physique feel... that looks like she could beat Silva. <laughs> And and maybe if if this makes me a hypocrite, then I'm a hypocrite. But it just seems so much extra dirty for the women to use steroids Hmm. than the men okay it would be like to me it's like if a guy beats his wife and he uses a weapon when he does it (laughs) you couldn't just slap her around a little you had to use the nine iron i agree if you're gonna strike a woman be principled enough to do it with your bare hand my god (laughs) using weapons that's savagery i swear to god that's how i look at it 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 it, it, it's it's First of all, first of all, like when a man does steroids, he becomes a better man for the most part. Okay? Fifteen percent better cool. than before. <laughs> <laughs> he, no, he looks like a better man than he did before. He performs mm-hmm. better in all ways, especially if it's handled by like a doctor or a professional juicing expert doctor kind of guy like who's going to make sure you don't get bitch tits. Sure, but when <laughs> women do it, like their clits turn into little cocks, dick, and their their tits get like flapped, Jackie. You know, they start looking like uh, turns their uh, ovaries Vondra- literally. Fun fact: turns their ovaries into testicles. They look like Vanderlei Silva in a dress. That's what happens. Uh, uh, Dana White confirmed it. Basically, Chris Cyborg is is a mutant. Um, I, I don't like her, and I'm not a huge fan of like watching Amanda Nunez talk. Uh, they're both terrible interviews. No matter who wins the fight, it's going to be the worst post fight interview. You're not going to be able to understand a goddamn word anybody's saying. I- in the interest of science, I oh I messed up the layout. Uh, I I googled clitoris steroids on Bing, mm. where you get the good shit. This can't be accurate. These All right, are, I'll check it out. <laughs> these are penises. 
I wish I could show this to you guys. I, I've seen them. All right, I, well, look it up, Kyle, so we can all be on the same page. I, I know exactly. They look like dicks. Uh, the uh, that's that's Good what happens. God. Um. So Holly Holmes. If, if people don't know Holly Holmes, she has a a really strong physique, like in the one tenth of one percent of what a woman maybe could achieve, or or maybe I don't know. But um, a lot of people have pointed out that whatever's happening under her panties, there's a lot going on down there. That that she might be on steroids, and they use her like genitalia development as one of the reasons they think so are you guys seeing this picture these pictures yeah i'm looking at these these are some enormous clitori they look like penises these some of these women need circumcisions back me up taylor it's funny that some of these like they they're so big they have like a, a penis vein in them <laughs> you know god damn, oh man fix my camera yeah the, these some of these oh. are you know I'd say too much. <laughs> Dude, I would I, feel I mean, uh, a little gay with some of these positive. women. I always want to be body positive. Everybody knows that, but eh, you know, Kyle has the right idea when it gets to be this extreme. Taylor, some of these are like the size of a thumb. Taylor, it, it, so uh, number four there in the top row, she has a uh, dark pubic hair. Yes. W- would would having that in your mouth not f- make you feel like you were giving a blowjob? You know, it would it would feel pretty gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the like I want to be body positive, but some of these but are. I, don't, I actually don't know though, because in the you're looking at it here, you'd be like, oh, that looks quite a bit like a dick. But in real life, I think it'd be much more apparent. This is obviously a clit, but it is uh, dickish. I don't know in a lot of ways. But then, what is a clit if not a tiny? Or I guess second no, image, around, a dick second a row. Clit. There's a woman fucking a flashlight with her clit. How is that not a dick? You're right. I, I am looking at that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, is this at all? Are any of these natural? Like a couple of them look like they could be natural. Like just normal, like a girl with a big clit. Mm-hmm. Well, but big is underselling it, people. These are enormous Yeah, if, if you're one of the 1% that's a female watching this and you're worried your clit's too big, I promise you, it's not one of these. It uh, is not. It is not. These are micro penises and... Some not even that. Oh, they're all micro penises. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah they're, they're, they all look like micro penises. Um, I, I'm excited about the fight, though the cyborg Nunez fight. I've Good been God. looking forward to it for, for a long time. I feel like my money's on on uh, Nunez for sure. Uh, I got to pick John Jones to win his fight and Nunez to win hers. Uh, I know those are some risky picks because a lot of people are picking Gustafson, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of people are certainly picking Cyborg. Cyborg's never lost ever. They're uh, both hard. I uh, never lost in MMA. She's oh, yeah. yeah yeah well she's she's like even in her if she's past her prime now I don't know but like when she was a dominant woman that no one wanted to touch maybe still true she did some kickboxing fights and lost so yeah. but she she's uh, she's she's a real monster she's she's a real monster uh, just incredible strength but I gotta believe that Nunez is faster uh, and if Nunez can can uh, you know get in do some damage and get back out uh, I think she's gonna she's gonna do just fine. I think a lot I of really people give Nunez it. the technique edge. So I for sure. I I don't those two fights, Nunez and John Jones. I don't see an easy pick. N- neither one of those is obviously going to win to me or lose. Like I agree. Uh, that last Gustafson fight was oh, an amazing fight. Mm-hmm. Just both of those guys just putting video game con- combos on each other. It was it was very fun to watch. So then I ask, 
Who's a better fighter? The John Jones that didn't train very hard, who fought Gustafson, Gustafin, whatever, uh, or the John Jones now who might not be on steroids anymore in spite of his positive test. Like, well, I, make your mind up, Woody. I'm struggling <laughs> with this. It's really hard. But if John Jones is off roids, like they say John Jones has been off roids for one fight ever, and that was against OSP, and he, he won, but he was shitty. And so I, like, if that's the Jones we get now, Gustafs, Gustafin kills him, right? But is he on steroids? Is he, I don't know. I don't know where to go on this. Man's never lost a fight. My money is on uh, Jones uh, to win that one and Nunez to win the other. Uh, the Nunez one, I'm not quite as sure about, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be sad if Nunez loses. She's 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 a real fun fighter to watch. I I, I don't like her as a personality or as a person on, or as a person on a microphone. Is it because she's, she's gay? At... No, I I think that's a positive for her. I, yeah, I kind of no. like when when her when her girlfriend comes in there and they they make out a little. I, I'm I'm cool with that. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I think that, that a lot of the yeah, I think a lot of the the female fighters are gay. Uh, I've, I think a lot of them are. It's kind of make, it makes sense. But uh, but yeah, good card. Gonna watch it for sure. Excited about it. Um, it's kind of a shame that the John Jones debacle is messing with a lot of people's paychecks. Uh, I'm you know they'll have to pay California taxes instead of Nevada taxes. They'll have to uh, the uh, the gate isn't going to be nearly as big just because of the size of the re- the arena and the short amount of time that they have to to get the tickets sold. So uh, it's it's kind of shit. But maybe the pay per view is better because of the drama that's been stirred up due to. All of that stuff, and I'm I'm sure I'm, I bet this exact conversation has gone down with Dana White and uh, EM, uh, whoever owns the fucking UFC that that, that acronym that I always uh, ruin. I, I bet he was like, you know, every news agency in the world right now though is talking about this and and how we moved it and this and that. And it's all over Instagram, and Daniel Cormier cried cried again, and everybody's no, talking didn't. about it. Oh, I'm sure he teared up. You know he did. Okay, yeah, I mean, but not on <laughs> that, camera. That chub- you seem to really eyes. dislike him. <clears throat> No, nah, I don't just because like of the crying. Daniel no, Cormier I, I no is one of the greatest crying. guys in the history. Yeah, of he's fighting. the best. He's, he's one he, of the he, best he, fighters and one of the best humans, and he's a yeah. great dad. And he's yeah, he's he, he's he's a real big butterball of love and and respectability. Who and, could beat up pretty much boring. anyone on the planet? Yeah, it's just a little boring for me. That's all. I, I like. So a little... neither of you pulling for Gustafson. Ah, I, I I like Gustafson a lot. He was on Rogan a while back, and very well spoken guy, very interesting guy. Um, he hunts he, all the meat he eats now. He hunts, which which of course Rogan got like got got a Rogan boner for. He's Isn't like, he yeah. like a purse snatcher or something? Oh come on, where did you Joe Rogan? <laughs> He's not tall enough to reach a woman's purse. Gustafson, you're laughing at me, but you watch. No, I I just you always know these little bitty things that like make you immediately like, like oh he has no character. Well, after He's you old. lose the adrenaline from fighting in the ring for a while, I turn to petty felony. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so let's Isn't see. Gustafson served snatcher. 15 months in a prison in Sweden for causing <laughs> grievous bodily harm. Uh, he has a number of convictions for aggravated assault, including a year and three months in prison. Uh, and let's see what else. Seems what is like he? He's a pretty good fighter. <laughs> uh, grievous bodily harm. I was looking for, I don't know where I got the purse snatcher thing in particular, but I meant mugging maybe. <laughs> uh, Man, Swedish prison. Like, I bet even it's that pretty guy, nice. I bet they taught uh, him to fight. <laughs> who shot like 70 people in Sweden oh, years God, ago. On that island with the handgun? Yeah. The uh, children. I don't remember what his name was, but he went to prison. And 
like it was some, you know, probably on Reddit or Twitter or something. Like it showed a diagram of where he's staying and the amenities of it. And it's like, holy shit. Like this is like what you, I imagine white collar, like mafia bosses get to go stay in here. Like, (laughs) and he murdered like 70 plus people and he's like got an Xbox and shit. He had a good, he had a, uh, yeah, he did. He did those things. Gustafson seems like a nice guy. I, I saw him speak. I don't know when he committed those. Can I jump in? Because I just learned uh, he was actually really young. Uh, he was 15, it mentions for some of them. And it, it, he was 18. Oh, he was 18 when he got arrested and put in jail. So he, as a teenager, he did it. He hadn't cleaned up by the time he was 18. And that's when he got locked up. And uh, yeah. after his time in prison, a Swedish prison, which I'm sure is like a health club, uh, that's when he decided he needed to change his life around. So yeah, seems like a nice guy. I'm telling you, if you, if you, if, you're, if anyone's interested in this Gustafson, Gustafson guy, his Rogan interview was really good. He came off super, came off very well spoken, very intelligent. Um, um, I like his accent, and uh, you know, he, I like that he hunts for his own meat. That 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 sort of sounded interesting to me. He yeah, that's about, a pretty cool trait. I wonder how much he's really hunting. Like, if you're an MMA guy, I imagine you're eating so much meat. That, well, like, I mean, you, you kill one elk a bit. Nah, think about it. You kill one elk, you got you got pounds and pounds of meat. Like one deer gives you like a freezer full of meat. And he's 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 he he are he's an archer. No, he's not. He, he uses a rifle. Yeah, that's right. He uses a rifle over there. Uh, they're not. You're not allowed. He's to probably killing big ass elk or whatever the hell reindeer is in Sweden. Yeah, I think he mentioned elk. Um, so yeah, Did you ever I see like that him clip where uh, I don't remember. It might have been when Bill Burr was on Joe Rogan's podcast or something and bill was like oh yeah I, tr- I tried some of that elk you gave me joe and joe's like bill do you do you feel like it makes you more like <laughs> ferocious do you feel more aggressive when you eat it and bill's like yeah no you fucking maniac like, <laughs> does it make me more aggressive no like, <laughs> it, was just, it was just another funny example of like uh joe rogan would be an 1840s snake oil salesman's dream. (laughs) He's like, now are your hands getting cut up from trying to find gold? Well, Taylor's talcum powder will get it. (laughs) Joe would be like on his podcast talking into a rock or whatever and, and lauding my, my special snake oils. Like he, he seems like a nice guy, but it's almost like his mind is too open. It's, you know, I, 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 so I like Joe Rogan. Uh, he's my one of my dream guests. Top three, I'm sure. Maybe top one. Yeah, and cool I'm, I'll ruin it with this. But he's really just a meathead who's super well-spoken. And that's who Joe Rogan is. I like that he embraces that's who he is. Mm. Like, I, I really don't listen to it nearly as much as either of you, I don't think. But, you know. I like he, does that, he does that I, I thing like where sometimes he'll have, like, a funny guest on and, like... Burr or whoever will make a joke, and Joe will be like, "No, let's let's unpack that and, and talk about this, that, and the other thing." It's like, "Oh, come on, Joe!" Like, just just riff, whatever. No, you know, no, he gets I, a I like him. I find he... I, I find him not to be a meathead, but to be someone who is open minded and curious. And uh, and and he re- and he he often has really smart people on there. He often has occasionally he'll have like a nut job on there, and 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 he'll be like, "Well, hang on a minute." That's not making any sense. Like, like when he had Alex Jones on there, he's like, well, "Well, hang on, you're talking about these vampires. Um, are these real vampires you're describing, or is this like a metaphor for something?" You're gonna have to. To explain. Joe Rogan's credit, that episode with Alex Jones, he did a fantastic job of like pulling stuff out 
of Alex and like getting him talking more and not doing too much of like, come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Like, yeah. I think that's the episode where Alex Jones is like, and then I spoke to him and he, he is someone who claims to have been on the moon. And so I went up to him outside of a hotel and was, and was screaming at him that he did not go on the moon. And then I was like, you were screaming at an astronaut? Like, yes, Joe. Yes, I was screaming at him because this is not a lot of me. This is not a lot of you, Joe. This is a lot of the American people, Mr. Rogan. And this is something that's unacceptable. By my bone broth, have you seen Alex Jones when his he's on the street and someone will flip him off for something because he's oh, oh man, I saw that movie, like, dude he chased him down he's like you are an intellectual coward you are a coward sir you are a cow like loudly and he's and a people, big guy like like you yeah. see right away that like Alex Jones could take a punch like like this skinny guy could, better not hit Alex Jones because Alex is gonna absorb it and then and then start pummeling him like a mountain gorilla like this is not gonna go well for for this skinny dude who's flipped Alex off. And he's just it all over this guy with that crazy loud voice. You're an intellectual coward. You're you are <laughs> Alex Jones. <laughs> for as little respect as I have for Alex Jones, he's well spoken, right? He's a, he's a professional speaker. He's got that, and like he's a a meat. He's thick, right? You know, and what would I, I put myself in that other guy's shoes? And I'm like, what would I do? Let's say he I flipped off, flip Alex. off Alex Jones. All right, let's go to the next step. Let's say that okay. I had already done that, and now I need to deal with this situation, mm. right? I don't think Alex Jones wants to get into a fight, right? I think he, I think he's like a baboon or a gorilla, where he just like comes up bundling at you with an intimidation, like a goose. But he doesn't actually want to have a fight. He just wants to intimidate you. What he happens if you square up in that situation? Oh, I think he actually fights at this point in his career because, like, what what does he have to lose now? He's lost his YouTube channels, like all his Twitter stuff, his Facebook. I think Alex like, PayPal won't let his uh, like people pay him, like Mastercard or whoever. Like, it's like at this point, Alex, he might as well, well. I may as well just get in a fight and see if I can get Patreon up and running. You know, <laughs> I think he would he love. Do. I think he wanted to get hit. I think he wanted the guy to swing on him, and he wanted to beat this guy up on camera. I, I, th- I think, you think that, that's, that's what, what he wanted. It looks like, and what if the other guy so. won? I. That guy didn't strike me as a fighter. That guy struck me as someone who's never been in a fight. But what happens if it's, I don't know, Donald Cerrone, a guy who maybe in street clothes doesn't look like a fighter fighter, and he just squares up and is like, I can't let you get within arm's reach of me. You should know (laughs) you come within arm's reach, and you're within arm's reach of Donald Cerrone. Like, what happens if it's that guy? Oh, well, he would get the shit beat out of him because he's a fighter. Yeah. But... What happens after that? Like, what happened? Like, this is the long arm of justice. Does he even post that? Does he bury that video of Alex Jones getting his ass kicked? Does he work it? Does he? No, he sues Donald Cerrone, and and, and Donald's <sighs> fighting for Alex now. Yeah, probably. He'll be fighting <sighs> four times a year. I don't know. I, 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 I like, what is the best way to handle? Because I thought like the other guy, he flipped in the bird. All right, whatever. And then after that, he had to like totally cuck to get out of that situation. Well, it's lame in the first place to just like walk by somebody you don't like that you've seen online and be like, me, oh. like flip them off. It's like, what has Alex why, Jones earned why bother that, doing like, that? any level of politeness or decorum? Like he, he ruins America for a living. He ruins America for a living. He makes I mean, every attempt I, he I don't can. Think that, That's like, what he does. If you're going to be combative like that in public, the guy should have like gone up and probably like started a conversation, right? Like where he's gonna be like, all right, I hate this guy, and I'm gonna make an ass of you on your own stream or whatever. Not like, <laughs> fuck you. Alex Jones and then, like, does walking that. Right? Away, I, like, I've seen yeah. him push and shove his way onto other people's shows. He's combative oh, yeah. in public routinely. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, like uh, he hasn't earned any like respect in my head, right? Between my ears, Alex Jones is taking so many withdrawals from so many well, people no, I don't think that you can flip on the bird if you want. For for flipping off, I don't think he's a bad guy for flipping off Alex Jones. Uh, it's just kind of like a really self-defeating and pussy way to confront him, you know? Hmm. Like you're not gonna like, come out of that look. Like he, he, if he had said something intelligible to Alex and they had a little conversation, who knows? If Alex got bested, we'd probably never. That would never yeah, see the if, light of if day. If he had yelled mm-hmm. out, like you know, your theories are have been disproven. All you, you're, you know, you're you're a scam artist, hawking supplements online, defrauding the people by by exploiting their fear. You know, if he'd said that, like, what does Alex say then? That would have been fun. If during the whole time, that's actually the best idea I've heard so far. Because I put myself in the, the, say I flip Alex Jones the bird in a moment of lack of discipline. Now what? Right? Do I take my shot at fighting him? Squaring up? He's going <laughs> to invade your space, right? And, you and sir, better have had your bone broth this morning. <laughs> right? Because or, I did. <laughs> do I have to go total cuck like that guy did? You know, and just like try to walk away from the situation while he accosts you. Uh, I I like Kyle's if thing. Get, if the guy was like, "You sir are an intellectual coward," and he came back and said, "At least I don't sell bone broth pretending that it does anything." At least I don't. What neck thickening agents have you been on that turned you into what you are? Like if you just started insulting all the things he hawks, then what's he gonna do with that video? You sir, what you have to do is be like final time this morning, and he just rips his shirt off like Hulk Hogan, and he <laughs> just he he starts getting redder and redder, and you realize he's hulking out. He's 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 <laughs> he's steaming like a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> like, and the guy's the, like, the well, oh my god, why are you so hot? <laughs> <laughs> Flame on! It's like looking into a hot oven. What are you? <laughs> now the mainstream media won't cover this, but a libtard Antifa communist confronted me today and told me that he just came from the jerk store and they were sold out of meat. <laughs> now, now you will never hear about this in the mainstream media, the liberal media. Oh, like, I would, if I could do an Alex Jones imitation and just mock him, that would be great. Like, you know, the mainstream media won't cover this, but bone broth is neck thickening agent. <laughs> you know, you sure sound like you have emphysema. Now a little bit of bone broth for every day will help you out with that. It's guaranteed to cure emphysema, throat cancer, all maladies of any and all sorts. And ED, not, not anything I have any experience with, but ask my wife, believe you me, but it does help. I hear I am fully erect as we, as we speak. <laughs> I am erect all the time. That's why all my videos are only above the waist. You, you guys are so good at this. I want you to confront Alex Jones. In my pants right now. That's why a, a good friend of mine, Kyle, otherwise known as FPS Rush, he turned me on to pajama jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez. Change board. laughs> That's right. I would, I, you know, I, God, <laughs> how funny would it be if he like transitioned totally out of politics and just in like a year out of nowhere, like on some like news show, he comes up as like the new kind of Billy Mays guy. There's like Alex Jones here selling you OxyClean, uh, and and what it does, it gets this out of your tub, and like, wouldn't that be great? And everybody would immediately have to forgive him. I, well, they wouldn't immediately have to forgive him, but they'd be like, remember that guy that said those kids didn't get shot in Sandy Hook? Well, I bought a toaster from him. <laughs> it's better than you would think. <laughs> it really is nonstick. I, I want to see him go further and just do like morning television and be amazed at people making omelets and shit like that. He loses the whole accent. Now he just sounds like a regular person. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have that like throaty thing anymore. My God, so you put a, a quarter cup of chives in this omelet. My goodness, <laughs> folks. This is going to be bursting with flavor. <laughs> 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 oh, 
I'd watch it. I'd watch Alex Jones do anything. I find. Oh, I would watch him do like a Bob Vila, like Home Improvement style show. <laughs> I would, oh, I would love that. But it, but he's really bad at it. Do you remember? Um, on you, did you ever watch Mad TV with the yeah. Home Improvement guy who was awful at it and would always injure himself <laughs> severely? Like, yeah. I want to see Alex Jones play that guy. Like like he's constantly trying to. Sh he's like installing garage doors. And like getting like strangled by it or something like that, and just screaming and raging, and uh, I, I would, that would love be hilarious. That. That's... Alex Jones has so much potential to be funny as fuck, like just in putting those different situations. If it weren't for the whole, those kids didn't die. This was a ruse. And like, the Pizzagate thing. The Pizzagate thing didn't look good either. They, neither of those were good looks. He he should have known when to pull back. I don't think the Pizzagate thing even comes close to the like saying Sandy Hook didn't happen. That's got to be the worst thing he's ever I, done, right? Uh, some no, some people, though, right? and I'm not totally, I might be one of them, hold him partially responsible for the guy going into Comet Pizza with a gun looking to solve the problem. I mean, that guy was a patriot. Oh. Uh, let's be real. That guy didn't go in there. <laughs> Look, I mean, if, if you really dissect that thing down, mm -hmm. that guy didn't go in there doing, he didn't hurt anyone, okay? Point A. Point B, he was there to do good, okay? If any of us actually believed and this guy clearly did, that there were children being held in there, we, we might do a similar thing. We'd probably just call the cops. Uh, probably, <laughs> probably, probably, that's probably... I think I'd call the authorities, yeah. The authorities might need to be involved. But this, here's a patriot who takes matters into his own hands. He's tired of that, that bloated law enforcement budget. He doesn't want to give another feather in their corrupt caps. He's, <laughs> he's going in there like Captain America himself, and he's going to do some good. Um, like, like, like his heart was person. in the right place, even if he's terrible. Thank See, and he you, wasn't bro. a shooter. Like, I, I don't know anything about this story. Like, he didn't I heard shoot. a couple things about it. Okay, but what I'm saying is, he's not a shooter because if he was a shooter, he would have walked in and be like, "Huh, well, while I'm here, he <laughs> 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 would have done that." But he was like, "God damn it! I penciled from noon to four to kill pedophiles today, and there's not one in sight." <laughs> yeah, can I have a pizza? <laughs> you know what while i'm here yeah. uh, Sir, there is no basement i would love it if like it was discovered that they're actually that all of that was true and that in the back like the dough machine lifts up like in breaking bad and there's just a fucking underground layer of of child fucking going on like, like how much would that, that blow your... I'll, I'll, tell us more one... kyle what would what would be your favorite part about all the child fucking i, I would not have how a favorite put part a stop to it of the there you go the justice the justice and and how and would you decorate this room that you like so much it would always be christmas and, and also <laughs> the uh the, the redemption of alex jones like, like imagine if if one of his crazier theories got 100 percent proven to be true the ammunition the the verbal ammunition right. that that would give him to, to make a comeback like if it turned out that sure enough madison scott pruitt are fired because they're lizard people Oh, if the lizard people ever get found out, it's 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 game over for us all, my friend. Like, like they're just going to come yeah, down with. We've been warned. They're, they're you know what? I'd want to like if I were to confront and argue with Alex Jones over something. Mm. I think the way to do it would be to pick a singular issue and not let him do his red herring thing, where like he'll just throw another crazy idea out there and then just start talking about that. You know. So I'd like I'd only bring up fluoride, and be like, everyone, uh, it's like an understood thing. Fluoride's fine for your teeth. Like, I was looking up today because I saw people being like, oh, I want to do more conspiracy stuff on the show, which, noted, we'll, we'll do some more of those. But I was looking up trying to get, like, the, the anti-vaxxer and the anti-fluoride point of view. First of all, every website that's anti-vaxxer or anti-fluoride, uh, especially anti-fluoride, it looks like it hasn't been updated since 2002. 
and it's like the cursors are like shitty like it'll turn into like a, a an arrow like a plus sign like it, it's really sh- just terrible stuff <laughs> that's like, like 90s stuff this website yeah like it's still got like the moving like gif icon kind of things that were cool back <laughs> it's a in the myspace day. page yeah and and all of their like supposed evidence is just like, hey, this random dentist says he's not sure. <laughs> it's like, really? Like, that's it? And like, uh, one of the things that they, you know, when you see white spots on people's teeth, like, okay. uh, like especially young kids, like, it'll just be like a white bit, not like extreme, oh, but it's called I... uh, dental fluoro- fluorosis. And it's when you consume too much fluoride and you over mineralize your teeth. And that's like that was like the number one point on one of these sites. Like you can tell you're being poisoned if you see overmineralization of teeth. And I was like, huh, okay. And then I checked a like ADA, and they're like, yeah, this totally is tied to fluoride. And then I looked a little bit further, and they're like, but if you go on any of those kooky sites, don't believe anything they say. Your teeth aren't going to fall out. They're not too hard or too soft. It's just fine. It's going to go away when you get older. And it's like that. That's it. Like I don't know what these people think. Uh, they said that it makes people retarded. They said that it causes autism. Uh, they mm. said that. Where's the good one here? Oh, it's it's being used to lower IQ, to I guess make us more docile as a as a people, so the government can control us more easily. That was even far out there for the even like the anti fluoride people were like, ah, oh, well, uh, I don't know about <laughs> that. But so this is one I'd be confident in. Dude. Anybody who's an anti fluoride person, leave a comment why I'm retarded. Maybe you'll prove me. The autism thing. I know I've talked about this before, but I have so much sympathy for anti-vaxxers. I'm not one, to be clear. I don't believe vaccines cause autism. But I've been through this with Colin. And this is the way that it happens with a lot of kids that have autism or on the spectrum or whatever the heck goes on. They lose words, right? They say dada and mama, and then they don't anymore. This stuff happens when they turn like 18 months old, two months old, they regress. And it's also the time that you're having your kids vaccinated. And then there's this world of like research you dive into and this stuff finds its way into your brain. And I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I'm sympathetic for the people that became them because Mm -hmm. I like what those people describe lines up with what happened to their kids. And like, if you're not, if you've never been through what I've been through, I can understand how you might be like, these guys are just dumb as rocks. They're so stupid. They deserve all kinds of like tormenting and, and they're, they're, what they're doing is bad for society. I care about that you know, by bringing their non-vaccinated children into your school system. But their heart's in the right place and I can see how they arrived at their incorrect decision. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <sighs> I, I mean, even the anti-vaxxer thing, I saw like reputable doctors not saying like, Oh, this causes autism. But I saw a couple saying, and who knows this is reputable. I didn't delve that deep, but mm-hmm. saying like, yeah, it is good to space them out for a couple other, uh, it wasn't ultimate autism. Uh, it was some other, like just like all physiological thing that it might cause if you get them to in <clears throat> rapid succession. I don't know. I'm yeah, an idiot. Anti-vaxxer people about. are fucking idiots because like, like even if, even if 5% of the people took the, the, the vaccine died, you should st- still should do it because what you don't want is measles outbreaks and it's, it's not going to work. You know, we need to be vaccinated. We're, we live in a herd. Essentially, we're all interconnected. We're all touching the same fucking doorknob. We're all going to the same public institutions using transportation and, 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 and schools and stuff. It, it won't work if we're not vaccinated. I love when they don't let those kids go to school. 
Well, that's what they did when I was a kid. You had to be vaccinated. Yeah. I didn't they, realize they did that, that changed. They, 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 yeah, they disallow them. Well, I'm sure that I'm pretty sure there are places where that maybe they let the kid go anyway. Mm-hmm. But I've seen like like the, the anti-vaxxing um, protesters and the kid will be holding a sign like I'm not allowed to go to school because I refuse to take eight, 28 shots or something like that, which if it's be funny if like the kid's holding that sign and he's got like swollen cheeks and like a rag tied around his head. <laughs> yeah, he's got the mumps. covered in spots. <laughs> yeah, just a just a hundred and five fever. Yeah. Maybe I should have went with the jab. Yeah, I guess smallpox is part of my identity. Oh, <laughs> I Man, smallpox is a drug or not a drug, a disease that the name is not nearly scary enough Mm-mm. for what happens when that starts happening. Yeah, they should not even pox. Something scarier than that. Well, I don't know. We have chicken pox already. And if it's worse than chicken pox, and I think that it is. Devil pox. Well, I was going to go with eagle pox. Oh. Falcon pox. Pigeon pox. Mm. You were with me until we were on the. We we had said falcon falcon together. You owe me a Coke. I don't know why I'm sticking with, with, with poultry here. Like, like maybe t- terror pox, something like that. Because Google smallpox images, and and you'll see that that's you're gonna a call rough. them well, just, terror the worst... pox, and you need to change chicken pox too to like fun pox. What are the worst things on earth? <laughs> the worst the things worst on cancer earth? pox, AIDS pox, Lena Dunham pox, <laughs> steroid clearance <laughs> pox, Lena Dunham. Who's that? Uh, she's a oh this this unfunny lady overrated lady who, who pretends to be funny on the internet and on tv and on tv and in person sometimes can we not. do steven tyler as a topic oh what a nice guy steven tyler is Look, isn't he I've great always said yeah no, don't you tell me anything bad about him uh all right let, let me run this by you taylor you want some underage tale right but hmm. the authorities and society are <laughs> breathing down your neck about oh no you know you're you're a 38 year old Musician, you can't. Bunch of fucking have, Quakers. Yeah, you can't have a 16, 17 year old girl in your bed. That, you can't allow that. And you certainly can't take her on the road with you. What would you do? Well, I'll tell you what t- Steven Tyler would do. <laughs> He'd just adopt himself a 16, 17 year old little girl. And then he's the legal guardian. So Steven and Tyler and her met in the fall of 1973 backstage in an Aerosmith con- concert. Um, she addressed the part of a groupie that night, hoping to earn entrance into the show's after party, and it was a party she wouldn't leave for nearly four years. Tyler was immediately taken with her, insisting she come on the road with him. Unfortunately, it'd be illegal for him to travel across state lines with a minor, so he asked her mother to sign over legal custody. And much to the teen's surprise, Mom did. Over the next few years, she reveled in the, stock, in the rock star experience. She became pregnant, still a teenager, without ever quitting her drug habit. Tyler, though, developed doubts about becoming a father and pushed her to get an abortion. She relented, recalling, Stephen sat beside me in the hospital until it was over, and when the nurse would leave the room, he would just start snorting cocaine on the table beside my bed. He even offered me some coke, but I just turned away, sick inside. She left him soon thereafter, returning to the same mother who had signed her over to a rock star. Now she's a born-again Christian and anti-abortion advocate, and he was recently <laughs> a judge on American Idol. So who knows what came, what came out of there? Or who, sorry, so who knows who came out ahead there? <laughs> <laughs> Is that Man. an abortion reference? It came out ahead. <laughs> Is that how they do it? They just get the head out, smush it. Is uh, it confirmed that he was banging this girl? I guess. Alex, like, why? Why else? Where did you think the baby came from, Taylor? Well, it could have been another guy. 
<laughs> it's probably him. Yeah. I had no how did this get buried? How have I never heard about this? How is this not like a thing that ruined his career? Because um, he's a rock star and it was in the seventies, I guess. Have you heard Aerosmith's music? No, not that much. I was crying when I met you. Now I'm dying to forget you. Come on. Come on. That's gold. gold. I guess he should be allowed to rape. Look. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. He has a beautiful voice. It was just like with Michael Jackson, where they're like, I don't know about all these kids in there, but God damn, if I'm not going to still listen to his album on the way home. Yeah. And look, I, 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 every time Michael Jackson comes up, I will, I will go back on what I used to say. I do not believe that he had anything, uh, any kind of inappropriate relationships with young boys whatsoever. Uh, I, I no, just that's don't ignorance. 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 It's not just hands over the clothes. Happy <laughs> <laughs> petting. Yeah. No, I don't believe it. Jamal. No, I don't. I don't think he did anything to those children whatsoever. Uh, I just don't believe it. I think they were all um, being manipulated by their parents because uh, you know he was worth hundreds of millions of dollars and he was a weird fucking guy. Uh, but I don't think he did anything dirty to those kids. They 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 could just never prove it. All the witnesses were go- often went back on their word. You know, there was just never any real evidence. I, I don't believe it. Steven yeah. Tyler fucked that little girl though, and and did so. And that, oh, I mean, you know, how old is sixteen? Not old enough to sign her over to Steven Tyler. Actually, false. <laughs> oh, technically the, correct. The, <laughs> um, she is the exact age uh, to be signed over to League of, uh, uh, Steven Tyler. Um, I stand corrected. She's not quite an adult yet. You know, it, if she were eighteen, that's slavery. Okay, we you cannot sign an eighteen-year-old to Steven mm-hmm. Tyler. That mm-hmm. is illegal. But sixteen, perfect age. Perfect age to be signed over to someone. Uh, the question is, is it morally uh, right or wrong? And the answer is wrong. Uh, it, it is wrong because Steven Tyler was... I wonder how old he was at that time. In 1973? Here, I'll, yeah. I'll look him up. 25, 26, 27, 37. So he was born in 48. 40. So 73 minus 48. Clearly this requires a calculator. 25. <laughs> I, you feel a little different now, don't you? Yes, because I need a calculator to do basic math. <laughs> that makes me, it's more embarrassing than my porn history. Almost as bad as calling it a calculator. God <laughs> damn it, calculator. <laughs> God, fuck. So two or three Ks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was scrolling through this same article list, looking at other things, and... I've never heard of Bill Wyman before, but apparently he was the drummer for the Rolling Stones. And when he was in his 30s, he dated a 13-year-old. Did you get to the... For the, eight years. The Guns N' Roses. Now, the bummer is it's the drummer's assistant. I wish it was the drummer. But this guy literally kidnapped and uh, raped girls, and he's under submit suspicion for murder. Jesus Christ. And as a drummer's assistant. Yes. Yeah, what does he do? Hand him the sticks? Keep they, him polished? They hired an assistant called Rocco the Pervert. <laughs> you no, think didn't. that would be That's a red... A f- I mean, it's right here on grunge.com, <laughs> Oh, well, in that case. <laughs> Wait, are you telling me he goes by that moniker? Rocco the Pervert? Yes. Yeah. Hey, nice to meet you. I'm Rocco. Rocco the Pervert. Uh-huh. And, I uh, thought you were joking. It literally says Rocco the Pervert. <laughs> Are those your children? Um, let's see. <laughs> the police came. And that's uh, the bassist assistant, Suzanne the Rapey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Let's what? see. The police came. Uh, they My said mother signed me over. Rocco had tried to videotape unsuspecting people in Adler. Who's Adler? Is that the, the drummer? I don't know who Adler is. I assume so. But they tra- he tried to ta- videotape unsuspecting people in his bathroom through a hole in the ceiling, and he had just been arrested for suspicion of murder. Apparently, he was kidnapping girls, drugging them, and then videotaping the unconscious victims in various positions. Fuck. They also found pictures of my ex and my mom. Rocco had been spying on us and taking pictures the whole time he had been staying with me. What huh. a ghoul. Well, if anyone the pervert ever applies for a job with me, I'll say no. Yeah, I would give a two thumbs down to Rocco the pervert. You might want to drop that moniker. That's not a good one. That's be Rocco the rock star, right? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, Rocco the chaste. Truth in advertising. I like it. <laughs> yeah, Rocco the rock star. You're, you're fucking like, you're a drummer's assistant for Ro- Rolling, Rolling Stone? Or the, who was it? Uh, uh, Guns and Roses. Uh, Guns, and Guns and Roses. Oh, what a great band. Come on. Very similar, the two. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> they are. They're, they sound a lot alike. The Rolling Stones' uh, Bill Wyman, like you said, Taylor, dated a 13-year-old for eight years, mm-hmm. it seems. Then he cashed her in. Then he I don't know if he her cashed in. her in because I didn't see who he dated next. It wasn't how it was reported to be. It was time it happened in my life, sadly. Uh, it was a, he, he said it was a very emotional and special. It was very emotional and special at the time, he recalled, of the eight-year relationship. It wasn't how it was reported to be, and it was the only time it ever happened in my life. Sadly, he said he didn't get to talk about this time with Smith that often mainly because it upset... That's, I'm, that's his word, butchery. Um, and I, I saw that... Um, this is somewhat related. Wings went into the discord uh where, where one of the troll discords there's about three or four hundred members in there uh <laughs> they, they call themselves the whale watchers <laughs> oh my god <laughs> keep up the good work and <sighs> and and so he goes in there and he confronts a few of these gentlemen and uh and you know they're they're asking him questions well he's like why do you hate me so much why do you do this to me and they're like well you did this and you did that and then you did this. And why do you do this? And why do you do that? And the one guy's like, why do you talk about your thick six dick to underage girls? And he's like, hey, hey, hey. Both of those girls are legal now. <laughs> <laughs> now. And, then, ah. and, they, and, and like the dozen people he's arguing with just go, oh, I can't <laughs> believe you just said that. And you believe me just said that? Like, that's a defense. Like, that's not how it works. <laughs> that would be like if you assaulted someone, but then they like died of unrelated causes five years. Or later. they healed, like, right? Are they? they like, healed. Hey, hey, yeah, I broke his leg. Look at him walking around fine today. He's recovered from his injuries now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I couldn't believe he said that. That, that oh, I, I wish he just recently that he hopped into one of their discords. Yeah, yeah. Like last week, I'm gonna say uh, maybe you know six, seven days ago, something like that. There's a 42 minute video of it if you if you want to really delve deep into that sort of thing um, of him like voice chatting on there with them yeah or, yeah it's know. it's it's him voice chatting with uh, a group of the uh you know people from that trolling any other highlights that you can share with it i first of all uh, i hope whale watchers becomes an inaccurate thing they should be dolphin watchers if he keeps shrinking <laughs> just the thing but I don't know. You know, whenever I see Wings go to Discord and confront a mob, I'm usually disappointed in the mob. 
they're talking over each other. They're not making like cogent points. They're they're like the way you laid it out there wasn't was pretty good. But when I hear it, they're never effective speakers. You know, some were, some weren't. It, it, it was a whole mixture of people. You know, you could tell some of them were professional men who were like, you know, had jobs and stuff. Some of them mm-hmm. were younger guys who had who needed to be at school or whatever, or probably just had gotten back from school or whatever. It's a group. It's a it's a mixed bag. It's you know, it's just like any fan group. It, it runs the it runs across the spectrum. But I thought on average they were pretty well spoken. You know, there was a, occasionally someone would say something stupid, and even the other trolls would be like, "All right, I'm not." gonna defend what that silly person just said but seriously though what about when you did this to this person and what about you did this to that person and then they i don't know they had a they had a debate for about 42 minutes um the comments section seemed to think that wings won the day but i felt like he he looked silly um for the most for, for most of it you know he made some strong arguments uh i i thought uh i guess there was a circumstance where he showed his Facebook Messenger page at one point on a stream accidentally, and some pe- they like tracked those people down and messaged them, and uh, and essentially what happened. I'm probably going to get a little bit of this uh, a little inaccurate, but essentially what happened was they thought that this woman was perhaps someone he was dating, but she was really a friend of someone he was dating, and so they messaged her. And then she goes to the person that he's actually dating, and that person breaks up with him because of the drama that had ensued. I guess uh, he claims that this woman who was contacted by trolls um, had a nervous breakdown at work, which I know, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, right? Any more details than that? That that's pretty much. It, it. seems she more was- likely that she was just like, "Look, I am just getting started in this relationship. There's an overhead and a." baggage and trouble that comes with it that i'm not want, wanting to sign up for yeah 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 that's that's and he claims that he's lost a couple of relationships and and two i can't remember if it's two friends and three relationships or three friends and two relationships mm. uh but but due to the you know the trolling and such um so you know that's chiz and i was were watching we were discussing and and, and we don't care for that aspect of, of what happens you know we, we we feel like it's perfectly fine to you know if he says something silly or, or inaccurate or whatever, you know, it's, it's, we got no issue with you uploading that, you know, but, but if you, if you edit it, take it out of context, um, when it's, when it's not for clear comedy purposes, like, like I, I feel like when they make the rap videos, like it's clear it's being chopped and mm-hmm. you got to know that he's not saying yeah. the the ridiculous things that he's saying in those raps. Like, I, I feel like that's fine. Yeah, anyone can tell that's like chopped up. Yeah. Yeah, but but I, I I've I've always said like uh, the the swatting the the contacting of like some sort of family member or or potentially the contacting of like a, a job that he's trying to get or a job he's trying to keep you know that's not cool and you know of course they attacked his timeline for a long time um, about Mech Lab and nine one one operating jobs and and that sort of thing and it was it, it got pretty fuzzy um, I, I, even with him there. <sighs> This will surely bite me someday, but here I go. I feel like when you put yourself on social media, you put yourself in a position where people have an opinion on you, right? So when he goes online and tells, I'm not, I'm trying not to say lies, right? But there we are, right? When he lies about being on like the freaking U.S. StarCraft Olympic team or traveling here or there, the different women or the different guns and oh, getting shot, I think is what you're talking about. Then, uh, 
then, you know, people are going to have an opinion on you for that, you know, for, for the things that you've done. But the people in his universe didn't do that. They didn't put themselves on social media. And, and like, it's a bummer that, that it extends to his extended universe, which isn't fair. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're, they're civilians. Uh, yeah. I suppose is one way to look at it. You know, if, if he's, you know, he's sort of signed up for a thing, uh, whether it's fair or not. Um, he, he's, he's signed up for a thing. He's put himself out there, but you know, the, 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 the innocent bystanders don't deserve to be con standards don't deserve to be contacted at work. Um, you know, and, and you know, some of the shit that's, that's done is criminal and, and that's, you know, messing with his bank account or attempting to, if that actually happened, that's, that's fucked. And uh, the swatting, of course, we all agree is just mm -hmm. now he makes the swatting sound like they have. He, I think he said something like you've you've created an atmosphere. Um, you, you're basically essentially attempted to murder me like that. He literally he was like saying that to them and they're like. We, we just laugh and call you Sam. And, you know, that, that that's kind of our our, our, our bag. Uh, we're, we're not in the attempted murder business mm -hmm. or anything like that. Uh, but but he's like, no, no, you created this atmosphere in which that occurs. And, and you know, that's his opinion. And they, they obviously don't feel that way. But, yeah, but, yeah keep it to the silly video. stuff. Yeah, silly stuff is the way to go. Lighthearted. Um, you know, he, you know, this is. Silly, lighthearted. Go, go for that. Don't, 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 don't. It's, it, I, I mean, I, I'm a broken record on this. He sells his mental health for money. Like that is, I, there's some steps in between, but that's the position that he finds himself in. And he doesn't have that much mental health to sell, right? Oh, that's funny. The, uh, the, what is the drug he's on that starts with an L? Lexapro. Thank you. Yeah, the Lexapro he's take, taking refuels the mental health counter a little more, right? But when he does those breakdowns that, that they're so engaging, He's selling his mental health for money, and he he wants to stop, but he can't because he's yeah not set I, I up. I feel like I wonder what he, what he's thinking when he does that when he uploads like one of those rock bottom type videos. Does he does he think that people are going to have mercy on him? Like is that him saying please please please? Don't can't they you see I hurt? No, I, I don't think they temporarily people... don't. Th hasn't he had some positive feedback from that before? Not anymore, right? Yeah, not uh, look, anymore. My, my opinion is that no. My opinion is that some people will pity him, but some people will see through it and see it as manipulation, uh, and, and that'll just really stoke their fires. And for some people, that was the goal, right? You know, like they're that kid in school that maybe they pick on you until you cry. Mission accomplished, and now they're kind of done with you. So let me... Somehow this seems related in my head. I'm playing Left 4 Dead with Colin, right? And the way we do is we start uh, with the computer and then we let people join. Guy joins right at the end of a level and he keeps shutting the door in the safe room, right? So it's a real tough time to get into the safe room. They're getting, there's, we're running from the horde. We eventually make it in, but the guy's trolling us and like it wasn't fun and we voted him out. How does he feel about that exchange? Like in my kidding. head, I'm like, he should feel like he was an <laughs> asshole and he got rejected, right? Like, no, I think no, that's what he was going for. You know, he's he's like that guy who in hardcore search and destroy back in the day would like shoot the RPG at the ground right away. Mm. He wants you to call him the the nastiest name that you can think of. He wants, he knows he's going to get booted from the room like automatically after the second time he does it or whatever. Or you know, he, that's what he's going for, right? He he wants to stir the pot. Until you lose your shit, he's trolling. That that is trolling, and it's it's a shit move. Yeah, I, mean, I never know. liked that when they shot the ground, like in. Of so, course not. They're ruining the game for everyone. People thought it was funny though. I 
a lot of people thought those were good videos. And I was just like, I guess I didn't throw stones. Like maybe maybe I should have taken some moral stand and told my fellow YouTubers they're being assholes. I don't know. I didn't do that. But I always thought in my heart, like, man, fuck the way you make videos. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty shitty. I don't know. Sometimes trolling is fun in games. Like, like when we would play Sea of Thieves, there's a mechanic where so there's four sailors on a boat, mm-hmm. and there would be three of us sometimes, and someone and a random person would join the, the the game, and how we treated them would depend on how they treated us, I suppose. If if they were a helpful person who spoke up and was interesting or whatever, like, well, that's our that's our fourth shipmate. But if they were bad at the game, or if they were non-communicative, or if they were a shithead, mm-hmm. if they were like doing things we didn't like, I mean, there's a mechanic where you can vote to put them in the brig, mm-hmm. which is literally a cage in the bottom of the boat. So we just vote them into the brig and then sink the boat. You know, like, <laughs> like, like we, just, you know, we just we just. I like that it. though. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. I just I, I, it popped into my head. Like, how does this asshole think this thing went? I guess in hindsight, we couldn't have handled it much better. We didn't even get any words out of us. We just voted him yeah. out. Yeah, just voted him out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we've been playing a game. Uh, we obviously we played a bunch of Wrapped. We talked about that on on PKN extensively. So if you guys want to play an interesting game, it's a bit like Minecraft. It's I'm going to say you got a good solid 10 hours of fun out of this game. It's a $12 early access game called Wrath. 16, um, I think. Unless it yeah, changed. 16 yeah. bucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, fun game. Fun game. Uh, we, I, we played that a ton. and uh, then It drops off a cliff a little quickly, though. Where you'll be like, man, this is great. I'm having a blast. And then once you kind of get all the grills or water yeah. purifiers, you're like, okay, well, it's impossible for me to starve to death. Like, unless I walk so far away on my own raft that I'm out of range of getting food. Because, like, you can make your raft just the size of two football fields if you want. You know my biggest problem in raft right now? I have so much collection capacity that managing my inventory is the big pain in the butt. Like, ah, I just put 150 planks of wood in the chest, and now there's none on me, and I have to go back to the chest. But, you know, there's hardly any room in my inventory because I got this much plastic and seaweed and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, it's you know it's a survival game essentially. So like once you've mastered survival, it kind of loses a lot of its fun. Uh, I think I think it needs uh to be updated some more to make it more difficult to survive. Or in the if you play more... hard, does it make it? It oh, makes you right. starve and uh dehydrate way faster, right? Uh, I don't know exactly what hard does. I I, I to be honest, I played on normal, but perhaps. But even then, it wouldn't matter. It you know we've got some. And we have an infinite amount of food at this point, infinite amount of water. Uh, at this point, we're just painting the boat and making it look pretty. I'm pretty much done with raft. Yeah, playing I guess. solo, it's too easy to survive. Really? Yeah, I, like you could, I could survive infinitely with nothing more than a fishing rod, a grill, and a water purifier and a cup. Yeah. And then if I wanted, I could like make one small planter and only use potatoes. And be like exponentially getting more and more potatoes. Yeah, I hope they update it because you know I, I would play with you guys if you want to. Um, but but I'm pretty much done. I'd start a new raft that because that that kind of rejuvenates the fun again. That's um, where Minecraft night, does well. Like if you were, I'm gonna make it up 15 hours into Minecraft. Oh, you have barely scratched the surface on what that game can do and what it has, and you haven't found the other worlds possibly. You know, it's there's all it's a deep big game. It's 20 bucks. We Minecraft big anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's still very big. Uh, you know, even even on Twitch, like like it it, tw- it had a lot more viewers than Call of Duty or PUBG the other night when I hopped on Twitch. You know, it depends who's streaming, right? That's, you know, yeah, I was gonna say that, but I'm like, everybody knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like Shroud can pick a game and that'll 
he can often make it. Uh, I wonder if game. he's getting paid for that yet, right? Like, yeah. oh, you think he, he is? Be. I know he is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, how do you know? Because he, he said it's it. Obvious. I guess? Yeah. Yeah, it's obvious. Because suddenly this week he's playing on Woodycraft. <laughs> well, like, like I, I hope I'm not wrong about this, and it's certainly not a bad thing if he's doing it. But you know, I, I think I, I think I saw him playing Rainbow Six, which is a game he enjoys. It's not mm-hmm. like he's playing games he doesn't enjoy for money. I don't think he would do that because he's got so much money. But I want to say he had his own code for Rainbow Six, like he was advertising, like that Rainbow Six was at a discount that week or something like that while playing Rainbow Six, and so I'm sure he's getting like. Doing very well. And of course, with things like PUBG, he has his own skins within the game. So he made, he sold hundreds of thousands of those at five, 10, 20 bucks a pop, um, you know, and made enormous amounts of money on that. And, you know, he's, he's got his own, he's got mouse pad now, and he, he's partnered up with a coffee company and, and a bunch of shit. I missed an opportunity on that. Uh, back when I was, I was a big deal in Call of Duty at one point. And uh, people were working with me to sell i forget what you could buy on xbox live but it was something virtual like stickers or something like that i think a lot of pro Mm -hmm. gamers did it and somehow dumbass me at the time thought that like selling virtual things was a little scammy maybe it was because everyone called me a money whore nonstop, and i didn't want to make it true but i i just never did it and looking back it was like i probably should have there's probably something to be made there yeah 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 uh, we played a new game last night called The Forest. Then The Forest, you begin the game. Uh, it's a multiplayer survival game. Survival horror. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think you can have up to eight players Forest. in a game. And uh, so you begin the game, you're in a plane, and suddenly the plane starts falling apart, and it crashes on an island. And you, you and your friends survive the crash. You wake up, and it appears that you've been unconscious for a bit because cannibals have already had at most of your flight mates and the evidence is nearby they have tortured them and disemboweled them and i guess there was a tennis team on the plane because like they're all stuffed full of tennis (laughs) balls some of them like they'll take two guys and like put them back to back and put their heads in a tennis racket so they're like stuck together inside and they're all just eviscerated they're all ripped apart there's arms hanging everywhere heads everywhere and you've got virtually nothing. You've got a tiny little hatchet, and that's how you start the game. <laughs> you you start chopping trees and chopping bushes and getting rope and sticks, and now you've got a spear. And you know, and you, you combine the uh, the spear with something else. You make a good spear. Did you say it was a survival horror game. Survival horror. Um, I'm just watching it, a little like clip on silent right now. This looks cool. Uh, like if you want to play, I'm 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 definitely down. Uh, I I've been enjoying it a bunch. We played for Is it multiplayer, like raft kind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It imagine raft, but we're on an island. There are cannibals after us. It looks a lot better. Uh, it's very good looking game. Very good looking game. And uh, there are caves to like oh, go man. down into and How explore fr- for more loot and stuff like that. Uh, the the crafting system is pretty self explanatory. Uh, basically you you know you press inventory I for inventory and your character essentially lays everything he has on a blanket and you're looking you look at the blanket and now you can just drag the items around so i like that a lot better instead of like a a, a menu that pops up with a, with a bunch of squares with shit in it. it it just seems like oh yeah this is how you would actually tend to your real life inventory it's very realistic in that way you get wet you get cold uh you know you got to build fires and cook food pretty regularly uh there's a lot of building um 
you chop logs and sticks to build. We built a tree house right away to get away from the monsters. And uh, aside from cannibals, there are like these mutants, these disgusting, like pale, many limbed, screeching horrors. How did you, you pick know? this game? Yeah, how'd you I, find this? I went on Steam and searched uh, survival because uh, I enjoyed Raft so much. Okay. And this was one of the top rated survival games on Steam. And then how I, much is this one? $12, I want to oh. say. Yeah. Also, uh, an early access game that's continually adding more stuff. I think it's it's been out for a bit, you know, months now. But, um, you know, you can, you can make poison arrows and you, you get, there's like three or four tiers of the bow and arrow. There's a gun, but the gun is garbage. It's like a flintlock pistol. And it takes, I found two pieces of eight. And uh, so far for my gun, uh, it's very scary at certain points. Like, there's a lot of jump scares. Uh, that are like pre-programmed into the game. So like sometimes you'll be in a cave and just bats will fly into your face and screech at you. And you're like, ah, fuck! <laughs> and I'll be, I'll be like, what, what? And then you'll trigger it as you catch up to that point and they'll do it to you as well. Like if you don't know what's coming. We, uh, we immediately started going down into a cave when we started the game. And there was a couple of baddies down there. We hacked them to bits with our axes and we got some nice loot. And then we went back upstairs uh, above into the sunlight. And then I found I found a cave and I was like, hey, guys, here's another cave. I'm first down the rope. I'm 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 fast sliding down mm -hmm. and, I, and I see movement below me. And so I look down and there's a I'm going to say a dozen infants with extra limbs <laughs> ri writhing around. And then there's a monster that looks like you assembled 500 pounds of raw hot dogs together and made them wiggle. And it's screeching and flailing. And I just went, nope, nope, back up the rope, back up the rope. And somebody slid past me on the rope because you can, you can somehow you can pass each other mm -hmm. on the rope. And he was like, what, what? Oh, God, no. Oh, they have me. They have me. And like the other three of us just keep, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> You're on <laughs> your own. What happens when you die? Uh, you just die. Well, you lose all your shit. You lose everything that you have acquired up until that point. You have to either go back and try to recover your body, or it, you can be revived. But we weren't going back for him. Mm -mm. He was he was done. He was done. We were not going back for him. He was done. Um, Is there an end game for this yet? Yes, that's know. the best part. All right. So in Raft, the end game is lame. I'm not even going to go into how lame it is, but it's lame. In this, it's built like a triple A. Um, RPG game. It's it's like you're there's a mystery story being solved here, and as you're going around looting, you're finding clues that 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 clue you into this thing. You're looking for your kid. You know he was on the flight, and we can't find him. And so there's like uh, not to be too spoilerish, but there is underground on this island. There is a high tech facility in which experiments are being done, and you're you're going to eventually infiltrate this facility. And you're going to solve like this the, the whole mystery that's that's being created above ground. It plays like Rust or something, where you're building cabins and surviving, and uh, work. You're, you know, you're you're killing lizards to make armor, and you could play that forever indefinitely, just building cabins and rafts and chopping logs and building traps and catapults and fighting the zombies. Or you can choose to focus on solving the 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 main story quest. So it's uh it looks like a game that's going to have a little bit of life. So um. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that game a lot. Gonna play some more. I think I'm gonna play Vermintide. Colin yeah, Vermintide's likes gonna be good. Left for Dead so much that uh, a newer one would be cool. I think that's mm -hmm. something we'd like. 
I hope it's not just waves. Like, uh, do you ever play the horde mode in Gears of War? Yeah, it was awful. I liked it for a few hours, but yeah. after a while, it's just not enough. It's the same thing coming at you till yeah, you lose. They were trying to um, to copy COD zombies, essentially, and, and I it think just it predates it. No. I could be wrong. Um, I'm not sure. I never got you know, into Gears of War. It came out. It came out after uh, caught. You know, World at War was uh, like 2010, mm-hmm. and then Gears. Uh, I want to say it came out in Gears Two. I it, it came out like the next year. I want to say like it came out alongside like Black Ops or something. Black Ops mm-hmm. One or maybe Modern Warfare. Maybe it came out alongside Modern Warfare Two. Uh, I think that's how I remember. But in any case, it 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 was a poor substitute to zombies. Zombies is fun. You know, and, yeah. and we're all, we all know what a zombie is, but this was like, why do they keep coming and why can't we just leave? Because <laughs> yeah. that's as big as the level is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, exactly. you jump into the water? Can't. There's an yeah. invisible wall. All right, there. well, you can hide behind any of these four pillars, and to get between them, you go, oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Chest high monster. walls everywhere. Yeah. Uh, let, me, uh, let me do an advertisement here, tell everyone about Get Quip. When it comes to your health, brushing your teeth is one of the most important parts of your day. Quip knows that, and they've combined dentistry and design to make a better electric toothbrush. Quip is the new electric toothbrush that packs just the right amount of vibrations into a slimmer design at a fraction of the cost of those bulky, uh, traditional electric brushes. And guiding pulses alert you when it's time to switch sides, making brushing the right amount effortless. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel anywhere whether it's going in your gym bag or your carry-on. And because the thing that keeps you, that cleans your mouth should also be clean, Quip subscription plan refreshes on your uh, refresh plan refreshes your brush on a dentist recommended schedule, uh, delivering new brush heads every 3 months for just 5 bucks, including free shipping worldwide. Quip is packed uh, is backed by a network of over 10,000 dental professionals including dentists, hygienists, and dental students. Most toothbrushes don't get named one of Time Magazine's best inventions of the year, but Quip did. Find out for yourself why. Quip starts just 25 bucks, and if you go to getquip.com slash PKA right now, you'll get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. Uh, that's your first refill pack free at quip.com slash PKA. It's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com. Check them out. Make you handsome. Yep. I use my Quip when I wake up and when I go to bed. It's wonderful. Best toothbrush I've ever used. Check them out. I have a topic. I don't know how I feel yes. about this. Bloomberg's done a report <laughs> saying that in America, almost half of births are outside of marriage. And in Europe, the number's higher than that. Is this bad? Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, I'll, to play the other side of it. Why do we need to have like the government with legal agreements to ratify our relationship before we've decided we're ready for children? Oh, I don't think it should be a government thing. I-, I was just looking at it from the perspective of like, okay, more kids out of wedlock means more kids raised by single parents. Kids raised by single parents. That's like what? The number one predictor of criminality later in life is not having a father in the home, like single, single motherhood, single parent household. So for that reason, it's bad. I don't really think it needs to extend to what the government says. No, I agree with you. The government no. shouldn't have to stamp your relationship. The number one predictor is uh, is lead paint. <laughs> I am a fool and a bigot. <laughs> yeah, <me>. it, <laughs> specifically if your great great grandfather ate paint chips as a kid, you should get into college for free. But yeah, it's definitely bad that uh, <laughs> Sorry, that Destiny. kids are having single single parent households at such a high rate. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm going to agree. It's, it's, it's better if you've got a nuclear family. Uh, excuse me, nuclear family. <laughs> nuclear. Uh, I, I think I, I think that that's uh, that's preferable for a lot of reasons. Uh, and and of course, and I'm not some traditionalist here. Like it could be two dudes or two ladies. It could be three dudes. You know, but... <laughs> hey, hey, hey. No, Taylor, you're wrong. With no, dudes, the train three. can go as long as you want. I've seen videos of this. Absolutely. Okay. Well, then, okay, then no more than two women, though. Why? Because they can't form a train. Uh, yeah, they to... can't. No, okay, well, all right, well, then, what, what's the limit? What would be too much? If you're <laughs> it's like... actually just one guy and one girl outside of that. Otherwise, there's no end. Because with a girl, you could just do on her back, on her belly, on her back, on her belly, and just like 69 it forever, right? It'd be either the now 69 like with the line about, over the top. I don't, I don't see what this has to do with her parenting. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you do it differently than me. Um, <laughs> but just, Isn't that funny, though? Like, that would be, if you, like, when Kyle was like, yeah, two women, two guys, a man and a woman, I don't really care. If you make it three guys, like, my initial reaction was like, I don't know about that. Three guys? You know, what, what Hold on, you've seen the movie. We'd be like, something's up. If it was five, if it was six men wanted to adopt a kid together. Hey, they say it takes a village. Like, yes. Well, what if it know? was two villages that wanted to adopt one kid? I, you know, I, I What is care. too much men to adopt one child? <laughs> 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 if I get together with nine friends and we're like, you know what? Like, I don't want to make the commitment to have a kid, but I'm too mature for a dog. Let's all go in on a kid together, and we can pass it around. <laughs> so well, I'm thinking about this the, article. They call it the Rolling Stone Law. Um, five men can absolutely adopt one child. <laughs> the, <laughs> I guess what it is, is I instantly thought of, like, a healthy relationship deciding no government interference. And Taylor thought, probably more accurately... That these are just unplanned babies to yeah. unstable relationships that, you know, it's not a good thing. Uh, yeah, so maybe it's like. not about whether the births are outside of marriage or not. It's about whether the births are outside of a marriage-like relationship, a permanent yeah, relationship. Yeah, a stable, permanent relationship. Like, I don't think it would matter one bit if, like, for example, if just marriage as a, as a concept was dissolved, but every relationship was, like, stable and was like destined to stay together, it wouldn't matter that you weren't married. Like it would still be or does way it, better than what we have now. I keep devils advocating on this. I'll flip positions again. Uh, if you're a kid, don't you want your parents to be married like the other kids in school? Don't you kind of wish that they were actually married? I think. I think maybe. Feels I bigoted think probably... of me, but like hmm. I'm not no, being very not progressive bigot. I'm not being big is not the right word I'm not being very open-minded about this like oh no 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 if the government doesn't ver ratify your parents relationship then you know it's not right but if I'm a kid I kind of want my parents to be married yeah I would see that from the perspective of like it makes it more permanent and would put a child at ease so when the parents are arguing or something they can hear it in the in you know the downstairs while they're in bed they're not thinking, oh my God, it's over. They'll at least think like, okay, well, they'll work through it. They'll they'll get through this. These are my parents. But I, heck, I mean, I, I, I can see myself at the office like, oh no, no, yeah, I've got my dad's name, but my mom has like a different name, and you know, mm -hmm. please don't don't judge our family. I, I don't know. I just I wanted to see that. Yeah, yeah. It's the hyphenated last name kids. I feel bad for them. Like when they have to like all those kids who can't have their name on the back of their sports jerseys without it being in like some shitty little font because like their their mom <laughs> needed to tag their fonts. name on. 
Um, yeah. Oh, have you seen that? Like, there's one guy in the NHL who, like, his mom must have like kept him on there. Is Oliver Ekman Larson? Like two Ekman Larson. So like, everybody else is like Smith, you know, Chara, <laughs> Drew, like normal names, and his like Ekman Larson. Like, because they have to try and fit all of it in there in one line. So yeah, for that reason, don't raise your future NHL or child to have to get a special jersey. Oh, imagine the horror. Imagine the horror of, you know, making that much money. But yeah, back to the marriage thing. I agree with you that it would help some. But at the end of the day, I think the big thing is just the stability of the relationship, not the marriage itself. Like hmm. really just avoiding single single parent homes. I really feel like you're taking a shot yeah. at single moms. Like you're saying they're incompetent. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm saying that uh, it's pretty evident that it's very difficult to raise a child on your own, and it seems to result in a higher rate of, of problems. I remember Jackie you know? fussed at me one time. This is, I don't know, this might be 10 years ago. And she was like, I feel like a single mom. And I'm like, Jackie, no, like, I get it. You're <laughs> doing most of the child raising. But the hard part about that is also having a job while you do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're, you're a stay-at-home mom. It's a totally different thing. You know? Like, that's, that's so not fair to say. <laughs> I feel like a single mom. I'm changing diapers all day, and what do I get for the end of it but to check my magic app on my phone that somehow has more money in my account. There's no, <laughs> no reward, no, no solidity. Uh. <laughs> that must be very frustrating to hear as a man, as you're busting ass for your wife to be like, I just feel like a single parent. I'd be like, bitch. Like, what? <laughs> fuck you. Here, let's swap for a day. Let's swap for a day. What do you do from this time? Oh, you take a nap while the kid's napping? No, sorry. You're in meetings. Oh, you're in meetings I, at work. I, sh- I shouldn't bring my friend's business into this, but here I go. Sorry, uh, unnamed friend of mine. He's living on an RV with his family. He has four children. And uh, financially, he's the one pulling the train. And I think something about being on an RV with his family has, uh, like, sort of brought into the forefront. Like, they'll all be like, I don't know, they take the RV to, like, a national park. And the wife and four kids all go out doing their thing while he stays back and dials into work and, like, you know, mm-hmm. make sure that everything's running okay there. And uh, he's like, man, yeah, this RV life is really great for them. You know, but, but, but yeah. Yeah, he's like, I just, Not me. Yeah. yeah, I just have a tricky situation. Starbucks and siphon their Wi-Fi. While <laughs> he has a data plan so he can like, oh. it's some, I don't know, I guess you can get unlimited wireless data plans that are better than phones and stuff. They don't dethrottle. But, um, but yeah, so I, it, I don't know, something about all living in the same car really brings more attention to the fact that they're frolicking mm-hmm. and, uh, and he's yeah. out there working. I'm sure the mom's kind of working too in her own way. She's got four kids. T- taking four kids to a national park sounds like work to me, but uh, so does work. An RV would be fun to buy someday. Really? Yeah, I think that would be like you could have some fun trips with that. But like, I would want to make the RV first of all. I'd want to make it nice enough that like I didn't want to leave the RV, mm. you know. And then like I feel like I'd just be spending way too much time in an RV, watching TV and wasting time. And I wouldn't want to have to drive. Like, imagine how much that would suck if you, like, pimp out an RV and it's so much fun to hang out back there and you're the one always driving. That would be hell. I think I could deal with the drive. The driving's not the part that bothers me. Um, I'm wired that... Here's who I am, for people that don't know. I'm pretty on... Like, if we went to a group occasion, like paintball or something, right? We were hanging out in the lobby. 
I'm a good guy to be around. Like, I'm fun or whatever. But that's actually draining me in ways I don't show. So I want to go back to my room by myself and recharge. If I lived on an RV with five people, five other people, six total, there wouldn't be that like alone time that I needed to recharge my mental batteries. And I would miss that. I, I It's so obvious that I haven't actually put any thought into this <laughs> RV thing because just from that little like complaint you said, I'm like, yeah, you're right. That would suck. Fuck that. no screw that i'll just get a hotel and fly it turns out like like one of the things i like about this house usually we didn't use the game of thrones room at first it was just a room you walk through i was like the best thing about that room is how it separates these two things like acoustically now it gets used a lot there's a pretty comfortable couch in there and colin or i mostly one of us will go in there and just retreat and be by ourselves sometimes and uh i don't know it's something i like in my life so yeah, that's yeah, uh, I, that that's where I would fall down on the RV thing, Kyle. Yeah, I w- I think uh, an RV would be something that's fun to rent, and uh, and maybe go on a little like uh, one time trip with some some people, and I think you would definitely want a driver because I think one of the cooler things about the RV is that while you're traveling, while you're actually moving from point A to point B, you're essentially in a house rather than sitting in an uncomfortable car seat for hours and hours on end. You you've got a, you know. A, a television and a bed and a couch and a, a kitchenette and a table. And, you know, you could be in the back playing cards or uh, eating mm-hmm. or cooking or watching a movie or fucking or, or you know, anything, any, anything that you can do in a house, but you can't really do in a car necessarily, you, but you need a driver. You need someone who's either really happy about driving a big un- unwieldy vehicle or just pay someone. I don't know. The, to me, it's not the traveling part. That's something you endure. It's the fact that the house is right at the spot. There's something called, is it bushwhacking? I don't know if you guys would know. But that means you parked it in a spot where there are no resources. There's no hookup for electricity or water or anything like that. The RV has a generator built into it. And you are in like federal land with nothing around you but the edge of the Grand Canyon or, or something like that. And, and that's your that's your sunrise. As you open your eyes, you're on the edge of that cliff to the to the world. You're in Monument Valley. You're in these things. That to me is the upside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that you put your hotel room where you want it, that's that's neat to me. Is that legal to just like go live in the woods and just be off the grid? And not having like any utilities, like just like spend like let's say you're like all no. right, I've saved up for a while. I'm going to Home Depot. I'm loading up this U-Haul that I'm not returning, bitches, and <laughs> taking all the wood. Sounds illegal so far. Woods, you know, and then okay, okay, well, that, just okay, keep I, know, building, I know that part's illegal. <laughs> and you just you build a cabin. You put you know your board games and your 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 books and your cigars and pipes and all the things you need in the woods in there, and then you just live there. No utilities. You're not paying taxes anymore. You got no income. Like you're not homeless, but that can't be illegal, right? It's not yeah, illegal. Sure Why would it be illegal? Kyle, let me hear your side of it. Well, where exactly are you going to live? Is this going to be like public land? Because I, I think I, I'm not sure if you can live out there. I mean, I know it would be illegal to do it sneakily on someone's private land, so I guess <laughs> it would have to be public land. Like, I, but there's so much public land, I could pick like a corner of Utah or something that nobody's going to find me. Let's see. Is it? Legal I've always wondered. That. Like, it can't you be actually illegal. Can live on and make a living on public land. The Homestead Act has expired. However, mining claims 
as long as they are recorded and worked every year or legal squatting, so to speak. So you do not own the land, but you can stay on it and work it for mineral production. So, Wait, Taylor, so I can't just go live in the woods. I've got to find copper while I'm out there. <laughs> yes. You <laughs> well, you like raft. <laughs> yeah, maybe you like RV. A lot of metal. Um, I, I really that, that's. I, Ooh, that's what plastic and says. scrap. This is great. But <laughs> just badly throwing a, a hook into the, <laughs> into the river. <laughs> and Man, well, yeah. that sucks. That What a bullshit thing that I have to be a miner in order to just live in the woods. That is totalitarian. Well, if you're going to live that in the is, woods with me, you damn well, damn well sure better be a miner. Yeah, I, I think that's the only way you can do it, <laughs> uh, according to this stuff I'm seeing here, is, is you got to technically be a, a public land miner. That's uh, shit. Why can't you be like a fur trader or something? <laughs> like you're going to have to hunt for your own food anyway. What if you become a furzman? A furrier. A furrier. Yes. Uh, uh, is that Taylor's what a furrier furs. is? Yeah. Uh, I, I want to say a furrier is someone who is turning the furs into products and selling them. Uh, oh, okay. You can technically be a fur trapper if you're the first part of the supply line, I think. Okay. Well, then I'll be a fur trapper. I don't know what it is. I'll do it, though. That sounds better than mining. Because you have to kill the animals to eat anyway. May as well go give the trapped fur to someone. Well, in any case, uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. I think you'd be better off just purchasing a bit of that wilderness land because it's cheap as fuck. Like, like if, you, if you want some wilderness land, like it's out there and it's for sale and it's cheap as fuck. Like where? Where are you talking about? Uh, where are you talking about? If you want to go into the, t the Great Smoky Mountains, you could buy a nice... Plot up on one of those. Uh, one of I'm those looking mountains. like the Big Rock Candy Mountains. The Big Rock Candy Mountains. I know every word to that song. <laughs> I don't doubt it. I was <laughs> wondering if you were going to sing me. the whole thing. I know it's nothing of this. Fair like, and bright. Clearly, he's making shoots and ladders references that I'm not getting. With a hand out, grow on bushes, and you sleep out every night. The farmer's trees are full of fruit, and the barns are full of hay. There's a lake of stew and a whiskey too. You can paddle out a random in a big canoe in the Big Rock Candy Mountains. You could go out west to like <laughs> Utah or the Dakotas, and I bet land out there is just incredibly cheap. Wyoming like must have some cheap land. Dozens of dollars an acre, you know what I mean? Like, dozens. like, but I bet it's that. I bet it's that flat. I'll take a gross of acres. Dead land. Yeah, right. Yeah, Alaska. Wyoming has like half a million people there, and it's bigger than like what every European country. Is it like, that big? Inside, it's a pretty big state. It's probably like not as big as Germany or something like that. But it's definitely like bigger than Italy, I would think, and the UK. Here you go. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking in Alaska right now. Um, 120 acres, $50,000. It's wilderness. I'm looking at it. It's like pine trees, hills, rocky outcroppings, and enormous amounts of water. I can deal with Wyoming winter, but Alaska winter, doesn't your pee freeze before it hits the ground? It depends That's... where you are in Alaska. And depends mm. what you've been drinking. I, yes. For some reason, boiling water freezes faster than cold water. Well, they throw right? it up in the air and atomize it, right? So they, it gets that, like, turns mm. to a mist. And That's not how I pee, though. So maybe I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, not if you're healthy. Not if you're healthy. Um, Do you ever have, like, post-sex pees where it's just, like, for the first, like, 10 seconds, or, like, it could be up to 10 seconds. For the first while of the pee, it's just in, like, mm. different streams. That's not good. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, he, I'm not. It's not clean, I should say. Yeah. yeah, man, th this Alaska uh, property is very cheap. Like, like some of them have like little sh shanties on them. Here's one for fifty-five grand. I'll just link them. That that seems like it makes more sense. Uh, it's uh, eleven acres, a shed, 
and it's 55 grand. Um, this looks like what you're talking about. Now, if you got a little bit more money to spend, I mean, this interests me, to be honest. Like, like this looks like a crazy cool retreat. 235 grand. You're getting a cabin and 40 acres. This is cool. This would be a cool place to live until like you need supplies or want to talk to someone. I mean, look at this one. Like, like, wow, Alaska's cheap apparently because you know you're giving up civilization to live. So I looked at in Wyoming. Oh, here I'll uh, I'll screen share. It looks like you can get some Wyoming property, quarter million dollars for about a hundred and fifty acres. So, quarter million, real money. It's not like dozens of dollars an acre. But, 150 uh, acres is cheap. I mean, it's a lot. 150 acres is quite a bit. I put in 100 as my minimum search criteria. You got some choices. Yeah, this would be cool. This one you linked, Kyle. Yeah. But also that initial one you linked seems like it would be a fun place just to hunt or whatever. All right, here's one, Woody. Here's a 55 grand lot. Here's a 40 acre ranch in Wyoming, $19,500. What? Yep. It comes with a building and it's 19 grand? No, 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 a, a ranch. Uh, oh, I, I thought a ranch meant it had some sort of farm on it. Um, I'm not. House, horse property, ranch. Oh, right. This one you just linked has a house photoshopped on. <laughs> okay, and the last one. <laughs> I, I, I like it though. I, I I like that they did something different. You can see all the way through. It's glass and things. I don't. Oh, it's one point yeah, five it, acres. Looks like it's sinking. <laughs> in that first it's one. an acre and a half, and it's Arkansas, huh? Huh? Is it Arkansas? Uh, AK is Alaska. Well, that's yeah, important to know. <laughs> what is Arkansas's AR? Yeah, I um. Well, I, I just exposed AR. a little something there. I think you're right. Um, there's that's okay. There's some places like here's one in Wyoming, three hundred grand comes with that. Oh, it's a pretty small house, five hundred and forty square feet, but uh, it has one hundred and two acres. Yeah, I, I feel like you just... don't need a big house out there anyway. Like the whole reason you're out there, you're going to be spending most of your time outdoors doing something yeah you, know? you start that way right yeah forget <laughs> the house like i think you just want the property and then you know you can park your rv out there hmm that is how and we then, got here isn't it and then you know maybe well i was gonna say chop some trees down but apparently wyoming doesn't have uh trees because <laughs> as far as the eye can see in this photo it's just flat i mean it's not like it's crazy flat but it's just desolate desolate land so yeah, you know, twenty grand, you get yourself quite the quite the parcel of land out there in Wyoming. Forty acres. It's the five hundred bucks an acre. Hmm. No wonder the Cheney lives out there. And the guy from Red uh, October, he's Montana, but they're the same state. People don't know. Yeah, him. yeah. And have uh, either of you seen that Cheney movie? No. But I, how is I, it? I, I, I want to see it. I haven't seen it, but I saw Sam Rockwell's and I really like Sam Rockwell, so I want to see that one. The guy who got like, shot in the face and apologized for getting shot in the face says he can't wait to see it. Yeah, <laughs> Which I think it's great. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, this is what he <laughs> For people to know, uh, Cheney took a lot of crap for it. Although the adult version of me is like, clearly it was an accident. But they were going 
maybe duck hunting, definitely bird hunting. And uh, Cheney, I guess, saw or heard a bird and shot this guy in the face and the chest. And then the guy apologized for getting shot in the face and the chest and causing Cheney that much embarrassment. And You know. It's not been that guy's fault. Maybe he's yeah. He probably him. walked out of line. It it yeah. does like in Left 4 Dead. I shoot people all the time. But dude, I was sitting there firing at a herd of zombies, and you walked in front of my stream. It's your fault, really. It, it yeah. happens in bird hunting sometimes. You get like like usually you're not that close to the person that gets shot. Like I've been shot with shotgun pellets, but it's like across the field. It stings. You're like, hey, what the fuck? That what if that was my stung? eye? Yes. Oh, we, we, you know, I'm wearing glasses. That'd be oh, well, that's to. smart. Yeah I, did, yeah, I would be a fool, I guess. I've never hunted <laughs> anything, I think. Yeah, it's middle of the day. It's bright, sunny, summertime uh, when you do this sort of thing. But it's a field full of guys with guns shooting at birds that are, that are like swooping around. And some, usually the smart people, we yell, low bird. If there's a bird coming onto the field that's low enough that the angle you would take to fire at it would lead to you possibly shooting another person. And that's a warning. Mm-hmm. Don't shoot at that one. But, you know, you got a bunch of jackasses who might shoot once a year or three times a year. And, and they're, you know, they, they, they got their camo on. They got their, they got their costume on. They're cosplaying a hunter. Uh, they got all their licensing. They got their gun loaded up. And they, they can get a little sugar happy. And they'll Wait. sting your ass. Is having their licensing a bad thing? Because it kind of sounded like it got lumped. Like no, they, I mean, they shoot you, know, they, you, they dress these stupid, tell they the have licenses. And I'm like, wait a minute, one of these things doesn't fit. Like I thought. Yeah, but it, it's like part of their, they're like, yeah, I got a license and everything. You know, it's it's like, yeah, the rest of us have lifetime licenses. Like, I have like, a lifetime license. Yeah, there you go. See? Get it done. And, uh, but anyway, yeah, that, I, uh, I know some guys that uh, one shot the other and the pellets were embedded in his back. They had to be picked out. They, you know, but it wasn't you know. surgical. It was like nah, friendly. It was like a chip. tweezer and rubbing alcohol type situation mm. to, to like get the pellets out of his back and ass. But it wasn't life threatening in any way. But from what I understand, Cheney was close to this guy and, and blasted him in the face pretty good uh, from, you know, maybe 20, 30 yards or something like that. And that's serious. Hmm. Cheney, maybe he was a little past his prime in time. Like he was sixty-five at the time, was he? Eh, maybe I was know. young, and people who were fifty looked incredibly old to me at the time. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It, it accidents happen. It, 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 you, I would have you'd have to see it to really be able to judge exactly what happened. And you're never going to get the real story out of those guys. I don't think. Yeah. Maybe what? the guy might have fucking Cheney's wife for all we know, or like, or like maybe he did something politically that Cheney didn't like, and he's like, ah, that's kind of fun now. Like, it, so realize of where you stand politically, there is a thing that's happening in that uh, Kellyanne Conway's husband is a big Trump critic, and mm-hmm. I don't think he's in a he's like a real person of prominence like like Kellyanne is, but by virtue of being married to her, he becomes one. So he yeah. often like tweets shit talking to Trump, and it's fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, I've seen that, uh, and I've I've seen it talked about more than I've actually seen it myself. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's funny. I, I like when you've got that sort of thing going on. Um, I'm trying to think what the guy's name. There was a famous political couple where one was a Democrat and one was a Republican. Madeline guy- Albright was that one of them, or am I making that up? And the guy's um, name was James Carvel or something yeah, close ja- to uh, that. Raging Cajun. Uh, his yeah, he was a. Uh, I know that he's part of the duo that that is that. I don't know about James Carver and Mary Madeline. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, that, 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 that was always an interesting dynamic that they had. I, I loved an old school when uh, Will Ferrell has to debate someone. And they're like, and then James Carvel is the one, the host of Hardball, the Raging <laughs> Cajun. <laughs> I saw, for people who don't know Mary Madeline and James Carvel, they would go on shows. And they, at the time, this like crossfire type format was really popular, maybe still is. And it's just food fight news where like they get people from either side and they start hurling stuff at them. So James Carvel is, is there and he's, uh, he, I forget what the topic was. I wish I knew. But he was like, man, you guys are doing this, and you really shouldn't be messing with that. And she starts singing to him, it's my party, and I'll cry if I want to. And it was just like, only your wife could get away with that bullshit in a political debate. But she like, it seemed like she needled him in a sore spot and, and called him a crybaby. And, and, and it was just like, <laughs> you guys are so good together. It was fun. Yeah. I was I was a kid when that was happening, but, I, but I'm definitely aware of it. I, that's I remember... You know, watching that stuff on the news. Yeah, what's well, happening now? Stuff. It's just over Twitter instead of CNN. Yeah. You watch any good YouTube channels lately? Who has your attention? Uh, well, I've been watching a lot of that um, raft content to try to get better at that. I watched a bunch of that. Uh, mm -hmm. I watched the and you know that other game, uh, the forest. I watched a bunch of that content. I, I still watch a bunch of Shroud, uh, both on Twitch and on YouTube. He's uh, falling he's off my personal radar. I don't know how that happened. I'm just as interested, but. It, yeah, it's just so good. You know, it, 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 it's 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 just another level of, of, of gaming skill. It's, it's it's fun to watch him do stuff that I can't, and I guess nobody really can but him, it seems. It's, it's, it's good you shit. You combine perfect accuracy with perfect decision-making, and you get Shroud. Yeah. And, and uh, it's interesting to see it go to other games, too. I'm sorry, carry on. I asked. I've been watching some cooking channels. Uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to make a Beef Wellington uh, pretty soon. And so I've been watching as many videos as I can on how to make a beef Wellington because it's a very difficult thing to make. How much does a brisket cost? Brisket's pretty cheap. I, I don't know, but a beef like Wellington is a, is a tenderloin, so it's the whole tenderloin. It's it's pretty expensive. Um, Do you know what a brisket is? My girlfriend made me one recently, and it was great. Do you know what a brisket is, Kyle? Like, can you picture it in your head? No. Oh, it is a the brisket. Yeah, it's big. Like it's uh, the size of your. It's bigger than your quad, I think. Like it's. it's it's a big hunk of meat, and I see people make them, and or they get very excited, but it takes a long time to cook them. They cook them very slowly, and uh, there are some people who cook them on grills, and there's like snake techniques to arranging the charcoal, charcoal, I mean to say, to get like a 10 or 12-hour burn, and uh, they just cook it all day. It's been on my radar because I have Facebook friends that talk about their briskets that they're making, but it's so much food. It is such a large chunk of meat. I, I'm like, is that a hundred and fifty dollar piece of meat? Like, I don't know what a brisket costs. I thought maybe you would. That yeah, seems expensive. A hundred and fifty dollars. Well, well, it came from my hat. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure. Let's see what Costco has. <laughs> Costco has got good meat. You've been watching any YouTube channels lately, Taylor? Who has your attention? Um. I've been watching a lot of this guy, Brian Shaw. His, name, his channel's called Shaw Strength. He's like a Mr. Olympian, kind of, not Mr. Olympia, uh, that's bodybuilding. He's like a strongman, like power lifter kind of guy. And he's like, even more so, like, you know, how Joe Lozon, you know, as a fighter, has that demeanor of like, oh, you're not going to bother me. You know, I know I could kick your ass, like, or whatever. I can't do Boston. <laughs> but, uh, like, he is like that, but even more so. Because in the same room as any like professional fighter, he'd probably still win. 
he's like he's just too big of a human to to mm. try and fight against. When you're six eight, four hundred pounds, and you've got like some of the biggest hands on the planet, and like like a challenge for him is like, hey, we're gonna see if you can roll up frying pans, and he's like, oh, I don't know, you know, it could be kind of hard, and then he just. <laughs> <laughs> it's like not not at all. Oh, you slipped in a cast iron one. This one just cracks. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's so impressive. Uh, and then uh, another fitness guy, Juji Mufu. He's got a more like fun uh, kind of like fitness and like doing fun shit channel. And he's just like one of the most athletic people on earth. Like he's jacked out of his mind, but he can still like do the splits and do backflips and like parkour kind of shit. It's really neat. It's like God, you're you're like a jack of all trades kind of athlete. How old so I've been watching more stuff like that. Uh, I would guess early 30s. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure how, how old he is. But that's what I've been watching mostly. And then, of course, like the, the constant carousel of... I've stopped watching pre, uh, primitive technology, and I've, I started watching those two like uh, Filipino kids or Cambodian kids or wherever the hell they are. You know, uh, Do you know that, that survival channel, either of you? I don't think so. It's no. like, it's like primitive Oops, technologies, but it's even, it's even more. It's more like, uh, ambitious. It's more intense. Yeah, more ambitious. I it's think like, I have seen it. They like make a, mm-hmm. a hot tub or something, right? They made Primitive like, technology is uh, amazing yeah. because he makes like a clay brick. And you're like, oh my God, this guy really knows how to make a brick. <laughs> These guys, oh, like you, you dug a pool with a stick? The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> They'll like dig a pool with a stick and they built like a running water style fountain so that they could like catch fish in the nearby river and then come store them in like the running water area nearby so they don't have to go catch fish every time they can just have like a standing pool of of fish and uh, i don't know like they built it to the point where i'm like that looks that that's so good it actually looks comfortable mm. like it doesn't look even look shitty anymore so, these briskets are expensive they're a lot more than it's a big I- chunk of meat it is, but I. Well, it. I bet. You, I bet you're looking at online prices, and, and like ordering meat online gets very expensive. Like, like this, you want to find a local, you want to find a local butcher, and and it it's like it's much more affordable, okay. and it's nice to go in there and see what you're what you're getting. I I, I enjoy going to the butcher, but I, I'm gonna make that uh, beef Wellington, and once I feel like I know exactly what I'm doing, uh, I don't want to mess up an expensive piece of meat. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Hell's Kitchen with Gordon Ramsay and that's something that's on the menu a lot and I'm just watching these chefs fail at it over and over and over until he's kicking them out of the kitchen and and I don't want to fail at it my first time. Do you guys know the lock picking lawyer? No. All right. The channel has nothing to do with law, but he's well-spoken and he's educated and something about knowing he's a lawyer doing this adds to his aura. And he just has really well videoed videos of him picking locks. And he'll talk about it too. And he, did, he takes down the locks in different ways, right? Sometimes he'll be like, this is a ram set gun that uses a twenty two cartridge to fire a nail. And if I shoot the lock right here, I'm in. And you're like, all right, interesting. But I don't have a ram set nail thing. Yeah. And he's like, here, I've opened a pen cap and I slid it in here as a shim and I got right in. And you're like, whoa, these are like this uh, hedge trimmer is the perfect tool to defeat this, you know, like cable base lock. And then he picks them and he picks these like, so I'm learning to pick locks. And uh, 
I suck at it. I'm slow. Uh, you'd see me sitting on your front door for 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but I can pick easy locks now. Um, and uh, he can pick hard locks. And I'm like, so the, the way that a lock works is there's these little, um, there's a core and then these pins. And you have to push the pin up while tensioning it, like, like, yeah, the uh, the similar thing to what turning the key would be. If you put the pin up in the right way, it kind of clicks in spot, gets above the ledge, and do one, two, three, four, five, and then maybe three catches. Then you do one, two, three. I'm sorry, one, two, four, five until one catches. And each time, you know, you work your way around. And I'm always lost. Like, all right, I'm touching one now. Is it one or is it two? Is it two or is it like I, he knows exactly what he's doing? He picks unpickable locks, and it is just it, it's competence porn. Like, there's a general category on YouTube of competence porn, right? Like, here's a guy laying a hardwood floor, but he's genius at it. He's incredible. And that's what this guy is for locks. And it's fun to watch the different way he defeats them. The, uh, yeah, I've never watched lock picking stuff. Hmm. Whenever I need a, when I, I, I've locked myself out of places before, and I always call the same locksmith, and he just uses a gun, like a lock pick gun. It's a little oh. handheld. Chicka, 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 That Yeah. There, um, you can use a, a rake and get a similar type thing. It, and it's basically the same thing a gun does, except you slide it with your hand. And uh, mm. that works. But somehow it, it doesn't seem as cool to me to use a rake as it does to, like, do each pin. And there's a limit on how challenging a lock you can do with a rake as yeah. opposed to... I've got a lock pick kit somewhere uh, that I bought uh, one time at Knob Creek. Uh, the guy was just like, you know, he's he would he had a bunch of locks on the table, and he's just like, yeah, this one works like this, clickety click, clickety clack, uh, similar, uh, yeah. And uh, I, I I picked maybe I picked my front door one time, and and I was like, okay, well let's just let's just keep up with the key, and this won't ever be a thing. <laughs> when you pick your own front door lock afterward, are you like, well, I don't feel as safe uh, as I used to? No, you know, this is dead. all that keeps yeah, them away. Yeah. I picked the doorknob, not the deadbolt. Oh, okay. Deadbolt. Uh, Woody, is that a lock you have in your hand right now? It's a it's a starter lock. Um, I'll show it to the people and then to you guys. And what makes it interesting is you can see the mechanism. I don't know, probably not good enough. But uh, as you you can see what each of the pins are doing. So yeah. The, oh, yeah. as you first learn to pick, you can see the impact of what. It's not all. You're not blind. And then once you sort of know what you're doing, like I do, you can take that and, tr and do it blind. Can you do that one blind already? Uh, yeah, but it's slow. I can do it in a, like, it'd probably take me three or four minutes to do it while looking at it and four times that while not, while blind. Yeah, I've done it without looking. I wonder what a little fun niche thing to learn would be, like lock picking. I, I, have I guess like, I could just go through the Skyrim, you know, creative classes and think <laughs> of something. <laughs> the, I was yeah, I'm a, learning to sneak. I was, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really creeping my neighbors out, to be honest. You just walk around everywhere like this. <laughs> I basically just find a lady at the mall. Try to get right behind her and stay there as long as I can before she slaps me. <laughs> the unexpected bonus is all the upskirt video. videos I've made. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that Mega 64 video from like 12 years ago where he walked around like those conventions as the Assassin's Creed guy, yeah. like actively pushing people like hard out of his way? The way that, oh, that made me laugh so hard. They used to have great videos, but. Yeah, I'm just, I always like that's how I got into candle making briefly, where I'm like, I want to do something like kind of weird that. Oh. I never thought I would try ever, and I did. And it's like, yeah, this is kind of fun and relaxing, but at the same time, it's a lot of setup and, you know, 
not a regular thing I can just hop and do. Uh, what's what's something else? I was at else? a paramotor field, and, uh, you know, because... Look, there was a couple that lived in a Connex box. I'm already picturing Kyle's reaction to living in a Connex box, but I thought it was neat because it was right at the field. Anyway, they lost the uh, the key to the padlock on their house. And uh, a friend of mine had a lock picking kit, and they were so amazed with him. They're like, oh, my God. Like, he was the most badass of badasses. To be Wait, they live in a shipping container? On weekends, but yes. <laughs> I didn't know what Connex box meant. It's just, for everybody out there, it's just a shipping container. It's, it's that big uh, rectangular box that you'll see on, rail, on trains. This is how Ukrainian prostitutes get to America. It absolutely is. Uh, some people use those to make very nice houses. They, they, they put a lot of them together, and they paint them, and they're connected, and it's fine. People also use them to make bunkers. You would dig out uh, a, a big rectangular hole in the ground, and then you bury the Connex box, and it's got a, a port in the top that you go down into. And then you could furnish the thing really well and, and add electrical and, 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 and air and that sort of thing. And if you're really crazy about it, you could bury six or seven of them and have them all touching each other with ports so that you go between one to the other, like bulkheads, essentially, like a submarine. So he never did get the lock open. <laughs> but I, can't, I feel like an asshole just telling the story, but I was so envious of all the praise he got for like even attempting. attempting to open a lock. And I'm just like, it was a failed attempt to open a lock. Why are we all so amazed? At I could have failed at opening a lock. So we what all inspired could. you was the respect someone else was getting with a lock picking <laughs> kit. And you're like, what do puzzle. I need to learn to do to get? I could be that guy. I could be that yeah. guy. Now, I, like, look, I had a winch on my truck for 15 years. I have Actually, it had, uh, maybe two times during that 15 years have I ever rescued another car. But the times it happens, like you're, you're the man. You're the guy with the winch that can pull other cars out of mud. Dude, you want respect? Man. If you want respect, invite these people over to your house. And they will <laughs> see your house from the distance. They'll be like, that's the biggest shipping container I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> How many shipping containers is it, Woody? That's <laughs> <laughs> five, six hundred. Yeah. Look how like, put Fuck. brick and wood over them so you can't even see the metal. <laughs> <laughs> They've got some, some kind of underground rooms in this home. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. He hollered a bunch of shipping containers out, fitted up with water in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pool. Uh, as I got there eventually. <laughs> Hang on, let me park my shipping container over here in the yard. We're just gonna move in. We'll live with you. I, I, I imagine them as like super white trash individuals. That's why I'm doing that, boys. Uh, they're not. They're ex-military type. Of people. They, they live in a shipping container. Ironically. Yes. <laughs> that would be a funny way to the... live your life is just like shitty and unsuccessful and be like, yeah, but I'm doing it ironically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm ironically shit at all of this. No, oh, they, uh, yeah, they ran into some challenges in life. And I think he was, uh, I don't want to give away all this stuff, but he was living there because he had a commute. So that weekend he would, it was almost like camping by the field so that he could be there yeah. over the weekends. Yeah. So is it just like in a normal place black in there? No uh, windows. No, like no, he just no, got he, like one lamp. Uh, smells like he shit. Had, he had a generator. He had uh, air conditioning and heat, and it was like somewhat insulated. And there was a little, 
door that separated the bedroom from the rest of it. So you could like, like I could go in, but I and wouldn't necessarily the, be walking into their bedroom. And okay. it was the constant fear that someone would walk by outside and just put a lock on it and walk away. <laughs> that would suck so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought of that. Oh my God. How would they get out? You, they, would die. Die. <laughs> they would die. They would die. You have to, at all times, keep some sort of tool in your shipping container that could, yep, like I, a Jaws of Life thing. I keep an 8-inch grinder in there and 15 batteries. It's the only way I can get to sleep at night. Knowing yeah. if I got to, Dude, I can I, cut my way out. Do cell phones work inside shipping containers? No, no they don't. I've seen, I know that I, from movies. I, no, I know, I know that because I watched this guy's YouTube videos where he was living in a, uh, a rental, um, like a storage rental shed. One of the indoor ones. Like in Breaking Bad, where he oh, kept his yeah. money. Okay, yeah, yeah. He was living in one of those, and essentially, what he had to do was he ran a wire outside, up the wall, and like painted it the same color as the wall, so you couldn't see it. And there's like a cell phone like signal thingy thingamabob booster up yeah. there, kind of out of the way. He's also got a cable coming out and, and stealing the electricity from the place. And when you open the shed, it's a living space. There's a bed. There's a little hot plate and like a toaster oven. There's a television. There's like every. And he's explaining, like, this isn't my life's goal. I'm down on my luck. I don't have anywhere to live. Is he a I'm YouTuber? working two jobs. I, how, how do you know that? Is he a YouTuber? Is, like, how did you, how, where are we seeing he was this? Make, he, there are YouTube videos of this. Okay. And, and essentially, like, there's a couple of them. And, and, and he, he's like, I'm working hard to get a place. And by the end, gets himself a place. It's, it's kind of a nice story. You get a, a full story out of this guy. At the end, he's like, now I have an apartment so much nicer. And... <laughs> I don't have to worry about someone coming by and locking me inside of a storage shed till I die. <laughs> Dude, I... Because it's, it's illegal and dangerous. I hadn't thought of the storage shed idea. Oh, that's like... Mm. I'm guessing a storage shed's about... Probably 200 a month. Something like no, that. No, dude. Like 20 a month. Okay, I paid a lot more than that for a storage like roof. I used to have an off-roading buggy. And it, oh yeah, like yeah, I don't know if you've ever storage. pictured it. It's like there's like three sides with a long. I've been there. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I forgot that you had been there. So anyway, that was like over a hundred a month. So it was like 110, I think. That's fucking expensive. I've got um, I've got a few storage units that I've got like my workout equipment's in right now. Mm -hmm. Twenty five dollars a month. <sighs> it's like it's a big one. I That's mean, it's nice. like you walk in and it's like I'm just gonna picture the steps and like do the make up the math in my head. I'm gonna say it's. Four steps wide, which is 12 feet, and maybe seven or eight steps deep, which is 24, maybe like 12 by 25. Like a single car garage. Yeah, about 12 by 25 room, and it's like $25, $35 a month or something like that. Yeah. Um, maybe mine would be cheaper first... if I drove farther. But I, what I was going to say is, so that guy lived in a storage thing, which is cool. I've seen people on like YouTube or TV live in tents, and same sort of situation. They, did, they needed a cheaper lifestyle. Right, I, I think this the people I'm thinking of were had student loan debt, and just between their student loan debt and their regular cost of living and apartment and such, they weren't catching up. They were getting ahead. They had jobs, but they were just sort of stuck there. So they bought a tent, a good tent, but still like you couldn't stand up in it or anything. I mean, don't get all highfalutin on me. And uh, but they live there for like five dollars a month, and when you're place costs five dollars a month you can pay down some debt in a hurry like 18 months yeah. later they had solved all their problems and, I, and sometimes i wonder like you know that doesn't sound that insane to me 
No, no, no. I like that. Compared to like, like, oh yeah, we, we I graduated school 18 years ago and I just made my last student loan payment. Like, really? What if you had done that for 18 months and then spent yeah. the next 16 and a half years debt free? For most people, I think it would probably make more sense to move in with your, move back in with your parents, right? Mm-hmm. And, and like, because because that way, now there's a roof and you're with your family that you presumably love and care about. And, and you know, maybe maybe it costs you $100 a month to live, but it's $100 that they don't have to pay because you're assisting them with this or that and buying a few groceries. Um, but if you don't have any choice, like I can totally see, yeah, like camping for a year and just really paying down some debt. Yeah, that makes sense. See, that I'm fine with. It's the people who elect to do these silly things that, that I just don't get. Like, like when you elect to be a van man or you elect to be a professional hobo, essentially, which is what a camp, which is what you are if you decide to live in a tent. You're a professional homeless person. Like, like you're, doing, you're just doing it better than they do. You don't, and you don't have syphilis. You're doing like, it ironically. <laughs> you might yeah. not have syphilis. <laughs> yeah, you, maybe, maybe not. That penicillin's expensive. It, it's, it's, I, it, it, it's ridiculous. A friend of mine is doing van life right now. Um, people are going to know who I'm talking about. Who know his name is Tucker. He's a uh, he's got three quarters of a million subscribers, and uh, um, he lives in New Jersey and he's a paramotor person. So it, it's Christmas time ish in New Jersey. It's not good paramotor weather. So what's he doing? He's going to where it is. And he's he's in like Monument Valley and like I was gonna say Indian reservations. I don't think he's actually on. I mean, he, disrespectful or something. But uh, but he's at like uh, rock structures that are mind blowing. He flew by the Hoover Dam. He he's like it's just doing some amazing cool stuff. He, he went to he's out west where it's below sea level and he's flying around there. And uh, in terms of making content and electing to be a van lifer, it. It just seems like such a win for who he is right now. He's young. I mean, man. I could rationalize it in his situation as like a a content creator, mm-hmm. you know, because it really is. It's paying for itself and it's giving you like baked in content just to go on this like thing, like just driving around. You'd be like, oh, here's another thing I could do. There's two more videos or there's three more videos. So for him, it makes sense. If I were some popular YouTuber and I could make money driving around in a van, fuck yeah, I would. But like for leisure, I, I've already totally switched from my hard stance 20 minutes ago, and now I'm against it. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, I'm, I'm very fickle. But you'll convince me again soon. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just. I, I'd like to live as like, in a house. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what the the way to phrase it is, but as as easily as possible, you know, I, as with as with, with as many amenities as reason allows and the van does not get that done it's weird because i do live that way pretty much i think and uh but you know a weekend in a tent seems so appealing to me and i can't explain why yeah weekend yeah a taste of the other life but Mm. not a not a month not a year not a not 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 a a long-term thing and the van especially because the thing about the van life is there is another group of people who live the van life because it's their only fucking option. And there's only one tier of person below them. And that is the street hobo. Like mm-hmm. it's, 
there, there's a there's a fine line between van man and street hobo and and all it takes is, is one that, like late night cigarette rolling behind the seat and <laughs> burning the van down not, and then you're a street hobo so tucker's yeah. not on the edge but I, I feel like in van life, there's a spectrum of how forced it is, right? Mm -hmm. There's the people with the student loans that they can barely keep up with who, like, opt into the van life. But they were in an apartment. They just decided to go this way and, and it combine a sense of adventure with a sense of frugality. And then there are, of course, on the other extreme, people who straight up got evicted and now they're living in a Toyota Corolla, you know, and their their outfitting included just one of those like sun visors for privacy, right? And that to me is the kind of person Kyle's talking about, the, the the person below. But there's a there's a lot of people who were just like, Yeah, you know what? Let's take our last month's rent, our two thousand dollars, and turn this van into something that's more livable and give it a go for eighteen months. Yeah, you know what? I'm just tired of my husband beating my ass every time he gets drunk. Come on, kids, get in the van. Yeah, it'll be like camping. <laughs> wow. There's a whole group of people that are like that. That are like you know, you know, you know, camping where you're scared, looking behind your shoulder all the time, <laughs> knowing that that beast of a man is coming again. Your fucking father. I swear, your father. I would. <laughs> and then it's just her <laughs> and then that goes on for a while. Car. And then she beats her kids in there, and that's how you create van kids. Van you beat them in van, that's and they right. never feel they're good enough for, uh, you know, stationary homes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were born a van kid, and you'll always be a van kid. <laughs> Look at you all half looting in your built house. You live on the wrong side of the tracks sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I knew like, where that was going. <laughs> remember in Ozark? When like the uh, the trailer trash girl is is yeah. is like I'm saving up enough money so we can get a real house, and the dad's like you ain't never gonna be good enough for a real house. <laughs> we trailer folk, and it's just like God damn, it's, it's always dragging them down. The fucking boonies. I, I have a certain blindness to poverty because I look at trailers and they look like houses to me. Like I, I some do. It depends. Like like. Wings trailer's fine. That's 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 fine. And it is a trailer, goddammit. it. All right, just chill out with this modular <laughs> home nonsense. Okay, it's not a modular home. Stop. It's a trailer. Be proud to live in a trailer. It's a fine trailer. It's beautiful a couches. <laughs> you say that every time, dude. Those couches <laughs> kick ass. Come on, your couches are nicer. Uh, like, no, just stop calculating. We, you, we all know you're, you got nice couches, <laughs> motherfucker. My couch is like 14 feet long. It's ridiculous. Of course. <laughs> got a nice couch, bitch. <laughs> over there like, well, his, his was supple, though. It was. It was so comfortable. I fell asleep involuntarily on New Year's Eve on Wings' couch. It, it, was a, it was a decent couch or whatever. Yeah, but, but, Carry but, on. Modular What home. I'm getting at is like, <laughs> there's a whole tier of trailers that are well well below what wings lives in like like i drive past those places occasionally where it's 30 single wide trailers and i'm not even talking about a trailer park because like a modern trailer park is not that bad it's like pre-planned so there's like asphalt roads that go throughout and it's kind of like a planned neighborhood with cul-de-sacs and like like the roads all spring out in the correct directions they have street signs and such and and uh and, and the trailers are all appropriately placed very symmetrically there are trailer parks where it's just like a grass field with 30 single wide trailers that are all different colors. And the main uh, palette is rust. And they've all, 
and they've all got hand-built like wooden porches on them. And sometimes you can see the blocks that they're sitting on underneath and there's garbage in the yards. And it looks like a paintball course. It looks like a paintball course, you know, that, and, and that's a, that's pretty low. On the, and then there's a whole nother tier where that's even below that, where these people don't even have single wides. They're living in like these little, I don't know what you call them, but they're like a quarter the size of a single wide trailer. It's, it's, it's almost like a camper, like, like the kind that you would like pull behind a truck. Well, they've just like knocked the wheels off that bitch and put it on blocks and parked it somewhere, you know, like, like it, it's, it's, I've been in plenty of trailers and, and it is poverty. They are they, like, like when you really get a good look at the building materials on the inside, the insulation, the, what the walls, the doors, the flooring are all made of. It's, it's real bottom tier stuff. It's, it, it's not a great thing. Some of, I've never looked at mobile homes before, but some of these or look pretty nice. They do. They absolutely do. Like, yeah, uh, yeah let me link. Like, this is like um, $70,000, and it looks really nice. That uh, that guy out west, um, he he was living in a modular home um, while they built his mansion. It was the one I destroyed in that vi in that video. Like, that, a was video a from, that had two stories, didn't it? Uh, yeah, but it was a modular home. It was built in sections, and then the sections were, like, assembled together like Legos, you know? It wasn't a, uh, it was a pre-built home. And that is a true modular home. That's what a modular home is. This one that Taylor Did you see ran. the one that I just linked you? Oh, uh, oh, I'm you're talking it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if, if modular home just means it's built in a factory and transported on site, it can be a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this, this one's kind of nice. Is right, I think this, well, I was going to say I like this kitchen more than mine, but I, I like our fireplace. But, I mean... This is not what I would have pictured. Yeah, it's it's pretty nice. That's a good couch right there. If anyone's looking at the That's video version of this, that is a couches. legit couch. That thing is. Thing I is know a man's feet. made it in the world when I see where he sits. <laughs> uh, I don't know why you now have that accent. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a, it's typical in Jersey. It's a nice yeah. home. That's fine. It's fine. You know, it's it's fine. Yeah, I uh, I think it's a bit deceptive thing... looking at it. Like that looks like a hardwood floor, but I bet it's linoleum that's that's colored like hardwood, and that looks, looks like a marble I see carpet to me. And maybe you're uh, seeing... I'm looking at the kitchen, oh. um, and like you know those look like marble countertops, but I bet it's fiberboard with like a, a plastic overlay on them. And the the walls, like my brain assumes it's like proper drywall. Mm -mm. But I wouldn't be surprised if the walls weren't much stronger than curtains. You could punch through that wall very easily. Like, yeah. like it's, 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 I, I can't tell you how thin, like, like a sixteenth of an inch. Yeah. Thin. It's, it's, I've never lived in a modular home or trailer or whatever. So there were things I weren't, wasn't aware of. Like, like, like you can't have a fish tank, right? In my house, you can put a fish tank anywhere you want. 55 gallons, 70 gallon, I don't give a fuck, right? These places, oh yeah, that'll fall through the floor. That part of the house will sink. Like stuff mm -hmm. like that is that's just the difference in like workmanship and stability and yeah. My dad had a trailer that he rented out when I was a kid, and then like those people, we finally got rid of those awful tenants, and uh, and he wheeled the trailer back way back in the field and was just essentially abandoned it. Mm -hmm. And so my cousin would go in there, and that was like a little fun house, you know, like a little little, little clubhouse. It's essentially a home that yeah. you know we turned into our clubhouse, which was cool. And then like. I don't know. We we basically got dad was, you know, we don't care. I don't care what you do with it. You know, it's garbage now. We could we could we're not allowed to burn it legally, but eventually we, we just need to get rid of it. But if and it catches so, fire, that's fine. <laughs> that, that was kind of understood. And basically, my cousin and I just destroyed it with our with, with tools 
with our bare hands. Uh, you know, we'd go in there and just go, go ham. I, I don't know what it may sound ridiculous, but it was fun for like a 11, 12 year old kid to go into a house and let loose with a baseball bat, you know, just, just destroy anything. And oh, is that, is that windows in the way? Well, fuck it. You know, just, just kicking the doors. And, there and was everything. a house. So until I was 12, I lived in New Jersey. And uh, from the time I was three to 12, there was a field, the one we burnt down, if you know the story. And in it, yeah. there was a house that was like garbage. Uh, I'm trying to describe how just terrible it was. We would enter the house through the roof because it had caved in. And uh, the siding of the house was just exposed cinder block, right? So, it, But it was a house house. Like there was a couch in there and television and a kitchen. Uh, I've, I've smoked maybe two cigarettes in my lifetime. And one of them was from that kitchen after we climbed a tree onto the roof and entered the home because the, the roof had collapsed. And uh, anyway, we might have broke some shit. And I can yeah. understand how fun it was. Very fun. Like we, we, we basically destroyed that house with our bare hands. Like, and when I say destroyed, I mean, we ripped the roof off. It looked know, like, like a dog found a feather pillow. Yeah. We got on the roof with hatchets and like cut the tin roof off the house. Like just like you wouldn't Minecraft how you're just like, oh, well, let's just hammer away <laughs> the hammer the day away for fun and just completely destroy all of this. We just did that to that house. Sounds a little dangerous, but it was kids did more dangerous shit back in the day. Yeah, we got hurt. Uh, I got cut, you know, stuff like that. It would get full of wasps, uh, and we'd go in there and fight the wasps. That's when I made that bee suit that time and nearly nearly uh, asphyxiated inside of it. Uh, didn't get stung, though, so that was nice. Uh, I've been watching that guy who gets who, uh, gets stung by awful shit a good bit more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that know, guy. And he's kind of fun to watch. Do oh, you and think I've been he watching, hams it up a little? You know, I, I was maybe a little, but I'll tell you what I also watched. I watched him get stung by a regular old yellow jacket. And he was like, ah, you know, this isn't nothing to this compared to what I normally get stung by. And I felt like that was a good barometer. Could he have been adding credibility? Like, oh, this thing that you felt is Perhaps. nothing. But this Perhaps. thing only I've tried is and, awful. And, but it's you, not just him. You can look up videos of other people being stung and bitten by these things. And no, none of the other people are like, ouch, geez, that's start like they react similarly. And Woody, I, like I said on the Hangout the other day, uh, patreon's link down below if you want to join us in the hangout sometime uh if you'd like to try the bullet ant on for size i'll order you one up i don't want to play uh, uh, <laughs> that don't like call so. me on my shit talking kyle it's in point. <laughs> anytime i'll pay the six hundred dollars to get the queen bullet ant and the five workers and <laughs> and what a hundred dollars an ant well you get a basically get a colony i'll send him one Soldier ant, and then I'll farm myself up enough over here and sell them online and recoup my money. No Can problem. you imagine the panic you'll feel one day when inevitably you walk into that room and there are no more ants? <laughs> and they burn the house to the <laughs> ground. <laughs> yeah, that's you would you would genuinely have to. I don't know what you would do. You'd I guess leave. bug bomb the house. Uh, I, what if that doesn't kill a bullet ant? Yeah, all these people who are trying to it make just money. Makes it mad. All these people who try to make money making puppies, like 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 get you know breeding dogs. You're missing out on the bullet ant phenomenon, apparently, because I, we, we, I found them online and I'm pretty sure like a queen and I think it said five to eight of the regular ones. The males were five hundred and eighty seven dollars, I think, is the price I found. So, like, you know, just buy that, grow your and just and how long 
is the reproduction cycle of a goddamn ant. It's got to be short. Yeah, you'd have a colony in a year, right. maybe in a month. They're one step away from fruit flies. There you go. Uh, I, I so so yeah. Anytime you want to get, he said it hurt. I'm going to go Sean Hannity hours. on this one. I will absolutely be waterboarded by fire ants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He uh, he he ducked out. Taylor, you muted he, yourself. I think My he bad. watched a video of someone getting waterboarded and was like, "Oh no." <laughs> Uh, I, 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 oh no! <laughs> I watched uh, Christopher Hitchens get waterboarded like in some YouTube video years ago. Yeah, and he like lasted three seconds for it was like getting up, and it, that is a torture method. That watching it, it doesn't look bad at all, but experiencing it seems like it would just be a panic. Like you're in total blackness, all of your orifices just full of water and like a I, wet rag. People, I've done it, and it's awful. It's awful. So, Kyle, I want you to follow up with this. The strategy, I, I've never done it, but the strategy seems to be hold your breath, right? I've done lots of other things underwater, holding my breath. It seems fine. I've been in surf and rapids and this and that. Why doesn't what? And I've seen people be like, yeah, I thought I would just go and hold my breath. People don't last three seconds. Insanity to me, because I can hold my breath. I don't mean to brag, far longer than three seconds. So why doesn't that work? Maybe you just go into a panic from it? No. Or... Even if you held your breath, holding your breath would be a terrible strategy because I have gallons of water. I might have a water hose. I'm going to, you're, you're, you're elevated, head down, rag over your nose and mouth, and the water's going to keep pouring. So hold your breath until you're completely out of oxygen. Then you're going to start gasping, and you're gonna, it's going to be twice as bad as it would have been if you'd just been fighting for air with oxygenated blood this entire time. Now you're completely out of oxygen. Now you need as much as you can get. You're 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 at a panic level, and you're <laughs> and you're really sucking water into your nose and throat and mouth and and down your lungs. And now you're coughing, and and you're not even getting enough to keep, barely keep it. You might go unconscious. That makes Easy sense. If you're waterboarding me with like a beaker or maybe even a coffee cup, <laughs> yeah. then my strategy is pretty solid. But if yeah. they have a hose or like. Three gallon jugs, like <laughs> then, then you're shit out of luck. Yeah, they're going to have an endless supply of water. It, it's there, you know. We're we're not to brag, but the USA, we got all the water you can handle. All right, we're gonna get a hose. Some fellows are gonna keep ringing buckets. We're not gonna run out. It's this not is going a, to happen. Like this is like such a such like a oxymoron, but. Waterboarding seems like the most humane torture. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it's, it? Like honestly, I don't think yeah. we should torture people. But if I trust compared that to like fingernails being ripped out and this bamboo things and all that. Oh, I, I've talked about this before. Anytime I see like a murder on YouTube or uh, a torture, it gets to this. Oh my god, you can't undo that stage. Mm -hmm. If if. If Kyle's waterboarding me and I trust that he's not feeling homicidal at the moment, then it's really just uncomfortable because I'm going to be fine the second he elevates my head over my feet, right? I'll come mm -hmm. right back. I can imagine, though, if I'm, you know, some uh, terrorist being waterboarded by the CIA, that I don't have that trust. Oh, of course not. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to die. Yeah. Like, oh, man, they keep telling me the other people died and this is how they do it slowly it's it's awful it's just so goddamn awful um <clears throat> how'd you get I, waterboarded I, uh for a video um we it is it was on the youtube video. 
no. The footage was awful. We decided we couldn't use it. We, we substituted that footage for a chicken pecking my crotch and, and made it a funny torture. Um, it is was... this the one where you were tied to a chair? Yeah. yeah. Did that this one get one... demonetized for no. even that? No. Oh, I don't know. Um, I just made that up then. No, that, that, that was, that's one of my favorite videos that we've ever done. That was, uh, you know, we're, the, the idea was like we were making that mobile game and uh, it, was like a, it was like, let's make a funny way to pitch the Kickstarter for this mobile game that we're going to do. And the idea was like, let's make up some kind of financial trouble that I'm in. And the idea was that I had borrowed some money from like the Russian mob. And instead of making the game that I had promised for this joint business venture, I had spent it on making a Russian rap video. (laughs) And then I like play the Russian rap video, like a, like a segment of it that, that that we made, which is just ridiculous. Like, like like just, it's literally me rapping. Right. Is it you with a couple of really hot girls who touch you inappropriately? Yeah, my girlfriend didn't care for that. And uh, I was like, yeah, we're making a video. She's like, they're grabbing your dick. (laughs) It's my job. (laughs) I know, it was terrible. I put food on your plate. (laughs) You ingrate bitch. I was like, you've seen rap videos. She's like, even in rap videos, it'll grab dick. (laughs) I was hoping you hadn't seen them, actually. (laughs) I I was hoping that you didn't watch a lot of rap videos. Um, But but yeah, there was a part where Jeremy and uh, Aiden, uh, Aiden was the really tall, good looking uh, rich guy uh, who was in Chicago with us for a while. He's British guy. Oh, I remember Aiden. Yeah. Yeah, They're the two thugs who are uh, like, like torturing me. And. You know, they they elevated the chair back, and they, I don't remember what kind of cloth they put over my face, but then they just start glug, 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 pouring water on my face, and it's going down your nose and your throat, and I'm, you're just coughing it up as best you can, but it just keeps coming. It, it was awful. <sighs> I still, I, I was about to say I want to try it, but I don't want anyone watching this to call me on this horse shit either. This is going to be another fire ant scenario. I want to try yeah. it with my wife giving it a go incompetently where I can say I beat waterboarding. That's what I yeah, want. It, it, I mean, you know, anytime you want to get waterboarded, we could probably make that happen. <laughs> you know people. Ah, I just want to pretend. I ah, you don't need to know people. You just need to have a rag and some water. <laughs> I asked my wife to do it. I was thinking about making a video. It was like a more popular topic back in like 2012 or something. Sure, yeah. And uh, she said that she wouldn't waterboard me. I've somehow lost some enthusiasm for it since then. I'll bet. Yeah, it it, uh, it looks awful, it, and it is awful. It it you don't want to do it. it. You don't want to do it. It's no fun. I mean, you you. I'm sure you have. Um, you're better with like the fear of like getting water in your lungs or in your throat and that sort of thing. You'd stay calm for a while, but then it just starts like after a while, you just can't get enough air. You know, the, and, see, and that's, that's sort the of thing. Inducing. Like, when I talked about holding my breath, now you you had a really good counter argument to it, but partly mm-hmm. in my head, I was like, you know, people are failing this in three seconds, in 12 seconds. Well, I, if I can go 40, then I'm like record breaking based on the stuff I see online. Yeah, I, I certainly did more than three seconds. I don't remember exactly how long it was. It wasn't more than a couple minutes, but it was it was more than thirty seconds mm. of them of them pouring and stuff. It, it, it was it was awful. It was awful, but it wasn't like I wouldn't allow. I would, I would have lasted much, and I and I had a choice. Obviously, I think that's probably part of why I made it a little bit longer. Is that I know in the back of my mind I can stop it when I want to stop it, and I think knowing that you cannot stop it 
would be much more frightening. Not trusting the water border is half the horror. Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, they can just it. let you drown and then and then give you CPR and bring you back. You know, I don't I don't think I think inhaling if I'm pretty sure that you can fill someone's lungs up with water until they pass out and then give them the Heimlich and they're right back to consciousness essentially, right? As long as you do it right then. I mean, I understand what drowning I imagine victims, you're rolling the dice on a situation like that. I want to say that Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, the guy who we, we probably saw on the internet with the bedraggled beer and, and the whitey tighties, uh, they, they waterboarded him some ungodly amount of times, like 50, 60 times or something like that. Hmm. I don't think we've yeah, done okay. uh, the other ad yet. Am I crazy? We have not, but okay. uh, but I but I will do it. I will do it now. And then back to torch. Bad breath is a gross, embarrassing problem that impacts everyone at some point in their lives. Fortunately, it isn't your fault. Smart mouth mouthwash knows the real cause of bad breath and how just two rinses a day can solve it for good. But first, what is bad breath? Bad breath is a natural consequence of bacteria living in your mouth. Naturally occurring oral bacteria consume protein in your mouth and give off sulfur gases waste. So when you smell that rotten egg bad breath odor, you're actually smelling sulfur gas. Using alcohol to just kill germs or trying to cover the odor with a minty mask won't solve the problem. To solve a real problem, you need real science. Smart Mouth, no Smart Mouth uses a clinically proven patented two-liquid system. When poured, the clear sulfur-eliminating solution combines with the green, green zinc ion solution and activates. The activated zinc ions seek out and bind the bacteria in your mouth and it stops them from being able to consume protein or release sulfur gas for 12 hours per rinse. No sulfur gas means no bad breath. You can find Smart Mouth in the oral health aisle at your favorite supermarket, pharmacy, grocery store, or online at Amazon. And now for a limited time, go on over to smartmouth.com PKA to get 20% off your Smart Mouth mouthwash or toothpaste. Enter code PKA promo at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Smartmouth.com PKA. Check them out. You do not want to have bad breath. You got your... You got your Quip toothbrush. You got your Smart Mouth mouthwash. You're going to have the best mouth in the club or at church or the Friday Night Magic or wherever you're hanging out trying to get pussy. Man, if you got fresh breath at the Friday Night Magic, you are five steps ahead of the crowd. Oh, if you, if you get your Quip and your Smart Mouth rolling and then you walk into Friday Night Magic, you're a 10 out of 10. Already, you're, you're going in there and there's going to be some, some cute little uh, geeky girl you know, that, that wants to get with you, maybe, maybe not, probably not, but, you know. <laughs> There's <laughs> but, only one you know. girl there, and she's got her pick of 60 people. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And you're the one whose breath doesn't smell like shit. Exactly. You're the only one she can talk to close up. She's like, oh, this guy, he takes care of himself. I bet I bet he uses smart mouth and quip. And he That's runs that blue deck like a fucking operator, so. Man, he's so good at magic. That, I'm, I'm just wet. Wet over here. How good he is at magic. <laughs> it's a like a mad. slip and slide over here. His breath smells so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got, uh, well, I won't mention any of the clothes sponsors we have since they're not on tonight, but you're going to be looking fly too. I so. have Patreon questions. Some of these are good. I don't know if they're good just because they mentioned me. Uh, super quick one. How do we name Hope Hope? There's no good story to that. We bought a book of baby names. Uh, it appealed to me. It appealed to Jackie, and we locked in fast on it. Uh, was there like a debate of like which virtue where you're like, well, hope's no. good, but faith is he may we, even be better. We kind of didn't like prudence? a lot of the like <laughs> virtue ones are kind of Christian and we didn't uh -huh. want to like, I guess, saddle her with that. We didn't want everyone who met her to be like, oh, you know, her name is Faith. Like, I already know something about her. Hi, I'm Noel. Yeah. Ooh, my um, name's Friendship. 
<laughs> Goodness. <laughs> uh, one cool offset or cool thing about Hope that I didn't expect is there are a million like decorations that say Hope, and I guess that's true with Faith too, but uh, it's not true with like Taylor. You know, like there are just a million like wood carvings and stuff. Hope is always a thing. Rocks that say Hope, and yeah. every song. Most of the Taylor things are girls' things anyway. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kyle asked, things like uh, the joke is always like monster energy, like you know Ka- the name Kyle. Oh like, yeah, yeah, white kid kind How of. How you thing. baptize kids' name Kyle yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Another quick one. Uh, oh, th- th- by the way, these are Patreon questions. I think it's ten dollars a month, and you get to have mm-hmm. your questions answered on the show. Not a guarantee, but we look through them. Um, can you talk about the specifics of homeschooling, Colin? What are subjects you're teaching him? What skills did you have to learn? How do you structure lessons, etc.? So. Jackie pulls the train on the homeschooling thing. She spends way more time on it than I do. And uh, I do the math. So like my standard line is like, all right, set me up for success, which means tell me what he needs to know. And uh, and then I, I have like certain like demands. She does everything, my God. Uh, and these demands will be like, I need two pencils, unlimited amount of scrap paper, and, uh, and you know, just like, like these are the things when I sit down at the table, I want it set up like in a certain way I need, um, the multiple, we have a, a multiplication tables on like quality, like wood and stuff. I'm like, that needs to be present. <laughs> you know, we'll be referring to that a lot. And, uh, and then I just go and I, I start teaching, you know, right now we're doing multiplication, but it'll be like, you know, three digits times three digits and like just sort of working through the algorithm and uh, fractions and stuff like that. Jackie's actually not that good with math. So math is the only subject that I teach. It's not that she can't do it, but she doesn't do it so effortlessly that like she's whatever, dividing one fraction by another fraction and not like (coughs) thinking. Do you like doing the math teaching? Does it like kind of bring you back a little bit to to Uh, do more? I don't know. I really like Colin. Like Colin's a blast. Uh, but a lot of teaching is actually like working around his attention span, uh, like pushing as hard as you can without pushing too hard. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. he'll start yawning or like he, sometimes it seems like he's not paying attention, but he still gets it. Sometimes he seems like he's not paying attention and he's not and decoding which one of those it is. So most of my teaching with Colin isn't about just laying out this or that. It's about making sure you still have him and keeping him. Yeah, engaged. like not burning him out and not burning like him getting out. Getting him bored thirty minutes in or yeah. how long are our homeschooling lessons? I was never homeschooled. So, so I just do one of the subjects, right? I, do, I only do math mostly. I I do other stuff now and then, but mostly on the math guy. And uh, we, I mean, twenty to forty forty minutes would be long, and twenty would be typical. Uh, sometimes. It's just the wrong day. He might come in with a headache or you know, if it's rainy mm-hmm. out or something, they'll be like, you know what? At 10, I've already decided this is not a good day and uh, mm-hmm. and we'll cut it. Uh, homeschool does not take as long. When you're one-on, like if you're in regular school, how long do you go to school? Seven hours? Something like that? From like like 7.30 to 3 or so. Like okay. Eight to that three. sounds That's longish to me. But uh, and I think I went 8 to 2, 2.05, something like that in high school anyway. But uh Homeschool does not last that long. Uh, maybe three hours would be a, a long day. Two. I was always so jealous of like when homeschool kids would like join your school and you'd hear about homeschooling. Well, there were like different kinds of homeschooling kids. Like there were some that were like hyper religious mm-hmm. and weird as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them had 
I remember she came to our school and she had the longest hair in the world, mm -hmm. like Laura Ingalls Wilder, like length hair, like past her ass. And she sat in front of me of like in randomly like two or three different classes. And her her dry ass Amish hair was all over my desk all the time. <laughs> I had to push it off with my pencils and whatnot. And she was just I wanted to do that. I wanted to do that. I I think I've mentioned it on the show before. This girl that would always be negative in our, our chemistry class and annoying would like sleep on our like shared science desk. We were like partners mm -hmm. and I would get irritated by that because she would sleep and her hair would be on my side of the desk. And so uh, I took like a red Sharpie and drew a bunch of her blonde hair red, like a stripe of it red one day. And I can't believe I didn't get in trouble. But <laughs> the teacher saw me doing it and the teacher disliked this girl enough that he like just pretended not to. <laughs> Well, yeah, the homeschool thing, the jealous part was the hearing when it's like, oh, yeah, sometimes we just like start at 11 a.m. and by 1230 we were done. And I was like, God, that's what school could be like if at any given point the the weakest chain were the limiting factor in the class, you know, because that's kind of how it is a lot of the time where it's oh. like, all right, you know, anybody have any questions on this uh, math concept? And I'm retarded when it comes to math. And so I'd probably be the one raising my hand trying to get more clarification while the other 19, 20, 25 people in the class are like, Taylor, you fucking retard. Just figure it out. Like we're not <laughs> forward here. So that, yeah. that would be nice. I, I sometimes wonder, like, so Jackie does science. Jackie does a, a lot of reading. That's the other like part of it. And she's, that involves reading to him, having him to read to her. Um, Colin's not, uh, he's not an exceptional student, right? I'm, put it mildly so a lot of it is like making sure he feels st still feels good about himself enjoys the homeschooling session stuff like that you don't just if he's if he's flip messing up you, know, you don't just beat his head against the fact that he's messing mm -hmm. up forever because then he you know he, he won't be wanting to do this anymore so uh, with colin a big focus on homeschooling is just making sure that he still wants to homeschool and that he's doing okay maybe we're too gentle but yeah that's that's what we're working with okay uh, this one you I, never you never did homeschooling, did you, Kyle? Yeah, or you did for a little bit. Yeah, two yeah. years. How was two that? Years. How does that compare to what I just laid out? Uh, pretty similar. Maybe uh, two hours a day or something like that. Mostly focused on math, uh, almost exclusively math, because it seemed like that's the thing that if you fall behind, it's it's difficult to to catch back up when you get back to school. Right, you walk into uh, American history. And you already know 70% of what they're teaching. Yeah, I, I, wa yeah. Yeah. Like, I watched the History Channel. I was good. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I had that down. Um, and uh, so mostly math, uh, you know, a couple hours of math a day. We used a like a template, I guess, or like a, or a lesson plan. And at the time, like, it's not that we were religious. It was that a lot of the homeschooling templates were religious based. So like part of the lesson plan would be like Bible verses. And I'd be like, you don't really want me to memorize and recite these bible verses do you and she's like i'll do one christ can make 500 loaves and 300 fish per hour <laughs> and has five hours to prepare a meal for his disciples <laughs> yeah i was like i remember I, I memorized the whole the lord is my shepherd i shall not want he leadeth me by the still waters etc 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 thing uh that was the and, I, and then i was like i'm not doing any more of those let's get back to algebra i'm, I'm fucking done <laughs> um yeah, but now cool. nowadays yeah, it's internet-based. I don't know. Were yeah. you sort of pre-internet at homeschooled? Uh, Maybe early internet? Yeah, we Early internet, but, uh, early internet, but but everything was not... There was nothing internet-based that I recall. It seemed, if I remember correctly, everything was like uh, hard copies and, and folders and stuff. The basic thing now is you 
there'll be like a free sample. Sometimes it's a trial period. Sometimes it's a limited part of the course. You try it. If it's a good fit, you buy it. It's kind of expensive. You know, we'll pay like $1,500 oh, yeah. a year for some of these yeah, things. Yeah, it, it, was, it was cheap, yeah. And, uh, and what happens a lot is like the section you're exposed to hooks you in because it's freaking awesome. And then as you get to the rest of the program, it, it falls short of the sample. But uh, that's how we choose them. We try things and see what works, how he responds to it. Colin, uh, he has, um, uh, so there's expressive, his receptive speech and his expressive speech is not very good. So if something teaches visually, like if you can teach math and it's all based on like boxes and fractions and pies sliced into pieces, he'll do better with that than something that just reads a paragraph. So uh, that's how we choose things, things that fit Colin. Here's yeah, one. I remember oh. when I went back to school, yeah, I had to take like a placement test and, mm -hmm. and I, and I placed fine. Like, like I wasn't behind in anything, but I remember that the interesting thing was, uh, we were given by the school, this, uh, the sort of practice test for the math. And I didn't really practice at it very much. Like, like I remember I had, t I, t I took it once. I took the practice test once and I was just like, ah, all right. I passed, I guess this is, this is okay. I got there. It was literally the exact same test. Like if I'd wanted to, I could have memorized the test and aced this, mm. this, this like four page, like 300 question or whatever the fuck it was, like math test. And God knows where they'd have placed me then. So I'm glad. <laughs> that like, would have been hilarious. <laughs> well, we, we, honestly, you've already aged out of here. There's no point in you coming. <laughs> That's not what would have happened. They'd have put me in some sort of advanced calculus or something or advanced trig in the ninth grade. And it would have, it would have gone very poorly. That's, that's what would have happened. They would put me in some sort of fucking mathematical honors course or something that I had no business being in. Here's one I want you guys to answer. So what is your guys' opinion on DACA? Deferred action for childhood arrivals, a political topic. I'm a 22-year-old male DACA recipient from Arizona. I was born in Mexico and brought over to the United States as a two-month-old. I've lived here ever since, and I'm practically American. Through DACA, I'm able to get a driver's license, work legally, and go to school. Because I benefit so much from this program, it's hard for me to see who can possibly be impacted in a negative way from it. Many Republicans are against it, and I would love to hear why. Maybe you guys could discuss. I just want to throw one more thing out there. Um, to be a DACA recipient, you have to graduate or be in school, I think. And... Uh, you can't have a criminal record. So sometimes they paint DACA recipients as like MS-13 gang member dropouts, and that's not who they are. They're kind yeah. of ready to be regular contributing members of society who finish school, high school. Yeah, I th I, um, I, I'm all for the DACA thing. I think that it was a real half measure, though. Like, Not that, it, not that the DACA um, didn't go far enough, but that, it was, that should have been part A, and there definitely needed to be a part B where there was actual immigration reform. Because now what do you do? Like, like, like there are new people that, that should be DACA recipients, right? Is it, is it a progressive thing that, that like now if a two-month-year-old uh, uh, kid comes into the country, he gets, he, he gets deferred action? No. So, so they just kind of picked a group from three years ago that get this thing, but they didn't solve the problem that's creating more people in that issue. So, so Obama really should have had a part B to this DACA thing. Now, of course, like, like, yeah, these, it seems like these people are functioning members of our society. Many of them don't speak their home, their, the languages of their former lands, right? They don't speak Spanish. These, these guys are like, um, excuse me, my name's Trent. Uh, you cannot send me <laughs> back. To, please don't send me back to Tijuana, Mr. <laughs> Trump. Um, 
I, I, I no I, longer identify as Honduran, thank you. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about harvesting rubber. Um, <laughs> I, I skateboard. My name's Bryce. And, <laughs> and I want to go to UCLA in the summer. Uh, so please know. Please know. That's how you know true American assimilation has happened. Honduran parents coming over and naming their kid Bryce. Yeah, that happens. Well, they'd be um, citizens, so they need to bring him over. They need to bring, name him Bryce back in Honduras. This is my son. His name is I Love America. Uh, <laughs> and this is my daughter. Please let me stay. <laughs> I think I, I have this suspicion that Republicans out of U.S. immigration, and <laughs> I think Republicans don't hate DACA. I think there's some Republicans who are just racist and don't want Mexicans here. All right, that's a, that, that's going to be a thing. I think that the Republicans are. I guess they know the Democrats want DACA more and they're just using it for leverage. You can have DACA if I get a wall. You can have DACA if I get other immigration rules that maybe stop future DACA people or mm -hmm. create future DACA people. Just you have a rule, right? Let's, let's, not, let's not start with illegal border crossings and then turn it yeah. into legal immigration. It's being used as like a baton to like strike the other party over and over and over. Hey, I'll, I'll give you DACA if you do this. I'll I'll lessen DACA if you do this or whatever the, the yeah yeah so are. well there are some people who genuinely dislike DACA recipients I think because they just dislike people with darker skin uh, like Trump specifically I think he just wants to get other stuff in exchange for DACA and he's, he's you know using it as a club it's a negotiation yeah I think he's using it as a negotiation too but to answer his question like yeah you've lived here your whole life there's there's no reason you should have to get shipped back to you know, whatever country your your parents were born in, just like I don't know, that just doesn't seem fair at all. Yeah, I agree. Like for a two month old, yeah, who's lived here forever, and and a lot of the just a lot of the uh, the dreamers, as they as they call them. What a, what a silly name! Oh, it's it's great marketing. That is oh, good it's, marketing. It's, it's great marketing. Yeah, we're the dreamers. Okay, all right, calm down. <laughs> okay, I, calm I, down. I, okay, okay. I guess it's not working on you, but I th feel like it works in general. I, I, Are you a dreamer who was farming in Honduras and wanted to come here, or did you live your whole life here and now you're American? Make a decision. Yeah. Well, wake up, <laughs> motherfucker. You're going back home. Uh, they, 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 uh, I don't like the dreamer tagline. I don't like it any. I don't like any time they name something, something inspirational, like some oh. bill or something. Oh, oh, oh this, misleading. This is the freedom for for children's lives and love, Bill. This is the oh. Clean Air Act. It involves... Uh, lowers the price of soybeans. <laughs> this is the Clean Air Act. We've removed environmental regulations. Yeah. All right, this is to get rid of all environmental regulations, and it's also the, I have a huge cock act. <laughs> it's like, well, I gotta vote. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They'd be like, stupid cock. Uh, Rubio votes no on big cock. Uh, Bill, questions? You know? <laughs> uh, oh, you know, of course, I'm gonna vote for the big cock, Bill. I invented it, actually. <laughs> Don't listen to that stupid whore. Oh, the, the worst one of those names is any time they, uh, they have the blah 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 against child pornography act or whatever when it's like oh okay you just picked literally the worst things they have on the internet because you want to regulate online speech and you're trying to scare people and like I, oh, it's shocking how much these old politicians how little they know about technology what was that one of those old fogies was like talking to a google uh 
Google guy yeah. and held, held up like a, an Apple phone. And the guy's like, you know, I, that's an Does Apple Google phone. know uh, if yeah. I walk across the room? Well, I know. Will <laughs> Google know? He's, yeah. like, he's like, well, sir, I, I don't know if you've enabled the, the, that, that, that part of your phone or not. So you can't tell me. Well, I'd have to, I, I don't know what's on your phone. So you have no answers for me. Is that what you're saying? If I walk across the room and sit with my Democratic colleagues, which would make them nervous, would <laughs> Did he you say that? know it? Yeah, yeah. He said it three or four times. He was Dude, awful. Th- there How was one guy, <laughs> I think his name might have been Stephen King. Well, because King, it's, it's running Google. But he wasn't Stephen King the author. He's Stephen King the politician. And... Uh, he got a lot of negative attention for saying some racist shit. And he's like, my daughter looked on Apple News on her iPhone and it said horrible things about me. And everyone's like, uh, and the guy's like, Apple's a different company. Like, that's not us. <laughs> and uh, they well, he all he work said, with the internet. He, said, he said, why is it that when I Google idiot, I get a picture of our president? And he's, he's just like, well, I don't have anything to do with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, words get associated with have people. Have you been on Reddit? And then, yeah, and then um, uh, uh, David Liu, he's this, uh, I don't know if he's a senator or house of rep, but he's from Hawaii, and he just blasted them. Effectively, I thought. He's like, if you want to do, if you want positive news about you, do positive things. And he, he's like, I googled Stephen King senator, and it says here that you didn't want no jigaboos in your uh, you know, I'm, I'm misquoting him, but uh, it was oh, a bunch God. of racist shit. And he's like, if you do that, then you'll get negative Google results. And then he Googled, I think, somebody else, and they did positive things. See, if you use uh, if you use words like that, you betray that you've been racist for a long time. Because <laughs> no, one, no one who jumps into racism in 2018 is going with those old hat episodes. No, no, no you're going to jump onto the hard crickets. R's. Yeah, <laughs> just something that like nobody said that like when enough time has passed that it's no longer a, like an epithet or a slur yeah. because it's just fallen out of vogue. What's we gonna get these pickaninnies out of here? All these, uh, all these toms, all these moon crickets <laughs> running around doing crime. Those are good examples. Yeah, those are ones that like are so out of. Vogue. I don't even know those. Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, I would say like. Hmm. No. No, that's all I can think of. Yeah, yeah. I can think of some more, but I know you <laughs> I can think of some more. We can all think of some up. more. But... I don't want to be back on the Apple News. Yeah. <laughs> Looking poorly in front of my granddaughter. But uh the yeah. core takeaway is they thought that Google was manipulating their search results to hurt Republicans and to help Democrats. Yeah. Uh, uh they, they you know, I it doesn't take a lot of manipulation to make some of the Republicans look like uh, fear-mongering racists sometimes. So uh, just a little accurate reporting will do that occasionally. Uh, if uh, yeah, if you fact-check, then you're automatically anti-Trump. Cause, oh, how dare you? Uh, well, I, I feel like you're... Uh, not you, but like... It, dude, can we all just admit the guy tells a lot of things that don't pass up to fact-checking? Uh, on average, 10 a day. <laughs> No, I, I, I defy you to name uh, to name ten lies today. <laughs> ten lies today. They, they did an average. They did an average of how many how, they added up the number of lies or mistruth, mistruths or exaggerations, and they divided it by his day. Uh, how, how long he's been in office? It was ten a day on average. 
Yeah. He lies about the dumbest shit. And he recently he, told the military when he was over there that they were getting a 10% pay raise. They're not! No, he said there was going to be a middle class. Okay, that's fucking hilarious. Y'all get a 10% pay raise. You're not, oh. Well, they shit. get like a 2.5 or a 2.8% raise every year, I think. I think. They're not getting really? 10, though. No. Yeah. There was a, no. during the uh, midterm elections, right? It's something like October 26th, you know? It, it, and he's like, there's going to be a middle class pay cut before the end of the month. And everyone's like, what? Like, Congress isn't even in session right now. There's no bill. You're going to be called on this lie in five days. Like it's really so. Five days later, the news is like, "Hey, do you remember five days ago when Trump would say there'd be a middle class take cut, pay cut by the end of last month? It's November first. It didn't happen, but it doesn't matter that somehow." That one's that was like news fair, cycle is. I heard that one live, and what he okay. kept saying, they kept trying to like twist his words, but what he kept saying is, "No, no, no. We're introducing a bill, a motion, or what? I don't know the the, the terminology." He, he kept, and he didn't either. So what he was saying is like, we're putting forward something that will make we're this We're writing happen. on paper. So this, but he had so much word good. salad that like it was hard to follow him. And, and I felt like they were being willfully ignorant because he wasn't good at expressing his thought. It, what it, it looked like what had happened is someone had said, yes, Mr. President, we're going to put forward a motion on the 14th, et cetera. And, and, so what he said, allow this to you're, you're pretty much right. I just I found it. He's putting a resolution sometime in the next resolution. week. Week and a half, two weeks. Right? That's what he said. I don't know where I got the end of October because I guess it was October 22nd. It happened so. in October. Yeah. I remember it very well. It was October 22nd, and he said next week, week and a half, two weeks. That is kind of word salady. And they're putting a resolution. But Congress wasn't in session, and it was completely made up, and it was a lie. And it was so short term yeah. that, you know, a week and a half later, they, they called him on it. I don't think yeah. a lot of politicians and public figures like have that many qualms with lying. Trump obviously doesn't. And I think the way our modern news cycle works is partly responsible for that. It's like people know they can lie, say something ridiculous, and literally sometimes 26 hours later, it's like two new things have sprung up, and that seems like ancient history. The, I they, feel like that's the thing like, that it's like lily pad Trump has jumping. figured out that other politicians haven't. You know, they never did before, right? People would tell lies. People would stretch the truth. And, you know, that's a thing. But Trump has gone next level on the line, right? And, and he makes up, like, easily disprovable silliness things, but nothing matters. Like, like crowd-sized things? Like, just, just the dumbest stuff he will, will lie about. Just, yeah, I flip-flopped like, on that. Why? Like, when he mentioned the crowd-sized thing, I guess a big part of me was like, dude, who cares? It's crowd-sized. Like, I don't give a, a hoot. Um, but people who did care were like, man, he's really starting off the, the, the temper, the, 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 this relationship with the press and the people by lying. And that's what they cared about. Now, two years later, I'm like, oh, I see what you were getting at. Yeah. He just says ridiculous stuff all the time. It's lies. It's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. But hmm, nothing matters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everything everybody's mad about today won't be a thing in a week There'll yes a oh can you believe he signed MAGA hats to the apparently that's some sort of law I'm like oh my god would you keep your outrage to things that matter fuck you and your MAGA, MAGA hats he signed for the troops did you see that oh no, no I didn't. it's a news story today he uh I guess something about signing MAGA hats for the troops is bad 
but I put myself in the president's shoes. They're getting mad at him for signing stuff. It's there's a law against it, but oh, that's so dumb. Yes, I agree. I I I don't know what exactly it is. Maybe it's I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I, it's not something I care about. Yeah, I can sign titties for all I care. Yeah, I bet he's the only president who signs titties. Bill Clinton has signed so many titties. All right, mm, counterpoint. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, those two are the only ones who have signed titties. Uh, uh, Kennedy. Kennedy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going there too. Oh yeah, we never saw my name on those breasts. You know who didn't yeah. sign titties? Lincoln. I was going to say Hillary. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, how, you know, much that uh, you know Hillary Hillary? probably has. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Lincoln, it's theorized by people guessing on the internet that he was gay. I think he wasn't gay. It's just that sharing a bed with a dude was more common back then. I didn't even know that story. I was just, I took a sentence I'd read years ago, threw it out there as if it was fact. I think uh, FDR, FDR might have been gay. His wife definitely was gay. Hmm. Yeah, he was a bottom. Yeah, his, his wife was a top, though. <laughs> I don't think you understand how this works. <laughs> his wife was definitely uh, 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 gay. Huh. I mean, if you wanted, if, if Lincoln wanted to fuck you, he would have fucked you. He oh, was yeah. like 6'6 six, six and gangly and quite the rest of Wrestler. They don't tell you about all, how all of those wrestling matches ended. <laughs> with his dick with, in uh, some guy's ass. Yeah, Who's next? <laughs> Everybody agree I'm the best, right? Yes, Four sir. You're the ten minutes from now, I'm going to come in this ass. <laughs> <laughs> Just pumping. Stinky, hairy, presidential nuts swinging in oh. the, the, the Illinois sun. You about to get yeah. some 17th century cock, boy. How does the... Uh, well, not 17th century. Uh, <laughs> not 17th century, no. Um, long, long ago. In the before time. Yeah. What's the furthest you've gone out of your way to spite someone? What's the <laughs> pettiest thing you've done? Oh, Kyle, please. Yeah, Go you ahead. got a thing? Uh, yes. A thousand. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, just he's hunting going. for one he can share. <laughs> Despite. I'll need, I'll need a while to think. Despite uh, I, I, I... <sighs> some, uh, I, I don't. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever done that much out of my way. To spite. usually, like if I really am mad at someone and I want to do something, you know, to spite them, just thinking about it and like mulling over what I would do is enough of like an internal reward that I'm like, okay, that would be great. I don't need to. Okay, I don't need to do that. You know what I mean? Like the same way, if you like, I think it's. I was reading something where it was like people on their diets, people who announce their plans to lose weight and their their plans to diet do worse on average than people who just do it because you get praise right away when you tell mm. people you're going to diet, whereas you don't get any praise when you're doing it if you don't mention it until results are there. And so I think it's almost like a similar similar kind of thing with the spite. I go the other just way. Just the fantasy that, is enough. I feel like the public pressure to follow through on something. I, I met... My master's degree comes to mind. Like I told people I was going to school and that was a big motivating for me not to fail very publicly. Okay. That, I guess that makes sense both ways. <laughs> yeah. Some things are so like that. I'm sorry. We're on the spite thing. We will circle back around. I took this psychology course and the guy was talking about how it's important to actually test your theories. And they're very obvious things that burned into my head. One was absence makes the heart grow fonder. We all know that's true, right? You know, you leave and then you start thinking about that one and all their flaws go away and they're one. The other side of that is um, out of sight, out of mind. And it's like, huh. 
That's why it's important yeah. to test this shit because your guesses might not be right. Just because it sounds good. Like, yeah. is it is it opposites attract or is it birds of a feather, you know, flock together? That's a perfect one. Which one? Yeah. I think on that same vein, I, I was I've heard that opposites attract is not the one that's more realistic. It's like the more birds of a feather one. Is that's where I would guess. Result. Yeah. yeah, you'd think. Yeah. Seems like opposites attract would be good for like sitcom premises, but yeah. <laughs> other, yeah other that, no. Kyle, any spite thoughts? I can't think of any now. Oh, I, 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 I know we've done spiteful things, though. I, I, I genuinely don't think I'll, I'll come up with something, but I don't think I've done anything that's like if I was going out of the way, it'd be more like giving myself a chore. I get over the top with it and don't execute. Like, oh, that guy needs to be murdered. But I've never murdered anyone yet. No. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever think that? Like, weird little things where, like, you'll get home from, from McDonald's and they didn't put ketchup in your bag. And it's like, my God, if I... I wish I could just punch you right in the fucking face. Because that's appropriate like, for ketchup. <laughs> no, I, no, no, but, like, you, you never want... You wouldn't actually do it, and you're not even that angry. It's just, like, you'll think, like, the extreme thought and thinking super extreme actually makes you less mad like because you kind of take it to a silly no, place. I take, Do you ever think con- like that? I take fast food condiments very seriously. They, they leave The worst is leaving utensils out that are required. Like if I order Chinese mm. food with soup and they don't give me a spoon and I'm not at home, like what the fuck? Now I'm sipping fucking a bowl of soup. I guess that's Which not is so all bad, great is until you get to the wontons. Even in your frustrating story, you're like, and then you sip it. Well, I kind of like it like that sometimes. It makes yeah. feel warm and uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice in the hand. No waste. Uh, Jackie, no, wants, wants Jackie likes uh, ketchup on her hamburgers and too much ketchup on her hamburgers. She's a big ketchup hamburger person. I don't know. It's, it's weird to me. It's spilly or whatever. Um, this happened 20 years ago because she was pregnant with Hope and I didn't have any ketchup and pregnant irrational Jackie threw the burger. I, I was going to say she threw it at me. I don't know if she hit me. Threw it in my direction for sure. And uh, I still cling to that one 20 years later. Like, you know, you're insane. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> really... dry burger and fuck off. <laughs> but pregnant women are sometimes insane. It's something you tolerate. Yeah. What was... Uh, if it, it's not, I wouldn't think this would be a personal thing. What was Jackie's weird pregnancy food addiction because i always hear that like pregnant women get hooked on things in phases like my mom loved kfc like while she was pregnant she didn't have that so jackie um morning sickness was a huge thing for her that was uh morning noon and night nonstop, throughout middle of the night even while sleeping and it wasn't a trimester either it was like four and a half months or something like that and uh, I think she survived on like buttered pasta and saltines or something like that at first. Just the Ugh. blandest things that don't make you sick kind of diet. Lot of the all carb diet. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, she did kind of swell up <laughs> when I think about it. Yeah, she, she gained a bunch yeah. of weight. <laughs> well, other than your baby having type two on adult onset diabetes, she's <laughs> coming along very well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have that same sort of eating style where I get into phases of eating things. I've been eating these Chipotle burritos lately. They're delicious. You and really have, and you've been you order two at a time. I do order two at a time. Yes, I do. I, I save one for later, though. I mean, and I after this, time. you'll you'll follow the cycle back into Five Guys. I have Five Guys today, and then no. starvation, which is the next yeah, part. Of this. Starvation. 
for, yep. for actually you're quite a ways away from starving mode like you're in a pretty thin place oh. right now right yep he's good nine I'm months from there I'm looking forward to. I don't. I'm. I'm. I i do not know what I'm going to eat tonight. I don't know what it, there's any options. It doesn't seem like there's any post mates around to, to deliver me anything. So I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I got a couple of old paydays. Oh god. Gonna eat these. You don't like paydays? I mean, they're good, I, but they're 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 below me. I don't eat that kind of garbage. I choose my garbage to be bowls full of pistachios for some reason. Okay, well, I'll chase it with a bowl of pistachios. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're talking. (sighs) I don't want to eat a payday for dinner. I was really hoping for, I don't know. Oh, well, I'll I'll have something real for dinner. Oh, I I should have eaten more before. Yeah, I haven't eaten uh, since that lunch of five guys. And I just got a regular burger. I get a crazy big double burger. These things are so fucking good. You know how people always are like uh, joke about how Kwan's is not a real holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I had never spent even a second looking into it, and it turns out the dude who like, I guess invented, for lack of a better word, Kwanzaa, one of like the founders of invented's it. Invented's a solid word, maybe. Invented it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, someone at some point someone invented Christmas. I guess made up. Uh, so it, this guy. Uh, Milana Karenga, he said in 1971, he was sentenced to one to ten years in prison on counts of felonious assault and imprisonment. Uh, one of the victims gave testimony of how Karenga and other men tortured her and another woman. Uh, let me skip. Deborah Jones, who was once given the Swahili title of an African queen, said she and Gail Davis were whipped with an electrical cord and beaten with a karate baton after being ordered to remove their clothes. She testified that a hot soldering iron was placed in Miss Davis's mouth and placed against Miss Davis's face, and that one of her own big toes was tightened in a vice. Karenga, head of uh, of the U- of U.S., uh, also put detergent and running hoses in their mouths. She said they were also hit on the head with toasters. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the meaning of Kwanzaa: <laughs> beating women with electrical cords and wearing uh, colorful dashikis. I love I love that last torture method, and then uh. Yeah, it sounds sounds almost like they're making it up. And what what else did he do to you? Mm-hmm. Uh, did did he he hit me in the head? Yes, yes. With what? What did he hit you in the head with? A, a, a toaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have a toaster if you have no outlet? <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh. Yeah, well, I, I think this happened in America, so oh. the toaster's a little more believable, you know, because well, Kwanzaa it was invented in America, right? Okay. I think so. I'm not even going to scroll up. Who cared? Yeah, I don't. But I thought that was interesting. Like, imagine if it was like, so the story of old St. Nick, you know, we all know him as the guy who gives you uh, toys once a year. But did you know that those elves were actually little people that he captured all over Eastern Europe and then raped in a dungeon? Uh, it was a true story in the early 1500s. They called him Santa, uh, Santa, the, Santa Slayer or some shit. I don't know. Uh, the, Santa the Rapist. Santa the Impaler, some old-timey thing. And that would that would ruin the spirit of Christmas if you knew he was a rapist, right? Just like the Cosby Show's ruined. Yeah, the Cosby Show's ruined. I, so I, I can't watch I, one of those for, the, for people who follow Kwanzaa, just retroactively make up that someone else invented it. Lots of religions and, and practices do that. And you'll Ice Cube, some, dude. Yeah, say Ice Cube did it. I, I know we're on Kwanzaa, but Taylor got me very excited to talk about the Kevin Spacey tape. And as I watched oh, it, yes. I thought of Kyle. 
Because like one of his core, th- if people don't know, Kevin Spacey made a video. It's about a minute long. I haven't been able to find an unadulterated version of it. It's always like CBS talking about it. There's some yeah, horse I intentionally shit. haven't watched so we could do it on the show. Okay. Uh, uh, let me let me lay it out let me and, and, and it. can yeah, you guys yeah. hunt for it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, oh, I don't know why. Yeah, I'm, you lay it out. I'm just going to watch it. it. But out of the blue, seemingly, Kevin Spacey did a video and he does it as Frank... Last name, help me. Hey, Underwood. Underwood, yeah, yeah. So he does it as Frank Underwood in the accent, in the thing. Is this, uh, yeah. Yeah, I this is his YouTube channel. I didn't realize it was called Let Me Be Frank, which is actually kind of interesting. And uh, I'm queued up at zero. Let me just sort of, this is good. Let me make the f- framing a little better. Eight million views. I wonder what the ratings ready? are like. I didn't realize it was three minutes long. I'm not sure I've seen all 180 of 180 up, 54 down. <laughs> ah, so definitely censored. Here, here it is for people. No. Um, All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ready, set, play. Let me be Frank, isn't Frank Underwood the character? Double thing there. I know what you want. Oh, sure, they may have tried to separate us, but what we have is too strong, it's too powerful. I mean, after all, we shared everything, you and I. I told you my deepest, darkest secrets. I showed you exactly what people are capable of. I shocked you with my honesty, but mostly I challenged you and made you think. And you trusted me, even though you knew you shouldn't. So we're not done, no matter what anyone says. And besides, I know what you want. Mm -hmm. You want me back. Of course, some believed everything and had just been waiting with bated breath to hear me confess it all. They're just dying to have me declare that everything said is true and that I got what I deserved. Got. Wouldn't that be easy if it was all so simple? Only you and I both know it's never that simple, not in politics. This is such poor taste. (laughs) But you wouldn't believe the worst without evidence, would you? You wouldn't rush to judgments without facts, would you? (laughs) Did you? (laughs) Did you? No, not you. You're smarter than that. (laughs) Anyway, all this presumption made for such an unsatisfying ending. And to think it could have been such a memorable send-off. I mean, if you and I have learned nothing else these past years, it's that in life and art, nothing should be off the table. We weren't afraid, not of what we said, and not of what we did, and we're still not afraid. (laughs) Because I can promise you this. If I didn't pay the price for the things we both know I did do, I'm certainly not going to pay the price for the things I didn't do. Oh, of course, they're going to say I'm being disrespectful, not playing by the rules, like I ever played by anyone's rules uh. before. I never did, and you loved it. Anyhow, despite all the poppycock, the animosity, the headlines, the impeachment without a trial, Despite everything, despite even my own death, I feel surprisingly good. And my confidence grows each day that soon enough, you will know the full truth. Wait a minute. Now that I think of it, Mm -hmm. you never actually saw me die, did you?
Conclusions can be so deceiving. Miss me? Dude. Oh, it's so good. So good and tasty. <laughs> tasty. It is not tasteful. That's oh, really... that is it. fucking hilarious. It's like, <laughs> now the... The Republicans think they have me cornered now that they discovered that I was fondling boys for decades before my <laughs> political career. I did not apologize for it then, and I would do it again now, and God rest my soul, I would grab a young boy's behind in front of you today <laughs> and, and tear those little uh, pants off, and I'm, oh, pardon me, I'm starting to get hard. <laughs> There's <laughs> a part where he says, uh, you want me back. And I'm like, yeah, Kyle does. I know Kyle wants him back. Kyle is forgiving you for all that rapey stuff. Do what uh, you gotta do. <laughs> do what you gotta do. I don't care if you ate those little boys. Get back on the screen. Uh, Dude, that is the most tone-deaf way to respond to this. Where it's like, what, what was he thinking? The same day they new filed, video evidence came they, out and, he, and the, they filed charges against him. They filed criminal rape charges against him <laughs> that day. <laughs> That Conclusions day. can be confused. Get out of my home. You're putting me under arrest? They think they, they, think they have me. Bang! <laughs> I can't wait until that's what his trial's like. He like, does the insanity defense. Like, Mr. Spacey, please rise. <laughs> Mr. Underwood, please rise. <laughs> now they you think they've got me as here. President Underwood as I have earned the, that right. <laughs> if I were a rapist, would I not admit it so I could go to the place where there is the most rape that I could participate <laughs> in the rape? <laughs> I loved it. I love that video. That video is hilarious because he's playing both sides, right? Like he's <laughs> like Mac. He's he at, at one point he's talking about how he's speaking as Frank Underwood and then he speaks as Kevin Spacey and then he's Frank Underwood again. He's talking about both issues, both the the, the rape allegations or sexual harassment. He's sexual saying stuff that fits the show and his life. And he, his life. It's great. It's great. He's like, he's like, he's like, you probably believed it all, didn't you? No. You're smarter than that. And I'm like, am I? I guess. <laughs> pretty sure you did most of that shit. Like, pretty, pretty fucking sure. I, I mean, I don't care. You know, I, pretty sure you did it, though. I, I'm on board. You know, I'd love to have him back. It's a shame they filed those charges that day because, like, I felt like this was a good. I, I mean, look at the look at the likes, right? It's almost. I'm gonna. It, I'm doing the math in my head, but it's like seventy percent positive, something like that, right? That's it, not that's good a, for YouTube. It's good when you're accused of so much rape, Woody. Yeah, I've it, done worse for being accused of less. <laughs> Yeah, if you can maintain 65, 75% positive thumbs up as Kevin Spacey in, in this climate, you're doing pretty fucking well. Mm. I mean, it might, that might as well be a 99% COD video. Like, like, like that, that's pretty strong. How, how great would that be if this actually was a ruse, a plot device for House of Cards? Oh, it's... That would be great, but it's not. That I'll tell you what. I watched that season. I've, we've talked about it before. He, very underwhelming. I couldn't finish it. Yeah, I didn't even watch the most recent one. Oh my god, it, it it was real bad. It was real bad, real bad. That show had. It wasn't like that Come show on. was great, and then was he great. left, and it was like 
suddenly shit. Like it had been going down downhill. I I don't agree with that as much as like like first of all, first season's insane. It's some of the best TV yeah, ever. Start of the uh, second. Uh, yeah, uh, and also. certainly, certainly, yeah. Um, maybe the, the the later season or two wasn't as good, but it's hard to top those early seasons. It was still some of the best television out there. You know, it, it was still better than most stuff out there. It just wasn't it living up to the first season. And it's you know, how are you gonna do it? You know, he, he, the shock of him murdering someone as the president of the United States. Heck, he opened like, by murdering a dog. Ah, that that dog needed a good suffocating. It was shocking. Kill. It was a mercy was kill, but it was a, hey, this is who Frank Underwood is. He does what needs to get done. Mm -hmm. Wowzers. There are two kinds of pain. <laughs> like, all right, all right. Tell, tell me more. Hey, by the way, shouldn't you be getting that dog some help? <laughs> pain you learn from and worthless, useless pain. It's just suffering. Wait, what are you, what are you doing to that puppy? <laughs> it would have been funnier if he's like, this dog is injured beyond belief. Look at him trying to stand up and run away from me right now. But I, I won't let him die in the streets. I won't I wish murder it, him here. <laughs> I, wish, I wish he had a harder time Dog's killing it. Fine. I wish there been a little... He has to like chase it down and kick it. And he's like, sometimes a dog, well, get, get back here, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Damn, that dog is spry. <laughs> For a dog that's about to die. He's, he's, he's finishing it with, like a, with a club at the end. <laughs> Agent Johnson, pursue and murder that dog. <laughs> <laughs> this is an order for your vice Oh, God, not again, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Speaker. Please, no. And then bring yeah. another supple boy to my chambers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, man, I, I love that video. That I, It's shocking that he did that, right? Yeah. Like, you'd never expect that. Like, not only... He's wearing that Christmas apron. He's preparing a, a Christmas dinner. He's in character. He's, he's in... He's in character. As Children tied up just off screen. He had the He's ring auditioning the for the character to get back. He totally yeah. is. Did you see him put on the ring at the end? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, oh my God. He's, he's got to know knocker. that ship has sailed. What is what that ring? Do? Does it, what is, is it's he, his class ring. Right. That's the one that like bangs on the counter on like desks. And Those are the things I remember. Do we know where he went? Oh, fuck. No, I don't recall the school. It was a military school. Hmm. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say it was West Point. They're known for like ring knockers, a thing. I'll Google it. Hmm. In Gaffney. Yes, I uh, attended Camp Rape a Boy. Senate, a fictionalized Senate. version of the Citadel. Okay, the Sentinel. Ah, the Sentinel. Ah, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Very cool, very cool. Uh, that's that's a really good video. Very funny. Um, just bizarre. You know, something you'd never thought you'd see. I, I, uh, that's the world we live in now, and I, I love it. I love it. I enjoyed that video. I've seen it four or five times now. That's the first time I found an unadulterated version of it. So it was kind yeah. of yeah. It's right on his YouTube channel. He 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 just uploaded that shit straight up to his <gasps> his own channel. So which uh, who's what's the actual case being brought against him? Like which individual story is it? Uh, you know? It's some TV executive or producer or something his son was supposedly like uh sexually assaulted in a bar like two or three years ago hmm yeah oh so this is recent because a lot yeah. of these were a long long time ago right yeah it's just a couple years ago i want to say 2016 hmm yeah man it's that's it's pretty nuts uh the whole thing well i'm looking at it it, it yeah it <laughs> I wish I need I need better phrasing, but uh, it doesn't. It's 
Indecent assault and battery. And if he's guilty, he could get five years in prison. I thought I heard it was literally rape. Yeah, I heard that as well. He, but oh, he's charged with sexually it. assaulting Unra's son. But the charge is indecent assault and battery. And if convicted, he could face... Oh, it says upwards of five years in prison and have to register. I don't know what upwards of five years of prison is very open-ended to me. Yeah. It goes from five to infinity. But, yeah. Indecent oh, I assault. support Kevin Spacey. Uh, I want him back in the... Look, look, I mean, keep the boys away from him, obviously, but get him back in the get him back in front of the camera. All right. Look, anybody yeah. who shits you on camera. You can put a house of cards on Pornhub if you want. Keep the kids away. I just want to see the next season. Keep, yeah, definitely keep the kids away. All right. <laughs> like, definitely. But I mean, go watch the uh, go watch uh, the usual suspects tonight. Go watch K Pax. Go watch um, um, American Beauty. Like, that's one of the greatest actors in the world right there. Okay. And 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 he just made a few dozen mistakes yeah i mean who amongst us hasn't raped a couple of boys they're so supple tender compared to men back me up kyle <laughs> Come, compared <laughs> to men. <laughs> nope that is, that, is a, that is an island of raft i will not be boarding i'll not be jumping up on that one no no no, but, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah Jokes. this is hilarious i can't believe that he fucking made that video that's it's so tone deaf. I love him. I love him. <sighs> He's a great actor. You know, whether He's... he did those horrific things or if he didn't do those things as much as we think, then <laughs> still a good actor. I'm you pretty know? sure he did most of that shit. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm leaning just... that way. I'm no expert, but it, uh, he's a bit of a. I don't know. When 19 people duck. separately charge you with something, you probably did it, right? Yeah, I would think so. Because that's the number like, of Trump. <laughs> I tricked you into it. <laughs> you, you didn't trick yeah, me. but they're not charging him the same thing. A lot of those bitches are just money-hungry whores. Yes, yeah. In a Trump's lot of case, people. It's all made up. Yeah, I, I think mean, that. Bill Clinton been charged. Let's look that number up, right? Uh, I mean, way more reliably. Juanita Broderick's story is actually like pretty tight. Well, the thing about Bill Clinton like is he's guilty, ass. like Trump. Well, the thing about Bill Clinton is, you know, my coolness outdid the rape danger, so I'm all forever <laughs> cool. You know, that's that's you know, Slick Willie. That's you he know, he's played, just cool enough that he can slide under. He played saxophone you know? on in City Hall. How can how could you be against him with those glasses on too? Yeah, it was it was cool. It was cool. Was, I I have never seen a politician who could do something before. All right, we have to pick another president mm. for after Trump. Can't be a politician. Mm. Mm. And let me think. Woo! <laughs> That's what the nature boy. Yeah, in we the did White that. House. Who? The Rick nature Flair. boy, Rick. Oh, <laughs> you throwing Rick Blair in there? Uh, who would be good? Good at it or entertaining? No, entertaining. This it. is not. This is not oh, to be good at it. Okay, we yeah, we this can, exact we can do topic to be good already. At it too. Yeah. Who would um, be good at it then? Pootie pie. You know what? Sure, that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll vote for him. What the Eat hell? Eat shit, Wall Street Journal. Like, is he trespass revoked? <laughs> YouTube, you're regulated as fuck now. Can't shut down my videos. And Disney, I want that movie contract back. <laughs> Whatever you would do. Um. Yeah, I. I 
you know, we we have done this before, and I and I think I, I I lean toward wrestlers in this because I feel like they're they're the they're the best off the cuff showmen that we might have because you know they go out there right in front of and they're physically imposing as well. Mm. Uh, I like that in my yeah. Head. Like, like, did you if ever you, see the SNL skit, The Rock Obama? No. Oh, the it's, I see. Oh, Barack. It's yeah. the Rock as president, and occasionally he just like body slams somebody and stuff. Like, like I, I don't remember if it was. If you want someone Rock. not intimidated by Putin, the Rock, you could, you could do a lot worse than the Rock. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. The Rock's not mean enough though. Uh we don't know. That's just a fucking cover. I bet he's a he's a real piece of shit behind the when he's not on camera. A man, dude, that would really. Brock Lesnar would scare all the other world leaders. Now, he's definitely a real piece of shit. Yes. Yeah, that's like imagine how how awesome America would look when it's you know giant ass you know <laughs> big suit Brock Lesnar. All of his suits are tailored in a V, so you can see the top of his sword tattoo <laughs> as, he's, as he stands thrice the girth and twice the height of Putin, and like goes to Japan or like really any no world leader. Like he'd stand, he'd make Trudeau look like just. Such a little bitch. Macron is the smallest one I can. The French guy. How the close really did thin I come? guy. Yeah. Macron. Macron. Yeah, yeah. Macron, or however you say it. That's pro- that sounds really Frenchy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Brock Lesnar would would dwarf that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I they, they, I, I, so actor- Trump was doing these ambush handshakes like the first couple months of his presidency where he like wouldn't let go and he was total douchebaggy. And then people started getting ready for it. Like the Canadian dude out hand shook him and maybe the French guy too. Brock Lesnar would not be out hand shook by anyone, even if they knew it was coming. No, yeah, he, he could handshake dueling world leaders <laughs> and then do a really cool suplex move. <laughs> he could beat him with his left hand. This is an yeah, awkward yeah. handshake. Joe Rogan would make a good president. Ooh. Get him up there. Right? Just I could just see you know, Joe Rogan and like, I don't know. Be like day Trudeau. one of Joe Rogan's presidency. All drugs made legal. Day Gorilla two, penises are crazy, um, am I right? Gorilla <laughs> chip, chip penises are smaller than you'd think, but they're like yeah. wood. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, here's our tax plan. But real quick before we get into that, Jamie, pull up that video of that woman. <laughs> yeah. Falling into a tiger enclosure. <laughs> Jamie is chief of staff. <laughs> hey, can you make DMT legal? I need to make DMT legal real quick. Change your mind. That's what his whole like presidency would be. Day one, all drugs legalized. Day three, meth and crack re-illegalized. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but you know guys. My bad. <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> like, I, you know, I retrospect, it was irresponsible to get on TV smoking a blunt saying, all cool kids take pills. Uh, <laughs> go in your parents' uh, uh, bathroom and look around. <laughs> He's one of those isolation tanks in the Oval Office. He's always in there. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, President but, Rogan hasn't left his isolation tank for an interview in four days. <laughs> Just pruny as shit. <laughs> I kind of want this. We thought the Trump show was good. The Rogan show, that's where it's at. I, I, I'd watch it. He'd get the best guests. Mm, yeah. Oh, and he has to keep his podcast going. Of course, and he from has the like, Oval Office. Yeah, we've got, we've got Putin here today. We've got, uh, we've got a sod madman. Local mad that would be the funniest fucking thing because any world leader from anywhere on earth could come in and over the course of two hours totally change Joe Rogan's mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
he'd be like, now, Assad, I'm not happy with the gassing of your own people and all the things you've done. You're torturing people. And Assad would be like, this is not true. You have been mi terribly misled by a corrupt media. I'm very sorry to have to be the one telling you this. I did. Why would I guess my own people? It does not make sense. To However, he would like say it. And by the end, Joe would be like, Assad, buddy, come here. Like, <laughs> again. And, you know. Uh, Dude, a similar thing. I, we're back to the John Jones thing. Novitsky, the, the golden snitch, the guy that, that runs USADA, was literally defending John Jones. And one of the, the, his lines of defense was, you know, he got busted for this exact steroid already. Would anybody be so stupid to do this exact steroid twice? And Rogan was like, actually, uh, these are fighters. They're all crazy. You can't say that someone's so stupid that they wouldn't make the same mistake twice. They do this stuff so consistently. It, it was... I don't know. The fact that the USADA was using the no one would be so dumb to actually do that defense seems sketch to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could definitely see fighters being dumb enough, to, or really any athlete being dumb enough, like or getting blinded by the ambition. But I think especially fight, it, blinded by the ambition is a process. It you're right, but something about fighters in particular, I think might be more willing to take some risks, like compared to uh, a hockey player, like yeah. you know, just make a bad call twice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's possible. <sighs> but I am looking forward to the fights this weekend. Of course, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fucking great. And I don't, even, I don't even know who the undercard is. I just care about that Amanda Nunez fight and the and the and the uh, Nunez, of course. I, I would be psyched if, if Silva was also on this card. Am I? Um, Anderson Silva. Yeah, he's about to fight uh, Israel Alessandre. I just oh, don't know shit. if it's this card. Yeah, I don't think it's this card. That would be killer. Uh, yeah, I, I, th I think that Amanda Nunez fight is going to be epic. Uh, they just two real fucking badasses going at each other, and I, I I'd love to see Nunez take that fucking belt away from Cyborg. UFC changed their website. Now it has a whole bunch of like boring fucking animation before. Oh the page yeah, loads. I can't go to that website anymore. Uh, no, it's garbage. It's so bad. I can't navigate it. I don't even know what's going on there. So the fight I was talking about, Israel, is not on there. But Jones versus Gustav. Gustaf Gustafson. Gustafson, thank you. Um, is definitely it's the top. Cyborg versus Nunez. And then here are the ones we didn't mention. Condit versus Michael Chessia. It's an interesting okay. fight. Uh, I guess I'm not a fan. Latifi? La Latifi versus versus Corey Anderson. These aren't fighters I follow very much. They're new yeah, to me. No. And Mendez versus Alexander Volkov. Ah. That was the other good one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Mendez got busted for steroids too. And of course he didn't actually take steroids. He was just accidentally applying a skin cream with steroids in it so falsely accused but now he's back from his suspension and uh yet another fighter's career just damaged by weird steroid accusations by accutane that's all it was yeah uh, pariasis I, or something i don't know what his so, skin yeah, condition psoriasis. oh okay well then yeah you treat that with you do treat that with a steroid uh, um it's uh I, I know the name of the steroid in any case, yeah, so rice is nasty. Is it? Is it yeah. called like a corticosteroid they use for that? It's like not the yeah. same kind. Like you wouldn't. It, it's you would different. Test yeah, you. That. It, I, I don't. I, I think they're probably what they're probably testing for is um, what your body makes in response to it to a steroid, and perhaps uh -huh. that's a similar thing. I, I, I don't know anything about that science at all. <sighs> it, it's easy to baffle regular people like me and maybe you. 
you know, just be like, yeah, you know what? You give a guy a steroid because he has poison ivy, which is a thing they do. I think it's mm-hmm. is yeah. it pregnisone? Pregnisone. Yeah. And uh and yeah, your body makes the same metabolites out of that that it makes out of turnable. Tur- how do I print it? Terminable. Terminable. And uh, you know, there's these tests that catch innocent people all the time. And I'm like, oh, well, this is actually something I've had no study on except listening to you, so I guess it's okay. Yeah. And, and these guys, they hire experts. You know, the second they get busted, there are people who specialize in getting you unbusted for these steroids. And they're like, oh, yeah, you got to tell them you were taking GNC, uh, you know, dirty creatine. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's been known to have terenabol in it. And you're all set. And that's, that's the process. And it's the same thing every time. I was using this innocent thing and it made me pop. Michael Bisping, I like the way he, he's like, I was a careless. This is Michael Bisping talking. I was a careless motherfucker. For like 18 years, I fought in the UFC. I didn't watch anything I ate. I took supplements. I took this. I took that. I wasn't reading labels. I wasn't doing any of this thing. Never tested positive for anything. Careless motherfucker. The fact that these guys are consistently showing up with steroid metabolites in their, in their fat, they're probably taking steroids. That's how that happens. You want to see a clip here? One of the fighters asked Dana White, Who's going to pay my California income tax? Yes, I want to see that clip. Oh, man. Wait, what is this? Okay, Okay. so for your information, Taylor, because John Jones tested positive, Nevada wouldn't allow him to fight. The fight was in Vegas. So the the UFC's response is, well, fuck it. We'll go to L.A. and fight. They'll let us fight. And so obviously the taxes are much more extreme in California on the money that everyone will make from their Mm -hmm. fighting. So this guy says... Who's going to pay my taxes, my California fucking taxes, to Dana White at this presser? 28-second video. I listened right. to half a second of it. It might be quiet for everyone, so please don't talk over it. Ready, set, play. Compensation for the, the increased income tax in California for the other five. Who's going to pay my income tax in California? Right, and, and also, also the, uh, the, the increased medical costs. What? And the, and the increase uh, for the medicals for California State. Yeah, it is what it is. It's either that or not fight. Nobody gets paid and nobody does anything. It is what it is. We had to move it. And, and listen, it, 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 uh, it's costing everybody more money. Compensation for the, the increase. In- you it say? just looped for me. Yeah. That's yeah. A- well, I mean, what, how else could he have responded to that? Yeah, that, that's I, well, about, like, yeah. well, okay. you're going to pay those taxes. One of my like, takeaways. I'm not enthused about this either. He was kind of angry. And sometimes Santa Dana does pay for shit. You know, like, hey, my opponent pulled out. I know I'm not fighting, but I really, you know, I did a training camp. Now I need to do two training camps for this fight because I'm going to, re- you know, we're going to, we just delayed it 12 weeks. This is really hard on me. And Santa Dana is like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Sorry, things are going rough. Here's money. And he does that. So when this guy asks about, maybe if he had asked nicer, he would have got it. You know, he's saying, who's going to pay my taxes? If he was like, hey, <laughs> I, I make 12 to show and 12 to win. Is, is there something you can do to help me make the kind of money I would have made, you know, the kind of money I was expecting to make? Maybe Dana would have replied differently. Yeah, he did go into it with a bad attitude. You're right. He, just the way he positioned it would have probably been enough. If he would have given Dana White an opportunity for a good PR situation, he probably would have got it. If he was like, Dana, I know this isn't your fault. You wanted to do it in Vegas, but I'm I'm just a I'm not Connor. Uh, yeah, uh, not Connor. What's Connor McGregor? Connor yeah. McGregor. Uh, yeah. 
I'm not Conor McGregor. I'm not fucking Khabib. Like, can you please do something to help mitigate this for me? You know, it's not that much. You know, it really helped. Like, he would, he probably would have got it. I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe not. I don't know. It certainly would have turned out better. Right now, I think Dana's like, oh, if that fuck loses a fight, he's cut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy put himself on the shopping block for no yeah. reason. You're going to embarrass your boss at the press conference? Well, we'll, we'll get a good fight for you next time. Yeah, yeah. That's it. People used to, I, I used to write this on Reddit from time to time. They'd be like, oh, that guy's an asshole or that guy's a cheater. You know, I hope they throw him out of the UFC. I'd be like, not me. I think we should give him a title shot, right? Let's take that guy and feed him to John Jones, who will eat yep. him alive. Yep. Like, take that whatever weight class, you know? Let's put that guy in there with uh, Matt Hughes or whoever's champ at the time. Just fucking. Yeah. He'll walk out of there with one arm. Tyron Woodley or somebody like that. I, I, I can't stand Tyron Woodley. Why? God, I hate Tyron. I'm going to ask why. Because he's a, he's a whiny, race-baiting, complaining Nothing is ever my fault. Uh, taking, twisting everyone's words every time they say them. Asshole. He does He's, do those things. That that's what's why I dislike him. Like, well, like, those are valid reasons. I don't like the race baiting. I don't like. Uh, I don't like how he he takes everything. Everything. Every time someone gives him a compliment, he's like, "What do you mean? I speak well. Uh, we mean that the sport involves a lot of being on the microphone, and you do a good job at it. You mean for a black man." No, I mean for an athlete who gets hit in the head a lot. Clearly, you've taken a few too many shots because you're being a real piece of shit right now. Like, like I don't get it. He, 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 he's like, he's, he's like, if I was, if I was white, I'd, I'd be this and that. If I were, if, and it's like, um, look at John Jones. D- do you see him getting uh, the raw end of any deal because of the color of his skin? No. You see him get every opportunity. You see him get every. Um, um, push every kind of like sponsor deal, like like anything and everything that can be done to make John Jones succeed is done for him. Look at look at he Anderson fights Silva people that people don't want to fight, right? Yeah, yeah. look so, at Anderson Silva or Demetrius Johnson. Like like, like these people aren't getting um, um, discriminated against and treated poorly. They're getting fucking paid. They're getting pay per view points. They're getting respect. Only you are calling this out. Like like, like the organization or the fan base is racist, and the, none of that's true. Like the fan base does not see color. Like, 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 look at Daniel Cormier, right? Like, 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 some of the most beloved people in this sport are white. The fans don't care where or you're black, from or you what color you are, or even if you can fucking speak English most of the time. If you're, if you go out there and you put on entertaining fights, you get shit because you play us, you play it safe every time you go out there. And I see that side of the coin. But you need to see the side of the coin where the fan base wants entertaining fights because that's what they're here for. They don't want to mm-hmm. see point boxing i still they hold wanna... it against him that he um he kind of dodged his way to a title shot if that makes sense i'm trying to yeah. remember the specifics of it but he sat out like 18 months because he was sort of next in line and avoided any risk and he's avoided as much risk as he can since then and he's a great fighter he's he's dominant he's great he's, he's very effective he wins his fights and maybe that's smart for him but like kyle yeah. said Okay, look, I get it. You're the champ. You're the best 170-pound fighter on the planet. Congratulations on that. But I don't have to love you because you're not yeah. doing the you're doing the kinds of things that keep you champ, not the kinds of things that make you loved. Yeah, I don't care about your record or your belt. Like if you went out there and and fought Wonderboy hard and recklessly and lost, I'd love you for it. 
Instead, you went out there and danced around and put on one of the two of the most boring fights in UFC history. Followed by the third one with Maya. And I was about to say, and then you go out there with Damian Maya, and look, I get it. They're specialists. You have to be careful with these guys, or you risk losing. I want you to risk losing. I want you to risk losing. That because that's what my heroes in this sport do. I don't see Daniel Cormier being like, um, no, I'm not going to fight Derek Lewis. What if I get unlucky and he hits me once? No, he's like, oh, you need me, boss? You need me to fucking make your card work this week, next weekend? All right, sure. Here's sure. the thing. I, mean, I, was gonna re- I am the champion of this weight class, and I actually think I'm the best person at this weight class. So anyone who makes this weight can fight me. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, not, he, yeah. He's, On, uh, he, he's, mm. he's not my favorite. He's, he's probably my least favorite. I, I, I really dislike him. I don't like his attitude. I don't like his persona. I, don't, I just don't like, I, I don't like how he carries himself. Like, like he carries himself with disdain uh, into every interview and every speaking engagement. He's always got a chip on his shoulder and, and it, it's evident just by looking at him. Like, like hmm. I don't like him. He can win me back. I, I like him. Sometimes he does interviews and I just find him to be really insightful and intelligent and he wins me, right? He gets me. I'm like, yeah, this guy is, is telling me things I didn't know. He's teaching me. Like, I, I think that's cool. Um, and then other times, like you said, he's all the things you talked about. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, And the race baiting is disgusting um, and nobody's falling for it. I have a big issue in general across the whole world of topics with people who don't take responsibility for their failures, right? I, I, I going to drift into paramotoring. There are a million paramotoring crash landings where I see people like, you know what? Sudden gust of wind got me. Okay, fuck nard. One, nine times out of ten, there was no sudden gust of wind. Two, if there is a sudden gust of wind, this is an outdoor sport, you fucking jackass. It's your job as a pilot to deal with it. People aren't crashing their planes all the time being like, you know what, who knew? The the air didn't stay still for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's your job to do that. So circling back to Tyrone Woodley, when he says he's not popular and it's nothing he can do, it's just because he's a black guy. No, man. Like, own the parts of this that you can do better on, whether that be not dodging fights or that could be, uh, I don't know, being more entertaining. Like, just do the best. You're not learning anything when you just deny all responsibility for what's going wrong. Yeah, you can't pay him a compliment but without him twisting your words and, and, and making it seem like you insulted him. Like, you can't even tell him he's a good athlete. He's like, oh, so you're saying I only win because... I, I, I'm I, I'm athletic. I'm not skilled. <laughs> That's literally a thing he does. Yeah. 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 It's like, are you? You're a piece of shit. That's. <laughs> you're just a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, like so, so. I want him to lose. I'd love him to receive a serious beatdown. I don't know who's going to give it to him. I wish they would open the weight classes up and and go 155, 65, 75, and then I want somebody to come down to 175 and beat the brakes off of his ass. Chris Weidman. Nah, he'd fuck Weidman up. You're gonna need. You're gonna have to. I don't know. Somebody's gonna have to out wrestle him and get him on the ground or something. He's so elusive. He's such a good. He's got great hands. He's so quick. He's so strong. He really is. A, he really is an amazing fighter. He would be he offended by all these things you're saying. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He said so my quick. hands are good, and that's the only reason I win. <laughs> God damn it! What do you mean I'm strong, huh? <laughs> what are you getting by that? You mean I'm country strong, like a slave? What the fuck? Uh, like I should be pulling your plow? <laughs> <laughs> or are you saying I'm a strong black man? <laughs> <laughs> Which I also 
do not like. Are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> are you saying I have intestinal fortitude and willpower? Huh? Why? Because I eat all them collards and fried chicken. You saying that's why I got the intestinal fortitude? Because I've been eating cornbread. What they need to well, the person they bring down from that other division to beat his ass has to be a black guy. You can't oh, allow right. any excuses to slip in. Oh, right? I, I, it, I don't care. I don't know. I'm not familiar with this guy at all, but that, yeah, that would be annoying if you're trying to be like, man, he's really athletic. And he's like, uh, what? <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, you, you know how like you put hours of your days and weeks and years into training to get really good at repeated movements and muscle memory. Oh, it's cause you're saying cause I'm black. You calling me easily entertained? Is that what you're saying? Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. One of my least favorite. Might be my least favorite fighter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The only racist thing I can remember about him is when Bruce Buffer asked him to leave the octagon clapping so he would know he wouldn't take anything. But other than that, I don't remember any racist things happening to Tyron Woodley. I've never heard of that. I'm trying to think of who my... You never heard that old trope where it's like, yeah, you're so racist, he'd make black people leave clapping. Like... No. Uh, maybe that's just my grandpa original. There you go. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I forget if you said it on or off camera, so I won't repeat it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was nothing too bad. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd love to see him take a take a serious beating, though. I, you know, I like like I, I just don't know who there is to do it because he is very good. He's very good. I'd watch him fight Wonder Boy again, even though I, I'm pretty sure he's a better fighter than Wonder Boy, and he beat him both times. And and like draw, but yeah, pretty pretty convincing. Ah, oh, yeah, you're right. First one was a draw. Pretty convincing both times, though. Like like honestly, like like Wonder Boy took the most damage. Wonder Boy was the one that was getting rocked occasionally. Uh, like like at no point in either of those fights was Tyron in any serious trouble the, thing, I love the problem is for 98 percent of both of those fights neither of them were in serious trouble and that's the sure. issue yeah you know, yeah it wasn't wonder Boy's still fun to watch wonder boy is he's he's fun to watch has he been fun again because you know he was the other half of the boring woodley fight and i'm not sure well that's his thought you know it, it was just it was just a bad matchup entertain, yeah. entertainment wise sometimes um, that happens a good example is uh saint pierre versus koscheck uh, if that's before you were uh, watching a ton of UFC, both of them were amazing wrestlers. Uh, somehow St. Pierre became a wrestler in adulthood, but Koscheck was like a NCAA sort of all-time great. You know, he was incredibly good All-American and better than other All-Americans. It did stand out. So it was like, what is going to happen? What is going to happen when we take the best MMA wrestler ever and then we take like the best wrestler ever and make him fight in the octagon? Let's go see how this works out. Well, it becomes really ineffective jabbing, and neither one wrestles. Fuck. Yeah. So that's. Something. I'm looking forward to Askren getting in there. I, I hope Askren is everybody is what everybody hopes he is, and he's just this this world beater who who wants to fight four times a year and just goes through people. That'd be that'd be fun to watch. I and so he hasn't fought yet, and I hope everything you say is right. What I like about what he's doing now is he like he enters the UFC and he starts calling out everybody he, he there is he's the opposite of tyron woodley he's like let's fight let's how about you and i fight you know what i've been watching you for a while i think i can beat you and he's just like just down the list fight 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 and everyone else is like uh no thank you mr Askren. <laughs> you know so i i can't wait i can't wait yeah. i think i don't know we'll get it they say Askren is great i feel like i'm not good enough to evaluate talent unless they're fighting other great people, if that makes sense. Like, I'd make a lousy scout. Sage Northcutt looked like a world killer when I first saw him because he was beating people who weren't UFC caliber people. 
and he'd look like an action figure. Then he gets to the UFC and he loses some of these fights, you know, like it. it so it's yeah, hard I don't to know what spot he is. three and five. Is that right? Oh, that seems like too many fights. Eight fights. Oh, Maybe you're right. three and two. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, so uh, Askren, I don't really even know any of his opponents. So how's he going to do when he fights Khabib? We'll see. Yep. I don't know. I'd love to see him fight Khabib. Again, another He's, reason for that 165 weight class. I don't know why that's a, there's a holdup for that. I feel like it, it, it. get it in there. Get it in there. Do it. I do not understand. I, I feel like most of the fans want it, and I don't understand the holdup. And then, like you said, there's more champions. So we get more better pay-per-views because I like yeah, championship Well, fights. I think we should cut the little guys out. Like, I, fuck them. Uh, you're right. Yeah. So there's the same amount of champions. <laughs> I want to, uh, uh, I'll tell you, I, I think that if uh, TJ Dillashaw beats Henry Cejudo, that might be the last fight for that weight class. A Dillashaw, I don't know if it's true or not, but I, I want to say he said they're paying him royally to end this division. Yeah, well, that's, that's him talking shit. Dillashaw's a bad motherfucker. He's a bad motherfucker. Steroided as fuck. Oh, he's so jacked. He's so it's like they, jacked. It's like they took the muscle off of a 170-pound man and stuck it on a 130-pound man. <laughs> it's like, how did this happen? You look like one of those bulls that has this like hyper-musculature, and it's just like, oh, every moment I live is misery. <laughs> Remember, he so fought. Jacked. He looks really dense. He fought. Yes, Co thick. What's Cody? Cody Gambrand, right? Cody Garbrandt. Ga Garbrandt, thank you. This guy is a meathead fucking idiot, Cody Garbrandt. Great athlete, also Jack, but meathead as fuck. And uh, he, they're like talking shit against each other. And Cody Garbrandt at one point lets out, you're on steroids, man. You're the one who taught everyone else at the gym how to take steroids. I was yeah. like, oh, God. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you know? I know you're on steroids. You taught me to use them. Yeah, and then <laughs> Mendez got busted for steroids. He's pretty much like, it's all connected. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I I, um, I love the UFC. Looking forward to this weekend's fight. It's going to be big. Uh, good luck to Jones. Good luck to Nunez. I, I really want to see Cyborg lose. Uh, fuck Cyborg. I, if, if, if Cyborg beats Nunez, they're going to have to make her fight a man next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the only question is what size man? 135. I like nah, it. TJ Dillashaw. TJ Dillashaw versus Yeah, I, as soon as I said that, I was like, wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> you going to fight Dillashaw? No, no, no. Uh, you don't want Dillashaw? Dillashaw will fuck her up. That's the problem. It's too much. Oh. <laughs> Smaller man. No, not me. I feed <laughs> him to the lions. <laughs> That's my theory <laughs> on it. Nah, like a, you, need a, you need a 125 pound man, but she doesn't have to cut. And he does. DJ then. She, she's going to walk. Oh. That's that might that I can just imagine her like on him on her back, choking her, hanging up for dear life, <laughs> and she's like, ooh, 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 like trying to I, grab. I saw her this in Princess off. Bride. It works. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, All right. Is that a wrap? Yeah, any yeah. outros? Nah, no outros. Just uh, check out our sponsors, get quip and smart mouth. Very good. Hey, you PKA four nineteen.